Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this, the NFL Week One is over Tuesday, September 12, 2023. This program starts now. Football. Yeah, you heard a little devastation there in the open for good reason. Last night, friend of the program, family of the program, suffered a torn Achilles tendon on his fourth play as a member of the New York Jets on Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills. And now what takes place afterwards is the Jets go on to beat the Buffalo Bills in an overtime classic where a punt gets returned in walk-off fashion. So the Jets fans should be ecstatic. The Jets fans should be elated. The Jets fans should say on September 11th at home, this team that had a lot of hype around it beat one of the best teams in the AFC, the kings of the AFC over the last few years. They get the big time dub and this season is off and running. But instead, Jets fans are feeling the same exact way that Jets fans have felt basically for the last 20 years. I don't want to go back in time too much, but I had a a chance to chit-chat with a friend of mine who's a diehard New York Jets fan. He's also like eternally pessimistic uh, as a human being, let alone the fact that he's a Jets fan, which makes him automatically pessimistic. His name's Michael Cole, okay? Michael Cole is certainly this little rat bastard, okay? Mm -hmm. Is how Vince McMahon described him. To me, he is an idol, a hero, and the greatest wrestling commentator of all time. He's also a suffering Jets fan and a suffering Mets fan and a guy who's been on the road for 25 years and has only missed two shows in the entire time. We're talking misery times a thousand when Aaron Rodgers joins the Jets his first thought is we're gonna ruin it <laughs> yeah yep. this is the Jets yep. if something's gonna go wrong he's gonna get in there he's gonna get into a fight with somebody oh we're doing hard knocks great he's gonna get so mad about hard knocks one of these coaches is gonna be talking about Aaron behind closed doors hard knocks people are gonna let it out Aaron's gonna hate him all of a sudden we got the Green Bay Packers situation all over again this is his actual thoughts and statements so pessimistic that anything great was going to potentially come from the Aaron Rodgers New York Jets franchise just because this is how the Jets have operated for so long. Then, when Aaron Rodgers gets introduced on September 11th, oh, man. comes jogging out of the tunnel with that American flag. Mm-hmm. So and the place goes absolutely bonkers. You got Jake Paul over there, Aubrey Marcus on the side. You got the Ayahuasca boys yep. Yep. sitting on the side of this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Aaron comes out, flag wearing, MetLife Stadium turns into JetLife Stadium. It's going insane. Get a text from Michael Cole that goes, it's real. Yeah. (laughs) It's actually happening. Mm -hmm. This is, oh my God, he says. This is the greatest night the Jets fans have had in decades, he said. My dreams and aspirations of winning a Super Bowl could be real here. He's on the field in a Jets uh, uniform. The place is going crazy, and we're on Monday Night Football to kick off the season. About four minutes later. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Fourth play. Now, the first couple of plays were not great. He was running for his life then as well. And there's a conversation to be had about the offensive line and Aaron Rodgers with the cup block because the ball has to come out quick. But how Aaron Rodgers plays and what Aaron Rodgers has said about the cup block situation with the offensive line, that's going to become something now because the Athletic reported it. We'll talk to A.Q. Shipley, our offensive lineman, in about 10 minutes to break that whole thing down. But on the fourth play, Aaron Rodgers gets tackled by Leonard Floyd, and he makes a play that is pretty routine, pretty standard sack. Now, it's on turf. 
which is Ooh, now whoa. becoming uh -oh. a huge part of this conversation because this particular turf has certainly jeopardized careers in the past, and I think they've changed it to make it better, but it's still turf. It's not grass. The players have gotten very loud about why is this not grass, and now the story of the offseason and of the NFL is potentially ruined in part because there's turf there. Are you happy now, owners? Let's put some grass in is what all players are saying. So we think it's just a little bit of a tweak of an ankle. Yeah. has to be. Then the internet, the experts. That's yep. right. Ooh. A lot of them. Ooh. A lot of experts. Damn near everybody. And we've gone through some times here on the internet where people were experts on stonks. Oh, yeah. Sure. And people yeah. were experts on NFTs. And people COVID. were experts on crypto. Yep. And people were experts on COVID. And people have been experts on everything that has come in. Somehow, the app formerly known as Twitter has the ability to make everybody an expert yep. on everything. But with that being said, if you go ahead and snoop around, you can find the really smart people on X. And their immediate diagnosis was... You see the reverberation on his calf right there? That's right. I've seen this a thousand times. That's an Achilles. Ooh. That guy just blew his Achilles out yep. right there. Mm. Now, he walks off the field. They put him in a boot. He walks in there. They put him in an x-ray, which came back negative. And everybody, I mean, the experts found this out last night. X-rays aren't for tendons. We get it. I've had a bunch, okay? I've had four knee surgeries. I think I understand that. But I didn't fully understand why they had him walking uh -huh. on a boot or getting an x-ray. But a lot of smart people on the internet were saying, it's an Achilles. It's like, well, he would just say it's an Achilles. Because, like, every human that's ever had an Achilles issue has said, Oh, I just blew my Achilles. How do you know? Well, I didn't know what it felt like until now I do. this is what an Achilles <laughs> right is. So I thought there was still a chance this was a lingering calf issue. Something up in, uh, up in the calf, maybe he just pulled it. Maybe it'll be a five-week, four-week, six-week type of strain, and he'll be back. I was holding out optimism until Sala comes up to the thing and goes, yep, popped his Achilles. We're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can't say that oh, wow. here on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Two, three, four. Five. Five. That is basically what Sala said whenever he came up to the uh, the podium. Yeah. And it was at that moment, I think all of us, I, I don't want to say, like, or sound too dramatic, I had a tough time sleeping last night. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I had a tough time enjoying that game last night. For yeah. sure. I had Different. a tough time doing a lot of things last night. And obviously, he's alive and he woke up this morning, he's this and he's that. But for our particular program and for the NFL as a whole, this was the storyline. Yep. This was a dream. This was a story that was going to be told for 20, 30, 40 years from now because NFL Films is in there documenting it all. So this was going to be preserved. And then it all just gets David Copperfielded. Four plays in, oh. just didn't feel right. Now the whole speculation is, will Aaron sign up for the 8- to 12-month rehab of Achilles heel at 38 years of age with only being four plays into the New York Jets organization? Will that be enough to tempt him to want to stick around and go through the hell that is a physical therapy rehab session for a surgery of this magnitude at that age? No traveling, no ayahuasca, right. no darkness retreats. Right. Well, this is a lot of pain and a lot of tough days whenever you're rehabbing something like that, that's conversation that's had by a lot of people. I think what people need to remember is that Aaron Rodgers is one of the most competitive humans mm -hmm. on earth. Yep. 
So what I've been told from people close to Aaron Rodgers in his circle, and a lot of people would assume that is me, that is not me, but I am friends with most of the people that are in that circle. And I have a microphone that I speak into for three hours every single day and then three hours on Saturday and then three hours on Saturday night sometimes. Right. So I don't want information, and I don't think I would be a person that Aaron would ever say any information from. But what I am hearing from people close to Aaron is he is obviously devastated. This is a very, 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 very bad morning in Aaron Rodgers' world. Aaron Rodgers put everything into this. Aaron Rodgers had a brand new body guru, yep. was in the best shape of his life. Energy-wise, felt like he was 25 again, 26 again. Had a whole new building to kind of win over and to influence. Had a whole new fan base to impress. A whole new season, a whole new potential legacy being written in a new city for a Hall of Fame career that's already been created. He went all in for this. For it all just to disappear before even getting to reap the benefit from that, I personally, and this is with no information from Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's going to go out like that. Just personally. No. I don't. Now, this has been talked about a lot, but he doesn't have kids. Mm -mm. Nope. Doesn't have a wife. Nope. Uh -huh. Okay, so you hear a lot of Hall of Famers speak, and they go, you know, I wish I was around more for my kids. I wish I would have been a better husband for my wife, who's normally there. They get a 15-second clap, yep. mm -hmm. but it's normally something. And what they're saying there is, like, the commitment it takes to be in the NFL is a big one. The commitment to be great at anything is a big one. You're going to have to sacrifice some stuff that most basic humans that aren't able to get to that type of thing aren't don't have to sacrifice. So time and empathy and energy and family is normally something that kind of gets put away. Family is normally a driving force for why guys retire. And it's been talked about a long time about Aaron, who's a gypsy? He's a gypsy hippie, does yep. his thing. They talk about him not having a marriage or kids. I think in this particular case, with how much he invested, mm -hmm. with what's going on at home, yeah. I think he's coming back. I don't think he goes out like that. He's committed to a couple years to the Jets already. Now, the Packers won't get a number one for this Damn. particular season. It'll only be a second rounder. Packers don't care, though, because Jordan loves a guy, right? We beat the worst team in football this past weekend. Hell yeah. Let's just keep it moving, the Chicago Bears. So I think we see Aaron Rodgers again, but I think the next eight months are going to be miserable for him. So let's make sure we send him positive spirits yes. and positive vibes. And congrats to the Jets on still getting a win without their trigger man for 99% of the game last night. Yep. The Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, God, Cowboys Tony Diggs is here. And nine-year NFL vet looking incredibly clean. Yeah. He's not as jocked as he once was, <laughs> no. but he's still certainly jocked. Darius J. Butler. At hey, buddy, Deba, let's dive into it. Aaron yep. Rodgers, obviously, Mount Rushmore quarterback. Lose him for the season on the fourth play stinks. Nathaniel Hackett and he were literally putting that offense together. Mm -hmm. You know, Zach Wilson had a lot of moxie in preseason. Hopefully, he'll be able to find that again as the team rallies around him and behind him. But there's no way, Aaron goes out like that? Or do you think there's a chance at the age of 39 with a Hall of Fame legacy, he's already wealthy enough, he has business investments, he doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. True. That could easily be a way to say, hey, the universe is telling me yeah. that's all she wrote. What are your early thoughts here, D-Bud, as we're, what, an hour into him learning it is officially torn as yeah. Achilles? And first and foremost, I Absolutely gutted for him, you know, to go out like that. Like you said, all the energy, all the lead up, this whole offseason running out the flag, like it was amazing. But, um, I, I, I can't see him going out like that. I heard you mention it early on first take. Maybe he sees it as a sign from the universe. You know, he wanted to play for one team. Uh, but I, hopefully that's not the case. He does have another year on the contract. 
Uh, and this team, man, you watch that defense play. Uh, you obviously know the weapons. He, Brees Hall coming back, looking amazing. Yeah. We know uh, who Garrett Wilson is on offense. But his defense this is Super Bowl-level defense. So I would hate to see him not go there and uh, actually have a chance to get out there and play with those guys. But it's yeah. tough, though. 39 oh, to yeah. rehab. Off you got of your whole Achilles, life, like, too. Like, he, he, you know, his off-seasons have been pretty well documented. You know, even you go back to the COVID year where he was getting yelled at for not using his plane as an exit vehicle for. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of Peru, yeah. He was getting yeah. attacked. Oh, this guy won't pay for everybody to hop on it. Like, all right. In okay. Venezuela. This dude has yeah, been literally every. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This guy left people yep. in Venezuela. There's 10 million people that need his help in Venezuela now. It's like, all right, dude. Yeah. Okay. He's got a 757. <laughs> yeah. What are we? Everything he does and has mm -hmm. done has been scrutinized. So if he also potentially thought this is a sign and I'll get away from maybe the public eye for a little mm -hmm. bit, cool. But don't you think he enjoyed that New York hospitality? Oh, yeah. And that run out, that place was going Ooh. bananas. Stephen A. Smith said this morning on First Take, it was an honor to be on there, by the way, mm -hmm. with Unc. That's the first time me and Unc have ever shared awesome. a uh, TV screen or a screen together at all. He is properly jocked. Ridiculous. Yeah. Probably jocked. Probably. But Stephen A. said maybe with everything he experienced at the Rangers, the Knicks, the Broadway, with how everybody's welcoming him with open arms and the pop that he got while he was jogging out, maybe that'll be enough for him to say, yeah. I want to come back. And then Stephen A. also said, New York is going to let Aaron know, we will wait for you, yeah. is what Stephen A. said New York's going to do. Will that be enough to drive him to want to go through a completely miserable rehab? Can't stress this enough. Rehab is the worst after a surgery. It just gets talked about. Like, oh, this guy tore his ACL. He's going to be out six to seven months. We'll get him back, though. He should be good. This guy, you don't talk about those six to seven months ever. It is terrible. It is no fun. You feel lonely. You're away from the team. You don't really get to do much. And every day, you're just trying to teach a part of your body how to do something that is so elementary, and it hurts every single day. And you're just living in, like, a goal. Like, I hope to one day be healthy again. I hope to one day come back. But there's some days in there where you're like, to hell with it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And that's where you need good trainers and good physical therapists, with Aaron certainly will. But do you think the New York pop was enough to also add into his competitive spirit to bring him back? Or what is your early takeaway here, Tushman? No, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think there's any way he's going out like that. Because you guys I ran him out of time. Well, I didn't run him out of town. You're an but, owner. Yeah, well, Part yeah, but, but I, was also, I was pounding the table saying, hey, let's keep this guy. But that's neither here nor there. And like like D-Butt said, I mean, it's almost shell-shocked like this morning waking up like there's no way he's going to be out for the season because part of it too is like even though he's not a Packer anymore, like you just love watching him play football. But I think a lot of people who are saying, hey, he's different, like you can feel – the difference in him, the energy, all that kind of stuff. And, and a lot of people just say that. But when we were out with him in Lake Tahoe this year, and granted, I don't claim to know him super well or anything like that, but, like, that was no bullshit. Like, that energy was very palpable. It's like, oh, okay, this this is a different guy than we've seen the last couple years in Green Bay. Like, it feels like he finally feels like he's home where he made, may have lost that in Green Bay over the last couple years. And it was like he was so looking forward to this season – best shape of his life like just everything about it like he he was just chomping at the bit you know to go back to training camp and get everything started and for for things to end that way I just don't there's no way with how competitive he is that he's going to call it quits after that I, I thought the most interesting thing was after he gets hit he gets up and he's just standing there and he's yeah. just kind of staring around and looking at the sideline and looking around like he I think he knew at that point and he was just was I don't know if he was he taking it all in or what he was doing 
or just thinking like, how can this happen to me right now before he sits down? And I think he realized right there, but do we know, like, I know you guys haven't torn your Achilles or whatever. Do you guys know from teammates or anything like that? Is it a a worse rehab than other injuries? Do we? I know it's. I know the time frame is a long one. I, know I just it's like, assume it sucks. Yeah, I just assume because you can't do anything. Like he was walking on it last night. Yeah, on that walking yeah. boot, and obviously we've seen others. Kobe goes out, right? Makes sure. the free throws, yeah, sure. goes ahead and leaves and gets it all done. But it's like very abnormal mm-hmm. to have any weight on yeah. a torn Achilles because who know you're. It's the thing that you know we all know what it is. I don't want to dive into it as I'm a scientist, but it's a pretty little important little yeah, part of the yeah, whole right thing. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. And his foot was still up. I right. Went, and I don't think he was ankle tape. I don't think he tapes his ankles. I, I don't think. So I, that's why I didn't think it was his Achilles, just because his no. foot was up. They had him walk. But the people on the internet, the experts, they knew immediately because the zoom in on the calf, mm-hmm. I guess that thing just ran up there. Yeah. So I wonder if there's different levels of severity of it. We'll ask Dr. David Chow in like 10 minutes or so. Joining us right now is our offensive lineman, host of In the Trenches. We'll be back tomorrow live in the Thunderdome, ladies and gentlemen. Super Bowl champion, coach, and 12-year, I think, NFL mm-hmm. center. Arms too short. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get drafted high. Ladies and gentlemen, AQ Shipley. AQ! And he's way too skinny right now. He would get ragdolled by all of us in this studio, but that is not what we are talking to him right now. Congrats to you and Ryan Bader, longest reigning champion yeah. in Bellator history. Unreal. Fight, Let's go, baby. You're in his fight camp every single day. I'm sure that is the reason why he's breaking all those records, and the shipyard looks really nice there. Let's dive into it. Hey, they're saying the cut. Jeez, you look terrible. This guy looks absolutely yeah, terrible. Yeah, you look absolutely or... terrible, pal. What's going on over there? It's not uh, over here. Yeah, I don't it's okay. Not over here. I think it's over there in the shipyard. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me fix something. Sound like Jerry right there. What is going on over here? Jerry, Jerry Jones. <laughs> Any better? Yeah, whatever. It, it, so, just bald white is what you look like right now with glasses, but let's dive into it. This guy used to be an offensive lineman. His body used to be that way. He's been on numerous offensive linemen, has won a Super Bowl, has been over in front of uh, Tom Brady, Andrew Luck, what? Carson Palmer, Michael Vick, Ben Roethlisberger, all, just to name a few here. Jeez. Knows the offensive line game pretty well. The conversation this morning coming out of The Athletic was that Aaron Rodgers hated the fact that the offensive tackles are doing cut blocks on these quick play games that they were trying to run. The first three plays, Aaron Rodgers' tenure with the New York Jets, that was pretty much happening. Aaron held onto the ball instead of getting rid of it. He's running for his life. On the play in which he got hurt, cut block, left tackle, he still hangs onto the ball. And then, boom, Leonard Floyd's in there scot-free. Why is this happening? Did Aaron say he didn't like it? And then the offensive line coach said, oh, sorry about it. He used to. This is going to be all year, literally the first three plays. And what does this normally mean for an offense, AQ? Yeah, I actually talked to some guys that played. Keith Carter is their offensive line coach with the New York Jets. I actually talked to some guys that played for him. I reached out. Once I saw he was the O-line coach, I, I talked to them. He was the coach at Tennessee, and I talked to some guys that played for him and said that he is pretty adamant on cutting on three-step drops, and both of those plays were three-step drops. Here's the issue, though. Listen, you guys are from Pittsburgh. Who, ext- who extended plays more than anybody? Ben Roethlisberger, right? Aaron Rodgers extends plays just about as much. If I'm an offensive line coach, I'm telling my guys, hey, listen, let's jump set, let's short set, let's do all this stuff. We cannot cut because if he doesn't like the first option, he might pull it down, extend the play, do whatever he needs to do. And that is, I don't think, what he did. I think he was pretty adamant on getting these 
cut blocks on three-step drops, and then when Aaron pulls it down to extend, that rusher gets back up, he's in his face, and now we got issues. It's interesting because the Athletics reporting this, not us. We are not reporting this. We have not talked to Aaron about whether or not he wanted the cut blocks in for the three-step drop plays. They're saying that he was not happy about it. If that was the case, that would be the first thing we have heard about behind the scenes where Aaron said, hey, we're doing this, and they didn't do it. Yeah. Yep. Is it, it would just be it would be a difference of opinion from the offense. Like, would that be uh, – how would that normally go if a quarterback didn't like something that the offensive line was doing? Yeah, he's probably going to sit there and say, listen, guys, like, I may pull this down. I may extend this play. I don't love the fact that we're cutting O-line coaches saying, hey, listen, ball should be out on three-step drop. Typical play call in the NFL is, you know, a number, and then you might attach uh, some type of hundred to the end of it, which tells you it's quick game, or you might even add cut to it. It might be two, three jet cut as the protection, or it might be, 200 jet, 300 jet, 600, 700, whatever it is, anything with 100 attached to it or cut attached to it tells the offensive lineman, hey, this ball's coming out quick. You have the opportunity to cut if you want. And, huh. you know, the coaches are probably teaching that. That's the, that's the way that this has been installed, right? And then Aaron may have seen this and been like, hey, listen, I don't love the fact that, you know, this – this guy's cutting over here because I may pull this down, not like the initial first option and go from there. And so from that standpoint, you know, there may have been a difference of opinion, but at the end of the day, it was installed a certain way and guys may have taken the install and, and, and put it to the game. Interesting. All right. We appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl champion offensive line. Thank you. Sure. Thank, Thank you. you. That guy has been over in front of a lot of great football players. Yeah, oh, yeah. Number one overall oh. picks. Has played alongside the most in the history of the NFL. Yeah. He's He's been the center for the most number one overall picks in the history of the NFL, that guy. Unbelievable. They just love this Yinzer. Yep. I'm not going to say, I can't say. I guess the F word did slide through early. Did it oh. really? Yeah, snuck one past the goalie. Hey, Dick, good. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha, Dick. Yep. That's the guy who's doing the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the bleeping. Yep. He's a good guy. I can't wait to meet him, but we did get him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how much that's going to be worth. Excited to find out. But <laughs> with what he just said there, that would be the first thing really behind closed doors that would make us go, oh, the Jets did do the Jets thing here. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that is the exact reason why that injury ended up happening, but it certainly happened on the first couple plays, mm-hmm. and Aaron was running for his life. And with what their reporting is true, boy, I'm excited to hear the fallout of this entire thing. I'm sure it'll be very quiet if something that Aaron wanted to do wasn't done, and now Aaron's out on the fourth play of the game. That'll get very loud, I think, especially with the New York media. Yeah, that's brutal, especially when you think about when we were talking about Rodgers going you know, to New York. It was similar to Brady in Tampa and Bain in Denver, and the keys were handed over to those guys. Like That was completely their offense. I don't think they did anything that those two didn't want to do, and so hearing that the cup blocks was something Rodgers didn't want, I hate to be that guy. Whoa! But we went back and we did watch – the play multiple times from a very zoomed out view. And when you do look at it, Garrett Wilson is wide open right away on the left side of the field. Now that doesn't mean there wasn't other people or there wasn't, you know, something that maybe Rogers didn't see. And that is why it happened. But I assume now that it's Zach Wilson, there probably isn't any sort of input from anyone. Now it's just, hey, this is what we're doing, and if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how loud it gets with the whole cup lock thing with uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. and also if that's true or not. We have no idea if that's mm-hmm. true. We understand. I think it's Rossini. That was, yeah, I Rossini. Think, I think it was Diana Rossini who's very plugged in with the Jets organization uh-huh. and a senior NFL insider who went to the Athletic, which 
That was a shame. Yeah, it really was. It was like, literally, yeah. we we go, we signed ESPN. Yeah, one of the first days that we have access to any ESPN <laughs> talent, we're like, can we get uh, Diana Rossini on, please? She comes on the show. Thought it was great. Great, great interview. Here we go. Because there was a couple times during COVID where Diana Rossini carried yeah. us for a couple months with mm-hmm. all her news. Yeah. that she was breaking. We were pumped to be teammates with her, and then all of a sudden, boom, goes the athletic. Yeah. It's See like, ya. well. Congrats to the Athletic on getting an absolute dog in the insider game. But that feels like that's probably real. And then I don't want to go to the other side of the coin yet because we got Dr. David Chow. But, like, Josh Allen last night. Oh, my God. What do we – what's – you know? Like, what happened with – what's going on with Josh Allen? He was on the show. He looked good, sounded good. Said the boys were tense. The team was there. He ends up with three picks of the same guy. Mr. Whitehead ends up hitting a season-long escalator in his contract. (laughs) You get three picks this season, we'll give you an extra $250,000. He said, we got Josh Allen week one. I'm going to get them all right here. Now, the one was an arm punt. Right. Uh-huh. That shouldn't even count. That is actually an incredible play. Mm. What? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Third yeah. eight. Yeah, I guess. And also, Dawson Knox to the left oh, was yeah. seemingly yeah. open if you really wanted to drop it off. But he ends up pinning him at, like, the four-yard line or whatever with that thing. Obviously, because the guy gets tackled as soon as he catches it. Is the punter able to do that? We don't know. You know, we're not... He could have ran. Yeah. He got his one-on-one open one field. On one. Josh Allen. I, I don't want to see him open field. He ends up in the top five. It backed up inside the 10. It's a really good punt. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was an absolutely incredible punt. But there was a couple other picks where Whitehead jumped it, caught it, yeah. and Josh Allen made a bad decision. Should we work? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, right? These are the two guys that we talk about yes. alongside Patrick Mahomes in the yeah. AFC. Both have very rocky, tough starts. We assume they'll figure it out because we think they're incredible football players. But Josh Allen has a lot of these moments taking place over the last couple of years. I think since 2018, he obviously has the most turnovers yeah. in the NFL. His first year was not great. He has how many fumbles since 2018? It's 51 fumbles since 2018, what? only 21 lost. That's, I'm saying, like, Josh Allen is Jeez. the prototype. Everybody's looking for Josh Allen. And last night, it seemed to have three of the plays that end up showing up sporadically through the last couple of years. Let's assume he'll write that ship, and so will Joe Burrow. But at the top of the AFC right now, there's some real question marks at the quarterback position. Like, last year, I kind of wrote it off. I was like, maybe, you know, is this a last year thing? But then he comes out and does it again, as far as the turnovers are concerned. And, like, especially when you have a lead, he had a lead for all of those. Like, and you're, and Aaron Rodgers is out, and you're going against Zach Wilson. So it's kind of like, hey, you don't, you probably don't have to force these things against yeah. a great defense. Maybe let's play. He just doesn't – I don't think he has it in his DNA to play any, any way other than what he does. Joining us right now is uh, one of the experts on X last night that relayed the news of the reverberation mm-hmm. of the calf and basically was the one getting quoted by everybody that was saying internet – Doctors are telling us that this is a torn Achilles. He's the founder of the Sports Injury Central Injury Analysis, SICscore.com. He's a former NFL team doctor, head doctor for 17 years plus. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. David Chow. Doctor, we appreciate you making time for us today. Obviously, everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers and his Achilles. You were on it very early from the replay. You actually texted me and said, hey, sorry, bud. That's uh, You were very adamant that it was an Achilles. Now, let's go through this entire thing. How long is the rehab process for this? And how is it compared to like an ACL rehab? Is it just as painful, just as miserable? And what are your thoughts on the outcome normally for a 39-year-old male? 
Well, it's going to be, he's all but done. A lottery chance of playing again, late, late playoffs or in season. He's done for the season. Okay. He's done for the season. And look, I heard you earlier, Pat, saying that you don't see him calling it quits after this. And I would agree. Competitors like this don't want to call it quits on this. That's why he stood up after the sack. He was more mad about it. But then when he tried to take a step, said it's not working and I'm sitting down. Medically, I'm confident in his recovery, even though he's 39 and he'll be 40. How does it compare to an ACL? In some ways, it's harder because it takes longer, but in some ways, it's more guaranteed. I'm confident that he can indeed come back. I get he's 40, but even if Aaron Rodgers come back, comes back and he's a little tiny bit less mobile, look, he's still Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers coming off an Achilles, I guarantee you, is more mobile than Tom Brady at 45. <laughs> more mobile than your guy, Peyton Manning. More mobile than my guy, Phillip Rivers, at the age of 25. So I have high optimism because of the mental side, but also the medical side, that he will come back next year. I love the punditry there from the doctor. Obviously, I appreciate that. I agree, too. He's more mobile than both of us, too, right now, currently, and also after his Achilles rehab and recovery. So your big thing was, hey, the reverberation of the Achilles up in the calf was very obvious. Is there levels to this? How come his foot was still kind of sitting up? Because normally the Achilles, it like flops, right? His foot was up. And why did they have him walking on it? I thought that was like the last thing that kind of happens. Well, first of all, you know, I don't call it reverberation. I call it recoil. And it's not just the recoil. It's the position of the foot. And it's the fact that Leonard Floyd is on his back, right? And he's trying to escape. And he knows, and you've talked about it on Twitter, athletes know their bodies. He knew something was bad, but of course he popped up because he's Aaron Rodgers. Oh. There's the, the recoil. Oh. Basically, the tendon snaps, and it's like a spring, right? And it, and it comes up. That's how we knew basically for sure. But it's just video, and I was hoping against hope that he'd be okay. But yes, you can stand on it. And he got up defiantly, stood up, and then went, yeah, this is not happening. I better sit myself down. And you're right. He knew it. Why did they get x-rays you were talking about on Twitter? We know it's not a bony injury. The Jets have a good medical staff. But in medicine, you check every box. What if it's an avulsion-type Achilles? You just want to check every box and do this. The boot makes sense. And yes, walking on it doesn't change anything. You know, they reported his ankle, but the ankle is near the Achilles. That's within norm and legal. Lord. J.K. Dobbins was reported his ankle before his Achilles. He too walked off the field with a little bit of help. Now his gait obviously was altered, but to me, unfortunately, it was very clear. Otherwise, I would stick my neck out that and get get hammered by it. But, you know, as you know, Pat, I studied video for 17 years when I was with the Chargers, when I saw players on the field, on the sideline, in the locker room the next day after an MRI. Uh, I knew, and then we looked at film to see how we got there. Now, I don't know. I'm just looking at film. And so it's injury analysis, just like you could look at a kicker or punter's motion and know exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. And Sam Martin's put last punt and then that tackle. Oh, man. Yeah. Sam. Sam, Sam, can't have it. You hear me, Sam? Just fall. Just fall. You cannot be doing, you cannot, that can't happen on national TV, Sam. Oh. Sam's a great punter. Yeah. Great punter. Been around the league a long time. So you say that I can notice something. Sam, we can't have it. You hear me? Sam, run a lap. Ten of them. Hit the stairs. Can't have this on film, on tape. For all of us, Sam. For, I mean, the guy made a good cut, too. I he mean, did make so a good cut. So explosive. Yeah. He tried yeah. to do his thing. Still. But you're right. I did. As soon as he punted it, too, by the way, not a great ball. I appreciate you breaking it down. Now, 17 years, NFL head doctor. When's the surgery happening? Soon, right? 
immediate? Is that is that how there, it is? There's no urgency that it has to happen today. It's not an emergency. Uh, who knows? Maybe he's going to get a second opinion and hope against hope. But there's no urgency to do it, whether it's today, tomorrow, next week. I don't think there's any big urgency to do it. And then, believe it or not, he'll actually be on crutches afterwards. Reliable recovery, though. So uh, that's what we're holding hope on. And the other issue I'll address is a lot of players talking about Bakhtiari, about the turf, right? Look, I am the first one to say I think grass overall is safer than turf. Admittedly, there's different types of grass, different types of turf. But I don't think the turf was the number one determinant here. It would have happened on grass, too. The number one determinant was Leonard Floyd on his back. The number two determinant was the previous calf strain uh, and perhaps the age of 39. Number three or four was the type of field turf. It could be a contributing factor, but I don't think it was the number one factor. Look, J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles on grass. Jack, uh, Jack Conklin tore his ACL on grass all in week one. So it can happen other ways. I did see Bakhtiari come back, though, and say, hey, there's only one that is controllable, though, and it's grass. Let's get grass. I would assume that you, you've you said in your answer. I'm for grass. Yeah, okay, good. I'm for grass. Yeah, I, super I grass. For grass. I'm just not trying to blame the grass or the turf as the only reason is all I'm saying. Yeah, you were I trying to dive grass. a little deeper. You are like, hey, listen, I understand that it's certainly a part of this whole thing, but there was a lot of other factors that got us to this point. Um, is there something just as a 36-year-old and an out-of-shape Actually, I'm in the greatest shape I've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still heavy. I'm like the heaviest I've been right now. I'm like 255, 260 right now. But I'm moving. I've always just assumed that the Achilles was going to go. Like, is there training for your Achilles as a human out there? Or is that thing, like you said, the calf strain? I had no idea. So there is a way to make your Achilles stronger? Because I thought it was just one of those things where if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Is that not accurate? Well, you know, a little bit of both. You can try and train it some, but in certain circumstances, it's going to just happen, you know, with the player on the back, what we call eccentric load. But here's a fun fact. No matter my Achilles versus a defensive lineman or offensive lineman Achilles is not that markedly different in width, breadth, et cetera. You know, oh, as players get bigger, faster, stronger, your Achilles and just like your ACL, doesn't get proportionally bigger, thicker, stronger per se. And so it's, you know, uh, driving an Indy car on a, on a regular car suspension, right? And uh, it gets, uh, puts a lot more stress on it. So some of it has to do with players and their training and how big and strong they are now. Well, why don't you guys figure that out? Well, you know what you guys are supposed to do? You smart people. Aren't you guys supposed to figure out yeah. how we can make these regular car suspension with an Indy car on top of exactly. it mold a little bit better? Why don't you guys figure that out, Doc? Can we get that figured out? We'll work on it. We'll talk to the man upstairs. <laughs> well, that's what I just asked, actually, yeah. in the middle of that. How, how come God yeah. <laughs> just kind of mailed it in on uh, just kind of mailed it in on the Achilles, which seems to be pretty a pretty important yeah. part Huge. of the entire thing, Doc? Yeah, no, no, no question. And this is where you see the dreaded A's, Achilles and, and ACLs, right? Oh, and, the, and you know, you, you don't you don't want it. But I appreciate your comments as punter. I, I you know, look, I've seen you across the field. I've always said there are 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 kickers that happen to play football, and there are football players that happen to kick a football. You're a football player that happened to kick a ball, and uh, mad respect for you for that. Hey, you're a football hey, player that just so happened to have a big brain. We appreciate yeah. the hell out of you, Dr. <laughs> David Chow. You're the man. Yeah, hey, Doc. Mad respect for Doc. Yeah, I mean, a lot of schooling. Obviously. Yeah, he's, got, school. he's good on the internet. He uh -huh. is. He's great internet, and he's a part that is not easy, right? Like, 
medical stuff, not easy, especially if you're not in the building because everybody's lying yeah. yes. <laughs> about what is happening with what's going on. That's the difference. Like, um, there was a time not too long ago where team doctors were getting, like, attacked and team medicines were getting attacked. And there are certainly some places around the NFL where those people are not good at their jobs and are only there because the right people they know and they're not talented. I do not think that is the majority at all. I think that is the small minority in the NFL. I think a majority of places have good medicine departments and trainers and everything like that. But in the NFL and in professional sports, it's not like you go to your doctor. When you're going to your doctor, there's a problem and you were trying to get that thing fixed. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, hey, I hurt right here. What is wrong? Uh, you tell, you're the doctor. Yeah. You tell me why this is happening. Oh, I feel like I got this burn on my leg. Okay, you're pointing out exactly what it is, how it happened. In professional sports, everybody's lying, okay? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Do you have a headache? Uh, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Did you, it looks like you got... Dinged or dazer. No, no, nope. it was actually my shoulder. My shoulder actually went in there. Thank hey, you. you're limping. Are you okay? Nah, just a little tightness or whatever. Are you sure? Because everybody's trying to keep their job. Yeah. You can't join the club in, in the, the tub. tub. Yep. So people lie to stay out of the tub at all times. So doctors are trying their absolute best to figure it out. That's why Dr. David Chow being able to kind of see through Two layers of lying. Not only the players lying to the doctors, mm -hmm. but then the team's trying to lie to us, too, most times, about what's going on. Him being able to serve through it is an incredible thing. He's a great addition to the internet, oh, yeah. and I do appreciate him. He, As soon as I put that uh, tweet, because he was basically the person I was putting that tweet out to. <laughs> yeah, sure. Doc. Like, hey, listen, somebody answer this question. He would know if it was an Achilles. Why are they even sending him in yeah. for an x-ray? Why do they have him walking on this thing? Why they say it was an ankle if it's not an ankle? Too. A couple people on the internet were like, they're trying to distract, they're trying to distract. It's like, maybe, but also having him go get an x-ray to distract the world so they don't know that he has an Achilles seems a bit far-fetched. Yeah, a little bit. But that could be it with their PR guy. I mean, he could be trying to run a game of chess out there so nobody knows it. So I, I sent that tweet out, and he texted me within like two minutes. Two minutes. He was like, buddy, that thing's gone. Got bad news. And I'm like, damn, Aaron had no... No, right. He was, not, he was just standing there. Is it not painful? We should have asked Dr. David Chow. Is it painful? I don't know if it... Well, like we it. talked to O.J. Howard that one time after he tore his Achilles, and he said he just felt a pop but didn't think it was anything serious because he wasn't feeling any pain at all. His yeah. just leg felt weird. Not that he was actually... What did he say? He felt like I got kicked yeah. by a horse. Yeah, he got kicked in the leg. Yeah, so they say you know it immediately. That's why, like, the whole song and dance about the x-ray and everything just didn't make sense to me, and I was holding off hope. Turns out that hope is gone. Brutal. Speaking of hope... Do we have hope in the Buffalo Bills? We talked about it a little bit there with Josh Allen. Obviously, we assume their culture is going to shine through, but that's a game that you should have won there. Yeah. That's a game that you should be 1-0, get started on the right foot. Are we going to get home field advantage this year in the AFC? And I know there's a lot of games left, but Buffalo Bills fans have to be watching that game last night thinking maybe, maybe the non-hype about our team is accurate. Why was that the way the Bills played last night? I think we're all very shocked by that. Well, we kind of tone mentioned it a little bit with like, Josh Allen might just not have that in his DNA where like he wants he always wants the big play. He's always gonna push the ball down the field. And I'm not comparing the two guys, but this is what we always talked about with Carson Wentz. It's like, hey, at a certain point, like you you have to change what's in your DNA. You can't he leads the NFL in turnovers over the last three years. He's getting paid all this money. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Like, you just can't be doing this kind of stuff, especially when you're in a division that's gonna be like you, you need all these games. And then the fumble late too, where it's yeah. like that game's over. All they they, they don't even necessarily yeah. need to score. You just need to move the ball a little bit down the field and then potentially pin them. 
Like, you fumble, and then boom, you know, Zach Wilson, who hasn't done anything all night, now he's got a short field, and all they need to do is convert a field goal. So I think he just needs to, like, he needs to rein it in. You don't need to throw an 80-yard touchdown on every single play. The arm punt ball, Yeah, yeah. I think, like, he's one of the only humans that can throw that ball. Yeah. Sure. You know, so, like, whenever he's running to his left and he sees an opportunity to do something that he knows he's – I mean, he's on the 28th. Yeah, humming. Yeah, that's that a hum. oh, it's a seventy-yard ball. Unreal. <laughs> Cross his body back over to the other hash. Like that's an absurd throw to not only try to make, but to be able to make. Like yeah. he's able to make that throw. Not a lot of people can. And we've all heard the Dan Orlovsky story in film with Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. And they're watching a play, and Dan Orlovsky's backing up Matt Stafford, and he says like, "Hey, why'd you choose to throw the ball there?" And Matthew Stafford, with the laser pointer, goes, "You see that throw right there to the checkdown." of the seam yeah you can make that throw Dan that's a throw anybody can make this one over here though you can't make that throw right no okay that's what I thought that's why yeah I can I can (laughs) make that throw that's a fun throw to be able to make it's like Josh Allen has those moments in the game where it's like oh I can I can put this thing 74 yards right now right into the bucket and we're talking about a highlight forever and this defense can't expect me to throw this ball that far away and then it it feels like more often than not the defense does expect <laughs> they, are, oh, yeah. they, that, they are waiting on it that, that's a fine line uh you know great and super talented players gotta walk you know you gotta see the big picture all right sometimes just take what's what's there take what's given to you and like you said there's been a story for him and he you know credit he owned it after the game he was just like you know what it's the, it's the same same thing uh, different different season, basically, because the same thing happened last year when they played the Jets. And that's the only thing you can point at with Josh Allen and say, hey, that's the one thing he's got to fix, and that's between the ears. He has all the physical tools. If you create a player on Madden at quarterback, sure. it would be Josh Allen. You know, 6'4", 6'5", 240, um, can run the ball, can throw it uh, 75 yards down the field, but you just got to be able to rein it in, see the big picture. And especially when you have a de- – you know, I don't think their defense is as good as the Jets, but you have a good defense. And I think the Jets – Played a role in this too. Yeah. It wasn't like he was playing. This is this is one of the best, probably top two, three defense in the league. Wow. So um, you can see even the game plan coming out. It was a bunch of dink and dunk passes. He was trying to get the ball out quick. You know that D line is uh is strong, but uh it, you, you got to be able to rein it in and just see the big picture. If you I, Josh Allen. And every time we talk to Josh, one of those types of questions gets brought up. <laughs> you know, like, hey, how do we feel about that? And he says, I got to be smarter with the ball. Ken Dorsey tells me that whole thing. He gives the song and dance and the answer. But sometimes, you know, if it quacks. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes it is. Right. That is just what Josh Allen is. There's going to be an upside that nobody else can do that Josh Allen can do. But sometimes there's going to be a moment in a game where the little 16 year old Josh Allen inside of his brain sees something and it's like, oh, this is this would be awesome. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the ball's going back the other way and there's a billion dollar franchise going. Whoa, whoa, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We can't have that. Then. Josh Allen gets a chance in two minute drill to yep. get down in the field goal yep. range, and he ducks. Yep. Exactly. It's like that's the when you talk about a balance, it's like gift and a curse having the ability that he has. But damn, I would love to have Josh Allen as my quarterback. Yeah. I would love to have Joe Burrow as my quarterback. Mm-hmm. Both of them did not start great this season. Is there a changing of the guard at the top of the AFC? More specifically, the AFC East, the Miami Dolphins Woo. that had no conversation about them on the AFC East run side of the ball in the offseason. Only the fact that Tua took jiu-jitsu, he mm-hmm. knows how to roll. Yep. McDaniel's still cool, it seems like. Well, Tyreek Hill smacked the hell out of that guy. Yes, he uh-huh. did. And that guy shouldn't have done that. That's no, the marina. That guy, I don't know what he did. I don't. I didn't look into it all. 
Don't know what you're talking about. But know that I'm on Cheetah's side. That's right. He deserved that bop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very dumb decision. Can't do it. You're Tyreek Hill. Probably boozed up. Just got mm. off the boat. Maybe seasick. Yeah. But that was basically the storylines of the offseason. It was not about how good their team was last year when Tua was playing. It was not about how electrifying their offense is, how many weapons they have. And on defense side of the ball, they bring in Vic Fangio. Now, wasn't able to get as many stops on Herbert as you would hope, but whenever they needed it, they were able to dial it up and get a big-time win. The Miami Dolphins are now in prime position to take the crown of the AFC East. And here we are one weekend when we never chatted about it in the offseason. That's on us more specifically. I think it's on you. No. Because you as a no, Patriot no, no, fan no, no, no. Yeah. has basically no. said, uh, Miami, we're worried about That's the Bills. The, no. We're worried about the Jets. We ain't worried about the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins have a good record against us, but they'll inevitably mess it up. I feel like that is your fault right there. Absolutely not. I actually mentioned this yesterday with Stephen A. Like, hey, the Dolphins are here. They have been here. It just strictly is on Tua. And if you go back to the first four weeks of last season, this is exactly what Tua did. Actually, Tua was down 28-10 against the Baltimore Ravens. Then he came all the way back through for 400. I believe Waddle had two touchdowns and Tyreek had two touchdowns. So the Dolphins have always been there. And the thing with the Bills is, I, I mean, you can't be out on the Bills. The Bills – and Josh Allen, they play down sometimes. They lost to Urban Meyer and the Jacks. Like that, that, that's what happens sometimes to the Bills. And I think when Rodgers goes out, Josh kind of flips the, the mindset like, oh, okay, we're going to win this game. I can throw three picks. It doesn't matter. I can just do whatever. And that's why in the two-minute drill, when it matters, he's unbelievable. But still, the Dolphins right now absolutely are the team to beat in the AFC East because they do have a good defense. And granted, Herbert is unbelievable. And the Chargers, In theory, they have a good defense. In theory, they have a good in defense. In theory, they have a good defense. Yeah. And losing Chargers are good offense. Yeah, very yeah, good, very good. And, but and, NFL, a lot of good offense. Yeah, and Miami's already down, you know, a starting corner in Jalen Ramsey. So yep. imagine when he comes back, how much better they'll be. But yeah, there's no doubt about it. You got to be worried about the Dolphins. You still have to be worried about the Bills because although that stinks, they you know lost that game. They lost to the Jets last year in New York, and I believe they almost lost to them at home or did lose to them at home. So it, it, for me, it's still the Bills. But yeah, if you're not taking the Dolphins seriously, then you're just not watching the game. In his defense, which I th- I'm starting to think this is the right way to go in the preseason everything was negative for the Dolphins in the preseason they had Ramsey they had Armstead the offense didn't look great in practice at all or anything like that and then they come out and do this I think it's great to be negative in the preseason and then you're going to come out and play great yeah Steelers were great weren't they yeah, yeah right. well and the Bills the Bills also were great too right yeah the Bills uh no no they played Boop. Bills played terrible oh, so they're bad Boop against yeah they're 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 bad. They bad the first week they were terrible I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. against the no Colts, was they it? won, then they lost yeah, the Steelers, beat, yeah. but that was starters. Starters with Steelers. Yeah, and they looked bad yep. there. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, yep. who had a great preseason. Unbelievable. Oh, Historic. my God. The best preseason. The it, Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. kings of the AFC North. Yeah. Draft to training camp. Only quarterback yeah. that is on a rookie contract mm-hmm. in the AFC North yep. going to be the king of the AFC North. Uh-huh. Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. Ever. Mike Tomlin has been able to win with whatever the roster is. Now they got a young quarterback who's cheap compared to all other quarterbacks and has figured it out. An offensive coordinator who had one year of having his one arm tied behind his back because he had a rookie quarterback. He wasn't able to unleash an incredible offense. So all they look Although they looked stale and boring and inept last year on the offensive side of the ball in Pittsburgh, this year it's completely different. Yeah. You got Warren running bananas in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris still big, right? Doesn't seem like he can get by anybody, but he'll be able to do some stuff, especially on short yardage. Pickens the picket. Ooh. Oh! You remember him on draft day? 
Yeah. Oh. You remember what he did then? From then until yeah. now, you know what he's done? Highest QBR with a quarterback in the entire NFL last year, Pickett and Pickens. 97.8 or something. Is that good? I don't know. They got Deontay Johnson. What? Obviously, TJ Watts back nice. healthy. He's going to get three sacks in the first game. Yeah. You guys stink. Ooh. You were great in the preseason. Great. Everything we just said was being like great. lauded onto the Pittsburgh Steelers. We were so pumped because obviously we have great connections with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Most of us are from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh-huh. We have friends on the team. Yeah. We have connections to the stadium if we ever want to go to a game as opposed to some teams that hate us and we don't have any. It was great times. And then the Niners just say, yeah. ah, yeah. ah, yeah. ah. Yeah. Purdy says, hey, excuse me. Bend over. Ah, ah, in your house. Yeah. But then last night I saw a video. Yeah, you did. On X. I did too. It was Kenny Pickett getting slammed to the ground. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying, you know why Kenny Pickett was missing wide open balls, which he wasn't doing in preseason. You know why this offense looked nothing like we had seen Ooh. in preseason? It's because his head hit off the turf in Akersher and he got a concussion early. Now there was no unk uh, that labeled it as a concussion. He finished the game, did not play good. But the internet believes this is the case. Yeah. Tone, would this make sense if it was the case? And what do you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how they're going to bounce back and maybe not stink it would, all year. It would make sense uh, based on some throws that were missed that, Kenny, I've, I've never seen miss, um, but I did reach out to some sources in the building. Uh, he did not have a concussion. Uh, so I can clear that up for the internet. Well, thank you. Okay. No, okay. No and also, congratulations, Kenny Pickett's brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Because cool. I, as I watched that video last night, I was like, Mm. Yeah, does seem he's had, he's he's had a few. Slammed. He missed games last year with it, so I was I was happy to hear that that wasn't the case because his health is first and foremost. And those people wouldn't lie. No, no they would never. Of course not. Well, not to me. You're saying that. Not, not to this idiot. Not to you or that cowboy. Yeah. No. Teams don't lie. Um, but we did. Re- we would like to say we are journalists. We did reach out to yes. people that would know. Had to. And we were told by numerous people. I think. Yep. Although that play we saw it could have been was not. Yeah, was not. But I saw a stat on the internet last night. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the only NFL team that hasn't recorded a 400-yard game on offense since the start of the 2021 season. Every other team has done it at least three times. Nine teams have done it 10-plus times. Matt Canada became the OC in 2021. You know, it's not a glorying, uh, sorry, a glorifying yep. stat for Matt Canada. Nope. Or glorying. It's not one of those yeah, either. No, well said. Uh, That's a cool word. Honest, I am so sick of Thank the lack you. of glory. Just, yeah. saying, just glory saying that guy's guy name gets more. me flustered. Um, but it turns out, you know, when the defenses aren't just running vanilla, cover two, cover three, man in the preseason – you know, maybe his his offense does stink again, and and that's who I'm going to point it at because I don't like pointing it at the players. Uh, I'm going to put what? I mean, boy, oh boy, is Matt Cannon to throw in the ball too? Because it's not like every single ball was hitting everybody in the hands. Whoa! Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of highlights on Twitter, and that wasn't the only one of Kenny getting slammed. Sure, down. I said that. I I said that. I said Cam that. Hayward also will be. Yep. Uh, uh, having uh, groin surgery. He'll be out for eight weeks. Good. He's obviously one of the staples of the defensive line. Uh, he is a captain of the team. Yep. His head is the size of this desk. Yep. Yep. So Accurate. you lose that on a defense, there's going to be problems. Yeah. He's a leader. Let's assume TJ Watt yeah. will still be able to get it done. Deontay's probably going to miss some time, which is which is not good either for the offense that struggles. Oh, my Jeez. God. I wouldn't Yikes. say things are super optimistic, but that's right where we want to be. Okay. We were <laughs> optimistic and stunk. 
Let's bring on the pessimism and let's bring on some W. Speaking yeah. of a team that stunk, uh, the New York football giants were discussed by the man who had his way with the New York football giants on Sunday night football. Micah Parsons has a podcast on Bleacher Report. We will assume it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, We will assume it's going to be good throughout the entire season. There's some players that do podcasts and they're crop. Total. Absolute, Absolute crop. crop. They don't say anything. No job. It's they're literally stealing money from whoever is giving them money to do the podcast. So for that, we applaud them. Yeah, yeah. That good hustle. Yep. Way to go. Good racket. Way to do it. But also, your show stinks. Let's maybe do some stuff. If you're going to do a show, let's do it. Michael Parsons is going to be entertaining. Yeah. I also like the thought of him doing this because his name will get out there even more. And the NFL needs this guy's name out there more. He's going to be one of the greatest football players of all time. Whenever it's said and done, fact cemented. How high? as he climbed the ranks we shall see over the next few years already being in discussions of being top five defensive player ever yeah. in the history of football he is a Dallas Cowboy so that's going to happen but in his first episode that we're seeing Micah Parsons chit-chatted about the New York football Giants decision to keep Daniel Jones on the football field I loved hearing this and this is players looking out for players it's called protecting your guy you know something I thought the Giants should have done I don't think Daniel Jones should have been in that game in the fourth quarter I thought they should have protected him and pulled him out. And barring injury, their season will be over without Daniel Jones. The Bengals did the smart decision by pulling Joe Burrow, saying, hey, we're going to submit, we're going to take our loss, and we're going to move on the next week and get better. That's the best thing you can do. I do not agree with Daniel Jones staying out there into that last drive. That was, I thought that was wrong. I thought it was deceiving. That's your franchise quarterback, and he's out there with the backup offensive line still getting sacked and hit. I, I just didn't understand. Maybe it was a, you know, prove-it moment by the Giants. I have no idea. A learning lesson. Who knows? But I thought Daniel Jones should have got pulled out. So it technically is not benching. I love that. I love that Micah Parsons was like, I was lining up, and I see this guy's <laughs> yeah. there. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Come on. I'm looking over a table like, Bob. All right. It's 40 nothing. Why, what are you going to try to get this guy killed? I got to do what I got to do. I appreciate that Micah yep. Parsons looking out for in-division rival and also that he's projecting it and speaking it because I think players have a lot more respect for other players than people think because fandoms get caught up in rivalries and everything like that. I love that from Mike. And I think Daniel Jones is probably like, thank God. <laughs> I was thinking the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I love it from him too. You saw this with uh, Trevor Lawrence talking to uh, Richardson after the game. Like, hey, take care of yourself, buddy. Like you said, it's a fraternity amongst the players. You wouldn't expect this from a, a pass rusher to be speaking like this for a quarterback. But I think anybody watching that game yeah. is like, what the hell? Oh, is yeah. I mean, obviously he's not playing great, but hey, this is your quarterback. You just paid $40 million a year. We've been beating his ass from the blow, from the starting whistle to the finish. Get this guy out of here. Protect Why him. Why the hell? What, what can he <laughs> do in this fourth quarter? The yeah. tackle yeah. Was, uh, was hurt already. Left the tackle. Bengals did it with uh, Burrow. They were like, hey, we got that guy <laughs> crossing up our, our center. We don't need Joe to be in. I watched that video probably 30 times. So cool. Just not a preseason game. Mm-mm. That's an actual football game yep. happening. And he's just in a, so relaxed. Just I and I think honestly he had a two way go there. He did. <laughs> just did. depending upon when that ball was coming out for Teddy, and boom, pow, mm-hmm. I'm out of here. What a dog, bro. The Joe Burrow, Josh Allen story here is one I'm excited to watch unfold. Oh yeah. Because you talk about how the cream always rises to the top. Water finds its level. What we've seen from Joe and what we've seen from Josh over the last few years lead us all to believe that they're going to go on to be great. But I'm sure there's some stats somewhere 
that could get used right here that would say, one of these guys is going to fall off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No way Joe or Josh fall off, right? What we saw in the week one out of both of them is an anomaly for this season. We're assuming they're both just going to bounce back and be incredible at the top of the AFC again? Absolutely. Okay, especially, yeah. especially Burrow. We've seen Josh. This, this is kind of who Josh Allen has been. His highs are high, obviously, but then he's going to make those plays. you know. And uh, So he has to eliminate that. So I think, but once again, once it comes down to playoff time, He'll probably be in contention for an AFC championship game, but then obviously he's going to have to take that next step to get this team over the hump. And division opponents. Like, we have to factor that in, too. Like, the Bengals are playing the Browns and the Bills are playing the Jets. Division opponents just play each other harder. I believe Lombardi said, actually, even before that Bengals game, hey, the Browns give the Bengals a lot of trouble. But you should probably throw Lamar in there, too, because it's not like Lamar had an unbelievable. Well, they won. They did win. They uh, sloppy condition. Hurts very sloppy. Yeah, and it was a tough team. They were Hurt, playing against that Tamika yeah. Ryans. Yeah. Yep. Hurts had a bad game. He got outgained by. You look at all the new money boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hurts, Lamar. Burrow, Herbert. Yep. I mean, Lamar gets a win. Jalen gets a win. Yeah. But none of them put out their best performances, which is good news. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they're only going to get better. Only That's up right. from here. Football! Happened last night. The NFL wrapped up its week one slate with the Bills traveling to the Jets and losing in overtime on a walk-off punt return, which is not good for punters, but it was great for that game because, to be honest with you, it was tough to watch for a large portion of it because we were all in shock of what took place on the fourth play uh, for the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles and being out for the rest of the season. Now, the Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer. Damn. Cowboys Town Diggs is here. Nine-year NFL vet looking super cool. Has a polo that zippers. Yeah. What? Yeah, really, awesome. really cool. Hey, you notice that? Played every position in the secondary. That would be uh, nickel. What? Corner. What? Safety. What? Was drafted in the second round of the Patriots. Played for the Panthers and Colts as well, where I met him. Ladies and gentlemen, the best athlete I've ever seen, Darius Butler. Yeah. Can't kick or hold, though. So. <laughs> oh, I hold. I hold. I hold for Vinny. Yeah, but it was terrible. Remember? It happened, and it didn't happen ever again. Oh, yeah. I got the pictures. Loser. <laughs> I, my grandkids won't know the difference. <laughs> I, uh, Go for the GOAT. I was one that offered up D-Butt, actually. Really? So, like, uh, for instance, if something happened to Vinny, like, I would be the kicker. Mm -hmm. Hey, who do you want to hold for you? I'm like, Darius Butler's the best, best athlete I've seen. I would like Darius Butler to do it. Boy. <laughs> Boy, he was bad. That bad? Hand, hands I, I were too good. His hands were too mean. good. Oh. So his hands were like too soft, if that makes sense. When you're holding, it's not like uh, see the ball in and be an a It's like, boom, 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 boom get this yeah. thing down yeah. on the ground as fast as possible. So he's too athletic to be a holder. Got him there. Can't kick for shit, right? Oh, no. But everything else. Darius is the best athlete in this building, but there's another one joining us from Manatic in Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, he will have a lot more information, I assume, than anybody else. He is a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. The Packers have been around a while. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. A lot of people have been tackling people for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, hundreds if not thousands. This dude with the largest head of all time has the most tackles for the Green Bay Packers. He's the current president of Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. Yeah, Every day you look different here. Yeah, what uh, what yep, the hell? Yep. Every day. Every day we're different. Yeah, I know. Unfortunate situation last night. It's terrible. Okay. All right. Figure this out. So, <laughs> a lot just happened. <laughs> 
like Bam Bam right. coming in. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, all right. All right, all you right. look amazing. You're still incredibly handsome. The lighting, you kind of look... <laughs> Filter? Kind of pale today. Yeah, like a, a bit. Ghost. Are you sick? Are you sick? Because oh. let's dive right into it. AJ, are you sick because of what happened last mm -hmm. night? We're all kind of sick to our stomachs. It looks like it's affecting you a little bit more than most of us, though. Apparently, apparently it is. It's changed my color. It's changed my appearance. Everything about me, how I can stay centered in, inside here, but... With everything, all jokes aside, yeah. You sound really good. Yeah, perfect. You sound really good, though. Oh, I do. Good. Yes. That's good. Uh, hey, I like I like your positive outlook, you know, after last night. You know, it, it, things don't really feel real. The whole situation that happened in New York with Aaron, it doesn't feel like real life. Like, that didn't seem like that was a possibility to me. Agreed. And as the injury took place, and we watched – I was watching Monday Night Manning. It's great. Thank you for being back. Yeah. I went over to Joe and Troy. They're great. Mm -hmm. too, as we're trying to develop uh, news and see if anybody insiders or anybody has any information that Joe and Troy would have that maybe the Mannings wouldn't have in their houses in yeah. Colorado and uh, New Jersey, wherever the hell Jersey. they are doing this entire thing. So I would check out the Joe and Troy cast just to see if there was any more updates. Whenever I wouldn't hear that, I'd go back to Monday Night Manning. And then, you know, you st I stayed on my phone for like two quarters just mm -hmm. trying to see if we could get any type of update. When that injury happened, if you watch Peyton go through it, it was exactly how I felt. As soon as you see him go out of the blue tent on the cart, Peyton's like, cart? We got a cart? We got a cart here? Like, mind blown that what we saw there was something that was going to require him to be carted out of the stadium in the middle of the game to go get an x-ray. I thought it was a sprain. Let's go ahead and tape this thing back up. Even though the experts on X already had it diagnosed as a torn Achilles, it just didn't feel like that play was supposed to happen or did happen in the moment. I wonder if it's just because we're dumb, because we're friends of his. Well, I wonder if that's how everybody felt, because I think Jets fans, as soon as they saw it, they assumed the worst. Yeah, They're like, yup, Achilles, broken foot, broken leg. He's, we knew it. This is exact. But I didn't think that. I thought he was coming back out. I thought it was Chicago Bears opening night yeah. 2.0, 2 yeah. where he was coming out of the cave like Jesus Christ in the second half and said, boom, we're back in there. Instead, there was no sign that it was good anywhere on the internet, on any of the cast. It came out of nowhere, AJ. What a bummer, man. What an actual bummer. What we're, I mean, I went through multiple different thoughts of what could have happened. So he stood up and I, I was like, oh, no, he's limping. And then when I saw him sit back down, that's when I got worried right away. I thought, like, there's – he doesn't just do that. Most guys don't just sit down if it's a little, oh, he rolled his ankle a little bit. I, I, thought, I thought initially, okay, I hope it's not his ACL. I hope his knee didn't get torqued in the wrong way. And then when I hear it's ankle, I'm thinking, okay, that's good. Even if he has to get a little surgery or something, he'll come back this year. And then you see the Achilles stuff, and you're like, oh, no. Like, what else? I know when the X-ray is negative, I thought this is bad because – I was hoping it was a break or something like that. Him even getting the x-ray was weird to me because I assume he would know that it was an Achilles. Like, he would just say. They know, but they got to do it, obviously. Protocol. Yeah, well, I guess. I mean, that's kind of what Just to make sure because it could be Achilles and something else, you know, popped off or chipped off or something. That's what Doc, uh, 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 what of what? What was the word he said, Dr. Recoil? No, that was Volsion? the. Covering the. Avulsion fracture. Avulsion fracture. Hey, thank you, Doc. Wow. He's Dr. Recoil. I don't Hawk, know what it means, but Hawk, I heard a guy say Hawk, 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 But anyways, like, that was kind of what he was alluding to, and uh, I agree, but man, four plays into his uh. Jets tenure, it's all over. If you think about how much work he put into that, you know, 
All, like, we saw him at Tahoe. I assume you've seen him in other places and chat with him much more often than anybody else on earth, maybe, to be mm -hmm. honest. The energy that he had and the investment that he had. You remember OTAs was a part of the conversation. Before he went out there, he said to us, he was like, I'm going to be there for OTAs. There's some stuff that i got to get back uh, that I've already scheduled in California with my own people, but I'm going to be there. He ended up being there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Bought a house there. He's going to the Knicks games. He's going to the Rangers games. He's going to Broadway. He's out and about they're like cheering his name there's a parade he's has input in the offense in the hard knocks you kind of see him directing traffic with everything like the amount of investment he put into this year to end the way it did after that magical moment of him running out of that tunnel with the american flag and how sweet it was there's no way he goes out like that right aj there's i, I, I people think that i know i do not know nope. so if you're going to take this clip and run with it I am not told anything from anybody, which is smart. And I've told everybody I know not to tell me anything because it's coming right through this microphone mm -hmm. if you tell me anything at all. But just as a pundit, as a human that has observed the way this guy operates and the way he's talked about football, he's an old school, super competitive football player that is also a gypsy hippie yeah. on mm -hmm. the side. You know, like, the type of human he is, the gypsy hippie thing would normally be like a painter, a philosopher, like a super sure. high-end intelligence. Mm -hmm. He just so happens to also be an old-school football player inside of it. With everything he's accomplished, with the build-up to that Jets thing, my personal opinion, no way he goes out like that. But he's 39, has a Hall of Fame legacy already. He's wealthy, yeah. got a great house Ooh. out there in Malibu. Yep. Yes. We've seen it on TMZ and on Zillow. Right. It is so nice. Has a great house in New Jersey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass uh, house. That's right. He has a glass house yeah. out there in New Jersey. He has everything he could potentially dream of having, but no kids, no wife. A lot left, I'm thinking. What are your thoughts? And has he told you anything? Try to dance around that, I guess. But what do you think, just as one of his closest friends? No, I mean, I, I obviously reached out and texted a little bit with him. Definitely did not ask him, hey, bud, but I need to know by 1 o'clock when I go on, uh, <laughs> are you coming back or not? <laughs> like, I didn't uh, – didn't So you retired or not? Come on, AJ. <laughs> I would – but I would imagine – obviously, I can't speak for him. I, he never said anything about it, but I would imagine he's in shock a little bit too right now where – I don't – who knows? Like, can he even process it and figure it out? Like, all right, yeah, I want to come back, of course. I don't know. I'm sure he's got a billion things going through his head right now. So what do you I think? would imagine, yes, I, don't, I think he's coming back to play. I would, I would not imagine this, yeah, this is his last time on the field. Put it on the SeatGeek ticker. Yeah, there ticker. You go. Put ticker. it on the SeatGeek ticker. And also, I don't have it, but shout to SeatGeek. Yep, yep. Okay, SeatGeek was our first partner uh, whenever I retired and went to Barstool. They were our first ever advertiser. They were the ones that we kind of learned the digital business alongside. And SeatGeek couldn't wait to be the first people to uh, partner with us whenever we get to ESPN. So shout to SeatGeek, the greatest ticket-buying platform on planet Earth and the moon. And there's a 15% off code, PAT15, if you use that to get 15% off football tickets, college and NFL. Okay, shout out to SeatGeek. We appreciate that. But put it on our ticker because everybody's going to put it on their ticker that A.J. Hawk says that he yep. thinks he's going to be playing football. Because whenever anything was going on with Aaron Rodgers the past couple off yep. seasons, this guy knew the answers. Yes, he yep. did. And he had to sit on our show for two hours every single day. And I, we peppered him. Uh -huh. oh, yeah. Every day. And he just danced around. He's got a thousand. He just did it right there. 
Yep. He's got thousands. He's a little bit. He's got a thousand things going through his head, and that's mental gymnastics that he's had to do. But whenever he says like, I think he's coming back to the Packers. He went back to the Packers. Yep. I don't know if he stops playing football is how he was talking yep. about last year before the darkness retreat. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, didn't stop playing football, Same. but also wasn't for the Packers, so he didn't lie. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, like, he kind of knew. He did. And he knew. He yeah. lied to yeah. us. And here sure. he's like, I'm thinking he's playing football. It might be too early where he doesn't have the information yet because Aaron might not know. But any- I don't have any information. You oh. know that. I, I've said from day one. When he is so damn good at football still, why would he stop playing? That's strictly what I'm going off of. And if you listen to his answer he gave us, whenever I asked him, why do you love football? And he just gave this monologue, Mm -hmm. three minutes, Mm -hmm. about his drive for competitive greatness and competing, and there's no other thing on earth that really uh, scratches him where he itches whenever it comes to competing. When you listen to that, and that was not said that long ago, and then you think about him going into the darkness retreat, he said he was 80-20 or something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Ah, we don't know if that... Right. Yeah, yeah, that could have been mumbo jumbo. But. We don't know if that is. And I almost retired like four years. So I retired early, but there was like a four year conversation of like, I'm retiring. I'm retiring. I'm retired. And I wasn't the only human that did this. Most humans in the NFL are like, I'm not signing up for that again. I'm not diving back into this. And then when football season starts coming around, all of a sudden football players are just like, yeah, what am I even talking about? (laughs) I am sprinting to OTAs right now. So I think there was a chance that maybe he was thinking about calling it quits. I think there was a chance where he was like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. But when push comes to shove, I think is what we're saying. When the decision is to be made, like, hey, for real, do you want to do this or not? Because we're eight months out, so we got to we gotta do this. We, I, and I think you're saying the same thing, he's going to choose to compete still mm-hmm. at this age, and him coming back at 40 Ooh. from an Achilles, mm-hmm. think about what he will, you know what I mean? The amount of chips he could put up right now. People are saying 40-year-old body can't do that. Mm-hmm. For, uh, the amount of investment into rehab to get back is something he won't want to do. He wants to do ayahuasca. Yeah, this dude wants to go do Celebrity Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. This guy wants to go date celebrities. That's right. He wants to fly down to Peru. Mm-hmm. This guy wants to do all you think he wants to put into work. And these are things that the people that are at the top of every sports thing, the women and the men that are up there, these are things that become the motivators. These are the things that become the inspiration every morning. And it's not a, I'm going to get healthy. It's a, oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is. And I think this situation is going to garner a lot of spite, I think, out of a man trying to prove a lot of people wrong. Well, and just look at what what he has said. You know, not only has it felt like a dream for him, he's said multiple times, like, this isn't a one-year thing. I want to do this. And then I want to pass it off to Zach. And I don't think, you know, obviously the Achilles injury changes a lot, but I don't think that changes his mindset of what it's been like for the Jets and his plan with the Jets and the contract that he figured out with the Jets. So I I can't see that happening whatsoever, and it'll still be damn near the exact same team next year because of how young and talented Might get better, right? Might have a good pick. Mm -hmm. They still have their first rounder. Yeah, get a new tackle. You brought up Peru, though, and you brought up his motivation to come back. Are we ruling out him, because it's not going to happen in the States, him flying down there and taking someone's Achilles and seeing if that we could do that? Is that something you guys do, AJ? You know that Aubrey Marcus ayahuasca crew you guys do that 
Are they harvesting Achilles Could and, and reattaching them? You can play you. quicker than if you, you just reattach your own. You Dr. Know. David Chow said everybody's Achilles is a basic ass Achilles. Yep. Yeah. Do, so it doesn't matter. That's right. doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're a doctor for 17 years or a 315 pound guy that runs a 4-4. Achilles are basically the same for everybody. Can't train them, can't do anything. Mm. You just got to live and die by these things that you give. So maybe, yeah. right, the ayahuasca crew is out there cooking up some Achilles? Maybe. I don't know. Either way, though, the thing about it is whether Aaron decides to play or not, he's going to be rehabbing his Achilles no matter what. Why not just come back and play after you rehab the whole thing? Yeah, it's going to suck anyways, bro. You're going to have to. Think about it. He's, he needs to, to do – he's going to be going through this whole process no matter what. So, uh, yeah, let's just go. Let's just keep going and play with So him. you're telling me – So you're telling me. Aaron Rodgers, who tore his Achilles, has the same Achilles as Mark Caboli, who's torn his six times? Yes, well – Kabolis are new because of how many yeah. right. he's, he's got run through. Been you know, patched up. Mark Caboli obviously covers the Pittsburgh Steelers for the Athletic if you're new to the program. He is a friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He will get cold called, and he does have hot subs in his cargo shorts. Yeah. At all times. That'll be there for seven to eight hours yep. and still be warm because nature's microwave is his right thigh, That's is right. what he says. He is something special. Yes, Caboli had the same ACL as you, or Achilles as you okay. and as me. Uh Dr. David Chow said it right. And he's a doctor, so it was yes. interesting coming out of his mouth. Also, he said, God talks to the man upstairs. Well, pretty sexist, Doc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. whoa. First yeah, of all, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, wow, jeez, didn't even think of that. <laughs> Not on this show. Can't oh, have that. No. I'm sorry we let that even slip by. Also, a F dash 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 made it through in the first hour, That's AJ, right. on to ESPN. So we've really broken oh. through there. Dick Good is sweating to make it all mm-hmm. happen. But yeah, why is the Achilles it? You know, why is it you can't train it? Mm-mm. Why have we not done more studies on the Achilles to figure out how we can embolden or strengthen, strengthen it, maybe? Yeah, you can't, I guess. Is that stretch? Yeah. That stretch is, is just bullshit then? Yeah, well, the stretch, maybe it helps. Keep that foot yeah. flat. And well, I would imagine he was doing those stretches. I, you know, I mean, it's like, it's not like he's just like, oh, there's no way I'm going to tear my Achilles. <laughs> I, I don't need to even worry about this. Like, I assume you're doing all the stretches to make sure that it's not, It's just like, it was, I mean, it's kind of just he had a free dude on his thing. Back. Yeah, exactly. He had a dude, a dude on his back and his foot was in a, a compromising position. I, I honestly, though, as somebody who's been around a lot of great athletes, I've always just assumed the Achilles is like, yeah, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? That's kind of how medicine views it, too. It's like... Uh, yeah, we found out that he had a weaker Achilles at his one part after he tore it or whatever. It's never like, a, hey, that's a good Achilles. You should feel very comfortable yeah, yeah. with your two Achilles. You got that. Like, we should do more studies on that. Like, the ACL used to be death sentence mm-hmm. for football yeah. players. You see a lot of old coaches actually that tore their ACLs and they walk like they just got off a horse. And it's like <laughs> they have hey, giant scars on their knees too. Hey, are you are you happy and honored that you played football for 15 years? Yeah, yeah I would do it again if I could. You know, like right. that's that's what science was back in the day. Yeah. You get an ACL tear, it's like, all right, that guy's career's over. Then it got to a point where it was like year and a half. Then it got to a point where it's like guys are coming back in six months somehow. It's like the developments in modern medicine for the ACL have really happened. The Achilles is still the yeah. same old thought it was 20 years ago where it's like, yep, boom, can't do it. And there's not really anything known except for the fact that old buddy was dipped, right, in the waters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Achilles. Achilles. Uh, just, just by one. Just by one. Oh, so his other one was good. His yeah. other yes. one was good, yeah. Just that one. one right there.
Oh. And then Paris just, you know, he 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 was a sharpshooter with that bow, and he got him square in the Achilles, killed his ass. Like that white in that one, uh, what's that white? Oh, Legolas? Yeah, Legolas. Uh, or, or actually, same character yeah, in both movies. Played by the same guy. No, yeah. I'm talking about the one that isn't a superhero, shoots a basic-ass bow and arrow, and somehow is running around next to, like, uh, the Incredible oh, Hulk. Oh, you're talking oh. about Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. I hate Jeremy that Renner. Guy. Hawkeye? Oh, yeah. uh, Jeremy Renner, great guy. Good okay. musician right, yeah. and he everything. His, yeah, he, he got hit by a, a semi or a snowplow, okay. and boy, oh boy, he, he almost died. Yeah, he's a dog as a human. Yeah, right. I just hate the character. I How is it. this thing next to these things? Smart, what yeah. what's it do? Oh, precision shooter. It's like in West Virginia, we got rifle shooters. Yeah. yeah. That would just kill this guy so yeah. quick. What are we? Why is this one saving the world? That's where he went, actually. Alma mater is West Virginia in the movies. Hawk? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Straight mm -hmm. to the mountains. I don't like that that thing is a thing. What is that thing, those things called? The Avengers. Yeah. That thing ain't an Avenger. That's a human holding a bow and arrow. Okay? He's, that well, thing's getting stomped out in a fight with anybody the Avengers need to yeah. fight, right? There are, true. there are two of them, actually. There he are two humans. Cool, it's though. him and uh, well, ScarJo, also a human. Right. So he's a... He's a locker room guy? He's yeah. a locker room guy. Yeah. Oh, I need the Huge yeah. 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 Okay. When they needed somewhere to go, he brought him to his house. Yeah. Okay, all right. I like mm -hmm. a good locker room guy. I mean, he's a punter. This guy's the punter of the team. Yeah, sure. you can yeah. say that. Oh, okay, guy. Yeah. I love Hawkeye. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. a sniper. Anyways, Hawkeye shot out Achilles' is Achilles? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh -huh. He's actually Orlando Bloom, and he... Nope. And he what? <laughs> Tony? What and he what? Next up. What happened? I think Nick? I know where you're going. Go, go that, ahead, Tony. What were you going to say? Next I think it's previous relationships. Yeah. But, uh, yep. I can't believe it. That the whole yeah. thing was yes, started? Yes, AJ, paddleboarding. Yes. Yeah. yeah, big oh. go. Uh, speaking of paddleboarding, there's... I mean, he started the war, too. He was smooching on Helena Troy. Uh, the whole reason Achilles dies is because of Troy him. started with an apple, ended with a horse, right? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. This there guy you go. Yeah. Good yeah. Sucking face with anything. Good Yeah. Yeah. That horse thing, that was a good idea. Great yeah. idea. Uh -huh. Was it not? Oh, Genius. Yeah. Surprise. That's like back in the Chris Angel of their time. Was yeah. Like, Think about this. I got an idea. Horse, gift, yeah. not gift. We're coming out the butthole. Yeah. Everybody's dead. Yeah. And it worked. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Angel, that, that's Oppenheimer. I mean, they burned down an entire city. It was the exact same idea. So they paddleboarded it in? What happened with the paddleboard? No, yeah, so well, paddleboard was something with Orlando Bloom, I yeah. do believe, and probably yeah. Katy Perry if I had to get it. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy they, workout. They, on it. they shared time together. Good for that. Yes, yeah. they did. I don't know the exact story, but the way you guys speak, I kind of pieced yeah, that whole thing figured out. Uh, together. Speaking of piecing things together, congrats to Brett Veach, GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Although their team is 0-1 after a loss to the brand... New lines on opening night last Thursday. They are now in retention of a man who is going to go on and try to win the defensive player of the year. And although Chris Jones was in the building for Banner Night, which we found to be a bit odd, in the front row of a suite next to the Katz brothers, he was not on the team because he was not happy. He wanted a raise, is what he told people. People told him, you're being selfish. Get back out there for the good of your brothers. Patrick Mahomes isn't taking the most amount of money. He's the best in the game. Travis Kelsey isn't taking the most amount of money. He's the best in the game. Stop being selfish, Chris Jones. And Chris Jones said, hey, I'm asking for a race. Get off my back. <laughs> get off my back. He said, I'll do this until week eight. Now, that would get it pretty expensive is what everybody said. But we assumed in negotiations they'd be able to make up for it. They have. They have agreed to a one-year restructure of their contract. The Chiefs in D-Tackle, Chris Jones, have agreed to terms on a one-year deal done by the Katz brothers uh, in their sports. Mm -hmm. uh, new details for Chris Jones' deal. This is from Mike Florio. Base salary, the same, minus lost game check. $1 million for 35% playing time. Another $1 million for 50% playing time. $1.25 million for 10 cents. 
Zach's another five. Do we have Field Yates' tweet? Uh, I sent it in as a picture. Let's go ahead and grab it. Field Yates breaks this thing down in a very easy manner. Basically, his max earning for this upcoming year was $21.25 million. This year, it's $23.15 million. They did add something in where he has to play like 35% of the snaps. He'll make up for the money that he has been fined for holding out of this entire thing. Basically, $2 million more dollars are available for Chris Jones, and he's only playing one less game, and he's back. Feels like they went and shook their Hans, got a deal done. Congrats to them, A.J. Hawk. Yeah, congrats to, to all sides. I guess Chris Jones, people can claim like, oh, the holdout didn't work or whatever. He only gets one and a half, two million dollars more possibly. But I mean, I don't know. Chris Jones let the team know he, he values himself at a certain level and they better come to that level at some point. But I think he also probably realized we're this is we're, they probably got stuck where we got to do something so I can get back on the field. Put that, yeah. Uh, the math on a Chris Jones situation, under his prior deal, he was due $19.5 million with a $500,000 workout bonus, plus $1.25 million with 10 sacks, which comes to a total of $21.25 million max value in cash. We got that right? Simple? Yeah. He surrendered $3.6 million in fines because he didn't show up. Right, Andy missed out on the five hundred thousand dollar workout bonus because he didn't show up. Jones can make that three point five million dollars back by playing fifty percent of the snaps this season. Is that for the rest of the games? I'd assume, yeah, yeah. not counting the first one because that would be an interesting different number. Reaching fifteen sacks and earning first team All Pro with the Chiefs making the Pro Bowl. Those are high stakes. Yes, they are. Those are very high stakes and expectations. Mm-hmm. He can earn two million more than previously scheduled by winning Defensive Player of the Year and the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, which is a new max value of twenty three. What we're saying is the way this was structured was uh, Brett Veach told Chris Jones, okay, we'll give you the ability to get more money, but this has become a scene. Yeah. And Chris Jones said, I just want to get a deal done. Chris Jones gave in here, I would assume. This is not exactly what he was looking for, but he does have the ability to go get more money. So congrats to them on getting it done. Now all eyes are on. Is he in shape and ready to go whenever he gets back on the field this weekend? Glad they got something figured out. Great, great player. Clearly uh, their best defensive player was the best D tackle in the league uh, last season. But like you said, I think he did kind of – give in and fold it in. We're always on the player side wanting them to get their money. And it's important. Every year, we just saw what happened to A-Rod last night. That happens, obviously, every game where somebody sees it can be, you know, done at any play. That's the nature of the game. So um, you want to see guys, especially that have earned it, get that long, you know, multi-year guaranteed money. Uh, But he will be out there on a contract year. So usually when you get players out there on contract years, they have very, very good years. So I'm glad they got something done. And um, it'd be interested to see, uh, you know, those those are uh, with the Chiefs. Those in the those uh, incentives in the contract are usually kind of under, like not likely to be earned. You know, the defensive player of the year. The, that's Super literally, it, that's yeah. literally yeah. the language in the deals. Um, but the Kansas City Chiefs have shown, you know, every year they're in the contention. So, um, be interesting to see if uh, if he if he makes those uh, incentives. I agree. And you said something there about how we want everybody to get paid. I do. Mm -hmm. We want everybody to get paid all of the money, which is why the Jonathan Taylor situation was so frustrating because it was very clear that it was a bad business. It was the wrong time Mm -hmm. to make the move in which he made business-wise. I think it's going to affect his money long-term. I think it's going to affect his money long-term from other teams going like, yeah, you did see how he... 
you know. Mm-hmm. But there was a now he's going to get labeled that when that was not what he was at all. This Chris Jones situation, we also were very. I thought the only move that he made that I did not love was going into the stadium. Yeah. Like that just looks bad. Like bad up. just like hanging out there. And I know it's banner night and wanted to celebrate. And but you don't want to be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Because they're not paying you enough money to be there. And now there's probably a photo somewhere of him watching his team lose. And like it could be painted in the image of he didn't care, right? That they mm-hmm. were not with their best player. And not that that's the case. He's a businessman. He's got to get his money and do what he wants to do that's best for him. But I think that was the only move that I thought was kind of, eh, this is kind of awkward. But maybe that's what led to them talking and getting a deal yeah. done. We'll never know that behind the scenes there, there might have been a good, let's go shake their Hans, an agreement maybe started getting chatted about. Yeah, like optically, it's terrible, but that's probably what the spin zone is, right? Like, yeah, I didn't want to take this deal, but when I saw the team losing and I saw that they needed me that much, David Montgomery had a touchdown 70 yards right up the middle. I knew I had to come to my senses and around go shake the their Hans. I was around the fans. I felt yeah. the cheese. The love, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't have that bank robin wolf there, so it felt yeah. like it was a little bit more right. positive environment. Oh. Not with what's that? Maybe that's why he didn't play. He wanted to stand in solidarity with the wolf for not being there for the first time. He he couldn't do it without him. Hey, that wolf's going to be in jail a long time. Long yeah. time, like thirty years. Because uh, guess what? The curse has started. They're all in one without him. Poof. Buddy, He's probably only one. Didn't man. even think about that. Man, yeah, gonna have to bring. You that. see that murderers out in Pennsylvania? Oh yeah, I did mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, this dude's on a run. One? Which one? I didn't know there's more. He got shot at last night. Dog, dogs on the case, boys. No uh, need to well, worry. Dog the bounty hunter. Oh okay. yeah. Is he got Leland? Oh yeah. Okay, if he's got Leland, it's good. You see this dude get out? Yeah. Have you seen the video? Yeah. He just like there's two walls. And I guess somebody did this a week ago in the prison. Two walls. He goes beep 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 boom and just walks his ass. Yeah. I just kicked the shit out. TV. Yeah, we're good. Just walks up the walls <laughs> and then just disappears. It's like, is this guy a ninja warrior? I mean, yeah, what are they? I saw a headline last night that he broke into someone's house and the person, the homeowner, tried to shoot him. I don't yeah. know if they did or not. Yeah, but I think he has a gun now. Is what oh, they're no. saying. Is that what oh, happened? Geez. And he was out in the middle of the woods, yep. you know, for a long time. This guy's been able to survive. I think we got. Look at this guy just moonwalking, defying gravity up there. Well, anybody looking? Nope. All right. Well, I guess you know what. I'm tired of doing jail. Okay. Yeah, I'm out of here. He did the same thing in Brazil. I think he broke out what? in Brazil and, and lived in the Brazil jungle for a while before he fled to the U.S. He's got a past. Holy yeah, shit. I mean, this is like whenever Chapo was just walking around, and then he was like, "All right, you guys got my motorcycle ready?" Yeah. All right, sounds good. Let's right. go I'm down to the shower. Yeah, and I'm out of here. That guy's a murderer, though. Just on the loose. Let's keep an eye out. This yeah. has been happening a lot lately. What's like that? there have been several guys who have been breaking out of prison and just you know, like all of a sudden their their pictures are popping up on the internet. Like, oh yeah, this guy's at large right now. So just you know, heads up. I mean, they we. Justice system needs to kind of get it figured out. We need to tighten up a little bit, I think. Hey, smart people, figure it out. Okay, we can't have this. Now, I assume the flip side of that is I'm not getting into it. There's Uh-oh. probably other people being let out of jail. You'd hope for, like, marijuana charges. For sure. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's figure that stuff out as opposed to just letting murderers moonwalk their way up a wall yeah. out into the wilderness and then into somebody's house. That guy's going to be gone forever. Yeah. Yep. That guy that guy made it past old red, you know what I mean? Yeah. He he got out through the first 48 hours. Yeah, and true. I know I know that's just on the investigation side. This guy, this guy's going to make it. Yeah, he's yeah. out cuz dog ain't finding this guy. No, to- Tommy Lee Jones is though. I heard he's on the case. Okay. Leland with a paintball gun. Gets this guy back in custody in the next 30 to 35 minutes. Leland, maybe, but let's 
let's face facts here. The dog is not throwing 98 on the black anymore. He is throwing 84, and people are just going yard on him. He just doesn't Watch. have to. That dog he's, won't hunt. That lost. dog won't hunt. He's not the big bad dog anymore. Well, he lost Beth. Moment uh, of silence. All right, rest in peace. He got a new one, I thought. You yeah. son of a bitch. He got a new one? Jeez, Louise. Son of a bitch. Yeah, because Beth just grows on trees. I hope you're happy. A new Beth, a new partner, a new life partner is what I said. That is not what you said. You said a new one. one. You said he went down to the Beth farm. Like it's a rental car. We didn't even get it. Not my fault. Not my fault or you interpret whatever I say. It's well, it was during a moment of silence. Are you saying anything? He's already saying it. Right before. Right before. No. 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 It started. Beth, we appreciate you, Beth. Miss you, Beth. Miss Beth. Miss you. That wolf's going to be in jail a long time. I think he's going to have a lot of eyes on him. Yes. I think he's going to have a lot of eyes on him. The Chiefs are going to have to figure out how to win a game without him, to be honest with you. And I appreciate that Brett Veach got a deal done. And I appreciate that Chris Jones said, all right, yeah, I won't hold out till week eight, even though I got to cure COVID, cancer, win a Super Bowl, and defense player of the year to get any more money. (laughs) At least I have an opportunity to get more money. I want to come play with the boys. I didn't enjoy watching them lose to the terrible trash-ass Lions. What if that's what Chris Jones said? I'm not, that was not me. That was Chris Jones. Right. I am a fan of the Lions, but we don't know what his ulterior motive was. Maybe watching the Lions beat the Chiefs was it for Chris. Can't we do can't this. do this. That's can't it. Do this we built up something too special to be losing to the Lions on opening night. I will take whatever deal. I'm not saying I'm saying that. That needs to be. No. That could have been, could have been what, what Chris Jones said. was yeah. saying. Right. And that it needs to be a reminder. How's it going up there in Michigan right now, Foxy, with everything? Uh, I mean, the Lions are great. That's about the only positive thing going on right now. Why? What do you mean? Well, what? It, well, oh, did something happen to Harbaugh? Oh no! What uh, well, he did get mentioned in whole. There, hey, that's getting real loud. It's getting yeah. interesting, that's for sure. That's getting real loud at Michigan State right now. Real loud. Obviously, very serious allegations and yeah. uh, everything like that. But it's getting real loud, and I don't think that's just going to go quietly into the night. Was there ninety million dollars or something? Ninety like that? million yep. dollars. Yes, that's going to get loud. Yep. And it's not good for anybody. Obviously, what's being alleged is terrible. But like Michigan State now and their fans and their alumni and everything are going to get dragged through another very, very real scandal. And that's just a matter of fact. Need to figure it out up there. Yeah, a lot of people are losing hope, to be honest. And it sucks because I love Michigan State. I love East Lansing. I love growing up there. And then this happens again. And everyone's just kind of like, what the hell is going on? Let's talk about another scandal. Kadarius Tony canceled his uh, internet Yeah, after he had a couple drops last Thursday night. Guess what? He's back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Giants lose by 40, the team that he was basically trash-talking all offseason, the team that he got traded away from, the team that he had an injury and couldn't play for, then he goes to the Chiefs and becomes an immediate impact. Well, he talked a little shit to them in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And whenever he had a few drops there on Thursday night football, the Giants fans remembered and they were hammering him. Yeah. So much so, he said, I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I, he had to delete his accounts. Anytime somebody's deleting their social media accounts, it means it was a bad night at the workplace. There's a lot of people saying a lot of things. I don't, you, and you'll normally hear people that delete it come out publicly and they go, I just decided I didn't need to see the negativity anymore. Nope. And it's like, well, I understand that, but the negativity was coming because of one particular thing yeah. that you did and you choose to go ahead and free yourself from that. We respect that decision, Absolutely. but we also very much understand that something had to happen for you to become a reborn Christian. Something had to happen yeah. for you to become a person that cancels your social media media and something had to happen for you to come back in that case was Kadarius Tony saying what was that bitches <laughs> to the New York Giants fans I love this I love 2023 I love the pettiness of players and fans I enjoy all of this AJ Hawk 
I mean, did you really think he was going to stay away? I, mean, I, I didn't think he'd come back this quick, but I knew, hey, there's a great chance. People usually eventually mosey their way back to social media, but this was what? How many days? Uh, four. Him saying, uh, no, don't get quiet now. He deleted his account. Yeah. Yeah. Le- less than quiet. <laughs> yep. yeah, Couldn't even it. make a noise. Oh, yeah. Off the grid. Couldn't even make a peep. I actually love it. And he says, that, 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 whoa, 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 where's everybody? <laughs> yeah. Well, I take a break for a few days. or come back real quiet all of a sudden out here in these streets. Kadarius Tony. Real game changer whenever he's playing well. Andy Reid needs him to play well. Patrick Mahomes needs him to play well. He's the type of guy that bounces back, you think, after a poor performance on a Thursday night? I think so, for sure, especially with a quarterback. Why is everybody and, stinking early? In a quiet? You know, a lot of people don't get those reps in preseason like they used to. You know, like Tomlin said, sometimes you got to spar the box, and I think well, – I remember, remember Brady last year. Was <laughs> they, saying, were like, yeah, well, yeah, they were sparring. They were looking great. They were. They were sparring against those partners, fat dudes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fat dudes who got a low belt. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, we, we spar, You're wearing a, the Steelers were wearing a helmet in the sparring. They were – not. Nope. They were wearing uh, 12 ounce gloves. The other side had 16 ounce yep. gloves. I mean, that was the sparring that the oh, Steelers yeah. well, did because the Niners came in and they actually crow hopped. Boom! Knocked him out. And then six, seven! Oh, yeah. And the Steelers stood back up and were like, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And they walked out there. <laughs> Boom! And then... Turns out they cloned Muhammad Ali and Tyson into and, and one football team, and that's that's kind of what the Niners are. So, yeah, that'll happen. Huh? Yeah, well, the sparring didn't help. But to your point, though, there is a little bit of – but the Chiefs were playing. Tony was not because he was injured. He was back for week one. Yep. But everybody else on the Chiefs was playing in mm-hmm. preseason. Yeah. Remember, they were going for it. They had the whole roundabout uh, tight end taking mm-hmm. yep. a snap yep. in, in preseason, getting ready for the season. For them to come out and look the way they did was surprising to me. And I think the conversation revolved around Tony – who we believe is still a dog. Yeah, and you got to remember, Travis Kelsey missing is a huge piece. But And even Mahomes, as great as he is, I don't think Mahomes played a, a great game either. So we expect him to bounce back. But I think it was important, too, his quarterback stood up for him, said, hey, I still got confidence in my guy. Head coach came out and spoke up for him, said we still got confidence in Tony. And then this was kind of like the perfect uh, with Giants getting their ass kicked on, on, on uh, primetime. Hey, got to peek back in there. Like, what's going on over there? What so it's a great way to pop. I love them popping back on social media like this, too. Yes. Love it. Me, too. And not a bad thing to happen for him in his social media life. Yeah. For all of the fans to have a new target. Who's mm-hmm. that? Dable, Daniel Jones. <laughs> sure. The team that we actually <laughs> care line. about, as opposed to the guy that we thought about before. Tony comes back, AJ. We all, all in favor uh, that Tony's going to ball out again. Say aye. Yep. Aye. aye. All right. Josh Allen, all in favor of him playing a good again, say aye. Aye. Joey Burrow, all in favor of him playing a good, say aye. Aye. This guy. I w- I'm not in favor of it. Yeah, I think should we? Kenny cool. Pickett, is he going to play football good this season after having an incredible preseason OTA? If you agree with that, say aye. Aye. Hell yeah. Aye. Mm? Aye. I think you will. Aye. 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 Thanks, guys. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm not saying aye. Why? Why do you say that? Because I don't know yet. I got to wait. I still do think Canada, to Tony's point, is a massive piece of this, and so you still don't know. Uh, you know, they could bring a Patricia in week two and be an upgrade offense corner. They should. He's been about. pretty bored at home just slamming pudding. No, I'm just kidding. He's with Philly right now. He's doing great. <laughs> yeah, he's working really hard. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah I don't here's some stats. I got some good stats here from Hembo. He texted me. 
and um, Hembo stats guy for Greeny for a long time. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, if you ever need anything, let me know. And I was like, I know you're very busy, but he just loves stats. Yeah. He was mm -hmm. like, I'll just send some your way if you ever want to use them. Uh, you can go ahead and do that. The Eagles averaged 18 yards a drive and reached the red zone only twice against oh. the New England Patriots this past season. Remember, they had the second highest points per game. They had 29 point, like one points per game last year. Mm -hmm. yep. The Chiefs had like 29.7 or something like that in the ballpark. The Detroit Detroit Lions had the number one points per game last eight games of the season, but through the season, the Eagles' offense was so efficient, mm -hmm. it was number two in the league, only behind Mahomes. Against the Patriots, not as much. The Eagles led the NFL in explosive plays last year. They had three yesterday and only one in the passing game. Mm -hmm. Now, is that the is that the Patriots or is that the Eagles potentially being, mm -hmm. you know, a different team this year? Eagles outgained by the New England Patriots by 131 yards. Yep. The Patriots. Oh, yeah. Are we worried about the Eagles right now after these interesting stats from Hembo have just been read? Nah. No, I mean, I can't be completely worried about anybody after one week, but, I mean, maybe this just goes more to say how good the Patriots could possibly be this year. Yeah, their defense is, like, genuinely unbelievable, and they're having massive contributions from rookies, too. The Dolphins were the only team that averaged more than six yards uh, per play so far this season. They averaged 8.2 yards. Jeez. Damn. So when everybody was talking about <laughs> offenses being kind of slow, the Dolphins, on the flip side, had a historic day where if two is able to repeat this for 17 times, good luck. He'll have 7,922 yards a season, topping the season total of pass yards by like 1,500 yards or something like that. You're talking about absolute yep. domination throwing the rock with McDaniel's brain to his accuracy in the weapons that they have. Tyreek goes for 215 and two tuts. That is bananas. Now, to the Chargers' credit, they kept up. It was a gunfight. It was a shootout. Even after Tua did all those things. Uh, so maybe we shouldn't judge the Chargers as hard as some people had. But what the Dolphins are doing is historic, D-Bud. You've been a fan hey. for about 20 minutes. <laughs> can, yep. can we stop with the disrespect? All right, lifetime Dolphin. But very excited about where we're going. Really? Obviously, Mike, <laughs> Mike McDaniel <laughs> dialing it up. Tua, I mean, his, an his anticipation, his accuracy – um, even in it, his deep ball, too, his deep ball throwing to Tyreek Hill, actually, you know, hitting him in stride, which a lot of people gave him crap about uh, last year, man. It's special. And obviously, Waddle, Craycraft, Agent Zero. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like we said yesterday, we, do we even need a run game right now? So you pay the fullback, even though you're not going to use it. And McDaniel was the run, run game coordinator mm -hmm. for the Niners. Mm -hmm. How about this two a stat, Gumpy? Two threw 334 yards against man coverage yesterday, no, or on Sunday. No other quarterback even had 200 yards. Wow. So, just all aspects. Dial it up. Don't worry dominance. about the run game, McDaniel. Just throw the fucking ball. You think? Oh, oh, God. Dick Good. Dick Good. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to send you back. First sentence of the day. That's yeah. Oh, but that is something that a lot of people worried about is whenever the games start mattering a little bit more later in the season, you know? December football, January football, mm -hmm. if some weapon of yours happens to be dinged up and is missing it, are you able to run the ball whenever you need to? The Dolphins were questioned about that all last year, all offseason. Pay the fullback. McDaniel's run game is going to start. And then they, <laughs> they do that. It's going to be hard to stay committed to a run game if you have an offense that can be a Ferrari out of the gate. Does that worry you, Gumpy, with no F-words? No, because they'll get healthy. They'll get Wilson back. They got uh, uh, Shane, who they drafted, who yep. hasn't played yet. Most start gets going as long as they're healthy, they'll be fine. Yeah. You know what that stat told me? Hey, Staley, 
let's not let's not play man to man against a Sahara cat. Well, okay? you're right. It is a safari. Mm-hmm. He's not a, cheetah is not a jungle cat no. yeah, or desert. Just to clarify, you're right. No, I was thinking, out, it's I was thinking of Savannah. Well, so that's Georgia as well. Great St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, uh-huh. is what right. I heard down there. They, they rip it. They got a great St. Patrick's Day. But like, you're right, Brandon Staley making interesting decisions yeah. with Tyree Kill as one of the wide receivers that is available for Tua. And I believe D Butt will be breaking down some of that yep. on everything DB to talk about the Miami Dolphins from ESPN. Saw so him have an incredible feature this weekend with Coach McDaniel, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Darlington. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff, thank you for joining us, pal. What's up? You look awesome. Yeah, you look Thanks awesome. For me. Yeah, first no, time. Yeah, the first Great. time. You look good. We're big fans. I saw the football you have there behind you. That means that you uh that means you either got really good friends somewhere or you Oh, oh. you. Yeah. Hey, that's a high dollar item, by the way. That ain't no, you know, that ain't no normal pigskin. Yeah, everything but. they have in that gift shop is a high yeah. dollar. Yeah. Item. They're wondering how you pay for brand new trees every year mm-hmm. and being able to flip a That's golf right. course overnight. It's like, well, this football you want to buy, seven thousand bucks. <laughs> All we get here. Oh, you're, you got a deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, it was a beautiful place, and we appreciate you joining us. I saw a piece you did with Coach McDaniel this weekend, and there was one part that really stuck out to me that we're going to run right now. But I'm excited to get your thoughts on why he's the guy that could potentially lead this Dolphins team, not only just to being good and a good story, but maybe a championship, especially after week one with how every other team at the top of the AFC looks. 2.24 a.m. Mike McDaniel didn't start waking up this early to beat the heat. He did it instead, he says, nice as a promise Jeff. to himself <laughs> that he'd never again jeopardize his career like he once did as a 25-year-old Houston Texans assistant under then-head coach Gary Kubiak in 2008. When was the last time you were late for work? So Gary Kubiak was very regimented and at like six on the dot, he would call my office phone and there was two occasions where that just kept ringing and then where's Mike and I'd show up in a panic 45 minutes later because I was sleeping at the time. So that led into an entire conversation about the way he was living and Kubiak also telling him like, hey, this is going to be a pivotal moment in your life to try to wake him up. Then he wasn't hired for 865 days, I think is what it was, was the number. And then he gets this opportunity now in Miami after having success in San Francisco, and we've all fallen in love with him. But I don't think any of us know his backstory at all. What have you learned about him since he's come to Miami that makes you believe, yeah, this guy could win a championship as a head coach in the NFL? Yeah, you know, Pat, like the two, I've, I've known Mike a long time going back, I mean, like 15 years. And the two things that, like, when he got hired, I knew people would see this quirky guy and this sense of humor and maybe even thrown off by it a little bit. Uh, reasonably so. I get that. But the two things I thought he would do really well is first, we knew that he was a great offensive mind. Kyle, he was doing that for Kyle Shannon in San Francisco. The other thing, though, that talking to guys in San Francisco, knowing Mike myself, this dude resonates in a locker room in a way to, to everybody in there, black, white, poor, rich, whatever your background was, this guy can, res- he can really reach everybody in there. So I knew those two things would, would be factors. What I was especially impressed with when he, when he did actually get that job is what a well-oiled organization he's run, practices, meetings, all that stuff that sometimes can be a disaster for a head coach. He's done that in a way that I think maybe is going to make him pretty special. Yeah, we've enjoyed watching his offenses, obviously, and we had a chance to have him on the show one time, mm-hmm. and it was 
awesome. You, did you jokes uh, fly over your head at all, or did you get everything you said? Jeff, come on. What are you, Jeff, shut up, Jeff. <laughs> okay? I know you're, hey, look, you're an intelligent guy. I'm not saying that. No, I'm no. Michael not- say something to me, and then it takes me about, you know, 20 minutes. I walk out of the room, or an hour later, and I laugh at the joke. Like, I didn't get it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, well, he dumbed it down for us. Yeah, he didn't do anything yeah. that was too sophisticated. He, he knew his audience. Which- you think I was calling you dumb, Pat? No, no. Did you think that? No, I just thought you thought that I didn't understand his humor, which I do. Like, he was one of the greatest conversations yeah. that we had. Like, yes. he came in and sat down in the middle of the combine, had no idea who we were, and then he was basically just like, what's going on, boys? That's awesome. And he just that's, held that's court. He held court yeah. for like 35 minutes, and his answers were incredible and engaging, and we thought, this guy is beloved. Is this guy going to be able to win a Super Bowl? To your point, though, with the regimen, and like the accountability factor and being able to rein in all the big personalities, egos, and talent that they have on that team to all go in one direction is not an easy feat. We're all incredibly proud of him. Go ahead, AJ. Jeff, uh, when you observe Tua this year, does it feel any different? Is he he acting any different? Does he look different? Because he feels like he's kind of taking ownership of this thing, at least in the media and everything, how he just kind of how he presents himself, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think, look, I'm not one of these guys. I I don't really love to, like, harp on the past or like bring like what Brian Flores did before yeah. works for some people, you know, Bill Belichick kind of did a similar thing with Tom Brady for years, uh, tough love the whole time. And, and it worked for him. Uh, I don't think Brian Flores leadership style worked well with Tua. I think Mike McDaniels does. He has empowered him in a way and given him a sense of confidence. I've never seen a player ever go from where he was to where he is now in terms of his confidence, the way he's been empowered, the way he's got playing with an edge. And to me, I mean, I know the health thing is going to always be there a little bit. He's done his best to try to mitigate that. But to me, his confidence, we saw that, not just in his personality, but on the field, the way he was throwing the football. Yeah, and you talk about the mental toughness, and that's what I believe McDaniel was alluding to with Tua. It's not just what Flores did, but also what the organization did. And I don't want to dive into it because the Dolphins community did not make any of these decisions, and they do not deserve us going into the past, especially when they appear to be the best team in the AFC right now by a pretty wide margin after week one. It's like Tua, they said, uh, yeah, he doesn't have any injuries. Whenever Tua got taken off the field, carted off basically with a rib, like the Miami Dolphins are reporting, no injuries at all for him. So what you saw, this dude's being a baby. Then the Deshaun Watson conversation got real loud while Tua was there. Fitzmagic comes in. He's the guy. Then they bench bench Fitzmagic for Tua. Don't tell anybody, including Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic comes out publicly. He's like, I didn't know this was the case. So the locker room immediately is like, we hate this guy. Then when two-minute drills start happening, most important times of the game, Tua's getting benched. It's like the amount of things... That were stacked yep. up against Tua, let alone the hip injury coming out of college and when he was training for the combine and for the draft, a tornado came through yeah. where he was training. It's like the amount of things that have stacked up against this dude. To get to this point, it's inspiring. It is, it's fantastic. Pat, one of the things, I don't know if a lot of people know this story, but when Mike first got there, and we talked about this, and, and it was in, uh, we had like a longer piece on YouTube. He, he went in to his office and he's sitting there, he's breaking down film like any head coach would do of their quarterback. And he starts seeing Tua doing all these things that he's like, holy, I, I, uh, I can't even say those words on your show anymore. No, you can't. Most he of says, them. Most of them. yeah, I can't say that one, right? Most so he, he says, this guy right here is doing these elite things with ball placement. So he goes and he, he chops up at two in the morning, puts together 700 plays of Tua being elite. Says he's running around the, the building telling everybody about it. Pulls Tua in there, makes him watch, watch it. And that was sort of the beginning 
of the moment when Mike McDaniel said, not only do I believe in you, I believe that you can be absolutely great, that you can be a championship quarterback. Whether he will be that, we'll see. But I think it goes a long way to empower a player like that. A uh, quick one here for me before Ty has a question about another quarterback that you know a lot about. Tua got a good rear naked choke. Good, uh, <laughs> you think? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Pat. Probably really could do not. some research, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm, more of a, I'm more of a go hang out with the coach at two in the morning, not really a you know a wrestle with the player kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing jujitsu. It's a big deal. He knows how to fall now, which is a big storyline because if two is That healthy, is a good storyline. It is. Well, I, you know, people laugh at that stuff a little bit. I, I think will. there was a lot of people that were kind of rolling their eyes about it. But, I mean, I remember watching RG3 used to slide and be like, dude, that guy needs to work with somebody, you know? And then I think he actually did end up working with some baseball players. Like, whatever you got to do to fix it is cool. Like, I, I don't know. It, it seems like if it's unconventional, maybe people look at it a little weird, but that stuff can work sometimes. We loved it. Just oh, yeah. also, not only the thought of him falling, but also somebody dipping around the edge and him grabbing their arm. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that, is, that is just something I'm here for. I want to let you know I'm here and By for the way, am I, is it just me or does it look like I'm using like an iPhone mm -hmm. 1? Yeah, it looks terrible. Yep. It, it looks absolutely awful. AQ Shipley was also terrible earlier in the day. AQ, or AJ, though. What wow. Doing? Look God. how good AJ Beautiful. looks, Jeff. AJ, what are you doing? How do you look so good? Well, are you in that well, cigar Jeff, room in your house? He, he right drinks now? long but process. Long <laughs> process yeah. over here, Jeff. He uses a lot of lotion. Yep. He's yep. up there like 3 a.m. too, you know, doing yeah. cardio every day. Not yep. like mm -hmm. not like McDaniel, but he's certainly up there. <laughs> yeah. We only have one minute left on ESPN uh, before we just continue to carry on on YouTube. And we have no yep. reason to expect any of you to join us on YouTube because SportsCenter will be live on ESPN seven minutes from now. But Darlington, that piece you did on McDaniel, is that, are you a Miami-based guy or are you doing all NFL? What is your I, specific? I do all NFL. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I, I live in Fort Lauderdale, but I do the whole league. Um, I've actually, I, I've known Mike for so long though that, you know, that, that helped. Like literally back, I mean, 15 years ago, I was rolling with, Rolling. I'd be with Kyle Shanahan at the combine. We were both both little guys, and I'd be like, uh, "Who's this? Who's this guy over here with the glasses? Who's this? I didn't even think I have glasses. I'm just a quiet guy." And I was like, "That's Mike." That was like 2007 or 2008. And then this guy in the corner. And all of a sudden, now, here he is. Now, the now he's running the like most face. efficient offense of all time. Is he going to start running the ball, or is it only going to be pass game? You think? He'll do whatever it takes, man. He'll do the whole thing. Okay. He, you know, he had a reputation of just being a running guy, but. He could, he could put together a good passing attack, too. I concur. Well, on this beautiful Tuesday, with the news being that Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles last night on Monday Night Football in the fourth play of the New York Jets season, we would like to let you know that although that is a bummer and we are devastated for all parties, Aaron, the Jets, and the football fans as a whole, we must remember that we are still in the middle of football season and we still are living a good life. Sports Center will be on the other side of this seven-minute break. We're back tomorrow and continue on YouTube. Goodbye. Nailed it. Right on, Jeff. Let's We're talking go. Jeff. Run the screws. We're talking boom. Right there. With oh. a five second delay and a TV. Boom. Boom. Jeff. That boom. just happened right there. <laughs> if only we could get the camera to work better. Well, yours, not ours. Yeah. That's on you. That's not on No, ours. that's on me. I get it. Okay, I pride good. myself in using decent equipment. It looks like I'm using a like a like a flip phone, like a Nokia 5160. Oh, yeah. those things were sick, though. The That's brick, the uh, block. Yep. Yep. Snake, snake on that snake. thing, right? Snake yep. T9. Tetris. Oh, my. You didn't want to touch me on yeah. T9. The thumb was flying. T9. Yeah. T9 was pretty good for cheating, too. You know what I mean? You could get that little uh, that little code in there, and you get the, the, the multiple choice. You didn't use that? Is that the calculator?
No, no that's, that's a, a Texas TI, instrument. TI-83. Uh, yeah. TI-83. TI TI-83. That was the TI-83. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. My uh, technology all messed up. T9 was the texting on the brick phone, the Nokia, where like... That's right. One, two, uh, ABC was on Yeah. I bet you I could still do that very efficiently. Yeah. Like, I think we all think we could, oh, but yeah. then we'd all say, wow, much better to have full keyboard. Okay, you take a lot of pride on looking good. You look great. A little blurry, but you still look good. Everybody look can like, see it. But you also have had great relationships in the NFL. One of them being Tom Brady. His name has recircled now in the conversation. Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Jeff, given your relationship with Tom, and I think you were the one kind of the whole time who said, you know, everyone was talking about teams he might go to after he left New England, and you kind of were like, from the very start, hey, Tampa Bay is a place to look. Obviously, you had that right. You have a good uh, relationship with him. A lot of people are saying now, like, hey, will the Jets reach out to Brady given the news about Aaron Rodgers? Have you spoken to him recently? Do you have any inclination that he might be interested in coming back? And do you think the Jets will actually reach out to him? I, I don't. Um, yeah, I, I would make sense, honestly, if the Jets did reach out to him. Um, he was, as of before this injury ever happened, he is very inclined to stay in retirement. And I don't have any reason to believe otherwise. You know, when we did talk about teams back then, New York made a lot of sense. He had a place there. I think he still rents a place there. And and Jack, his son, lives there, which is very important to him from a family's perspective. Jack's but I, I don't get any sense that that would be the case. And it's also, um, I think it'd be very complicated with his ownership stake with the Raiders. You got to, to be a player and an owner at the same time. You got to have... 24 owners voting that it's okay mm-hmm. it gets very complicated and i have no reason to believe that he he is necessarily interested anyway would be a sweet jackie moon story if tom brady did it for two different teams though yeah. Yeah. owned another team played for a different one mm-hmm. and did halftime performance where he's running saying <laughs> let's go yeah yeah yeah, yeah he, okay. he said uh yeah but i'm just saying they muted it um, in right. his thing we're watching his mouth it isn't what you guys are saying he's saying uh-huh. tom brady greatest of all time he says let's Fucking yeah, that's right. Go. Whoa. Crazy. Potty. Did he start that? Did he start LFG? Was that him? First person. Mm. Was he the first person or was it a thing before him? Mm -hmm. He he also created fire and the chair. Jeff, there was a time where I was a kid. There was was a time where I was a kid where I thought I created (laughs) chillax. Mm -hmm. I felt so cool. I was like I was like eight or nine yeah. years old walking around telling everybody to chillax. I was like, I put chill and relax together. I felt like a yeah. like I was a genius. Yeah. And then I, I heard, invented the iPad. You too. did? I actually invented that. Really? Yeah, I didn't I didn't do it, but I thought of it first. Oh, so you said phone. screen that you could touch that has everything in it. Yeah. So you created the iPhone too, I guess it sounds yeah. like. Wow. Uh no, I didn't think of the iPhone, but I definitely <laughs> created the iPad. Two very first. different things. No calls. Yeah. Two different things. I thought about the newspaper element, but I just didn't invent it. Mm. Oh. Jeff Jobs. I just Googled it. Uh, Let's Fucking Go was created by Sun Tzu. Uh, Sun Tzu what? is dead, by the way. Boom. No. Art of War. Yeah. Sun Tzu died, by the yeah. way. No. Really? When? Yeah. Is that a recent thing? Well, that's the thing about it, yeah, Jeff. Somewhat. Some people Don't would really. think that. I guess it was a couple thousand years before Jesus Christ ever really <laughs> showed oh, up. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have known? Sun Tzu's been dead a long time. Long time. Brutal. And, uh, Patriots. Is that right? Yeah. You learn something every day. Yeah. I hey, shouldn't be laughing. It's sad no matter what. Yeah, I agree. You know? yep. Miss you, citizen. Yeah, you're yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. kind of messed up. And it, once you look back on who else was laughing alongside of you, those are your peers now. You need to know that <laughs> you're a terrible person. Not me. That's, That's just the way it is. Uh, Jack, though, 
Jackie's kid, Tom Brady's kid, kid's got a jumper, bro. He's already like six foot two or whatever. They were in the gym last night. Look at Tom Brady's got a jumper, first of all, shooting from high school threes, which is obviously we're not going to judge him for that. He's at the gym that he's at. He's stroking it. His kid, though, tall. Look at that. Is a Brady and and shoot. Yeah. Why not? Is is Jack Brady going to be an NBA guy? Yeah. I mean, he looks like Clay Thompson in this highlight. So is Tom. Oh, God. That, step okay, back. that step back. Bang. Sweet. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah, it is. And then I assume Tom's got, you know, Michael Jordan probably texting Jack telling him, did we hit 3,000 free throws today? Mm-hmm. Did we hit 10,000 threes today? Did we get better or did we get worse? Are we representing the family? Are we embarrassing the yeah. family? What? And then Tom also, Tom and Michael Jordan Jeez. telling yeah. Jack how to operate and how to get better. Let's hope this kid's head doesn't explode because yeah. he's too yeah. competitive. But if he has that jumper at this age, I just assume he's going to be the greatest in the NBA's history. Congrats the NBA. You're getting a break. Congrats. Yeah. Go. Way to go, NBA. Congrats. I'm more impressed with Tom than I am with Jack there, though. That's surprising. I, didn't, I would expect him to be terribly awkward at basketball for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's the way he runs and uh-huh. other yeah. things that take place. Tone has a question for you, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, I believe you were in Akershire for that beating. Uh, how did Brock Purdy look coming off the injury, and do you think the Niners are going to lose a game this year? <laughs> I think they're going to go undefeated. Nice. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I will say – I was very impressed by the 49. I don't really think they're going to. I was very impressed by the fact that I think it's not very often that an offense comes out firing uh, week one right away. Dolphins did it. 49ers did it. Uh, I I thought that Brock Purdy, if there was any questions left to answer, he did a really good job. He's just so efficient moving the ball down the field. Uh, You you know, I'm not I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but if there was a comp, he definitely has that sort of I'm not going to do too much, but I'm going to just quietly just orchestrate drives and and when i want to take a shot occasionally i'll do that but to me he's the perfect quarterback for that offense all right well jeff we appreciate your time uh congrats on all the success and that piece on mcdaniel was awesome i think it's like seven minutes long five minutes long how long is it yeah it was about seven minutes but uh he was all i mean that's you know that's a, all about the subject man mike my, i was really appreciative of him uh being so vulnerable. How about your voiceover? How about your voiceover on that thing? Unreal. What did you think about it? He didn't start. Was it okay? He he didn't start waking up this early to avoid the heat. I think that because natural people would say, obviously in Miami, he's waking up that early because how damn hot it was. I thought that was a smart. Like flipping a, you know, turning a phrase there. Yeah. Is that what they call that? Boom. Hey, Pat, it was real fun. Hey, I thought AJ talked more. That's because how bad you looked. If your screen was better, AJ would have said more stuff. I mean, I, it is awful. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, on ESPN too, Jeff. Yeah, it is. So I hope you're happy. The white Someone's teeth. Throttling though. your internet. It happens. It? Oh, you think somebody's throttling Donner in Miami? Is that what you're Someone's throttling Jeff. Someone's throttling Jeff's internet. Yeah, you look really good. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, Jeff. Uh-huh. Well, else? you know, they, they got me these great cameras set up and everything. <laughs> I got a great camera. You should see the camera I'm using. Is it? Is it a? It's, I, I'm telling you, they throttle your internet, Jeff. It's not. There's nothing you can do. They've attacked me multiple times. <laughs> they come after you sometimes, and they'll throttle everything you have. You're an anonymous target. They don't even know that Keep they going. Jeff Darlington. You're just getting attacked there. They say, "Hey, the pearly yeah. whites will shine through, but everything else is going to stink." Sure. Your message, just- though, never. No flubs. No, no, never wavered. It was really good. We appreciate it. It was a good microphone situation. Yeah. Well, that's like the cheapest one you can get at Guitar uh, Land or oh, whatever yeah. the hell well, thing is called. Guitar Land, yeah. <laughs> this thing, the Yeti. Oh, yeah. Blue Yeti. Yeti. 
Yeah, that's the, hey, you just started a podcast. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. There you go. I don't have to use this thing with the ESPN. You guys are the ones with the, the, the ghetto, the, the, the FaceTime. Oh! 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 Yeah. Wow. I thought you guys were, you know, big deal these days. Uh, I don't know. We had to downgrade our cameras to catch up the ESPN. Yeah. Seems like we got to upgrade yours. We will do that because we appreciate <laughs> your time. Guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff, Dar or Jeff Darlington. Yeah, Jeff! His teeth are so white. Yeah. yeah. So white. Yeah, for real. Got a great tan, too. Darius wanted to ask him about the defense. Um, but with Jeff Darlington, <laughs> you know, with how blurry he was, yeah. we'll save it for next time. Yeah, sure, I was sure, getting sure. a headache. I was disgusted. Yeah. yeah. Can't do it. Mm -hmm. Can't win with it. Can't, won't do it. Won't win with it. That's right, AJ. Let's get Stop. to a break. AJ, you're lucky that, you know, your camera is so clear yeah. today. Yep. You can see the pages. Don't wait. Who knows? Whenever we come back, I'm sure it will be zoomed in, out. It'll be all different. I can't wait to adjust. So you know when I turn like this, I'm kind of slanted. Is he slanted, or yeah. is it the bookshelf? It, it, yeah, one of the two. His house is sinking. Bro, yeah. no matter what, whenever you cut back to me, it's it, oh, oh hey, now I got like a my eyeball. I can see. It's like it's always moving and it's always changing <laughs> colors and the lights, which nothing changes, but somehow the camera. I don't get it. Hey, you know. the Hawks, especially Doc Hawks family, yeah. eat adversity for lunch. Yep. So, and dinner. Right. You can handle this, AJ. Well, of course. What do you mean? I'm not, there's no, I have no issues with it. I'm just trying to tell you if you see me chasing the camera or figuring things out, that's all I'm doing. Doc Hawk. Mm -hmm. Hickory dickory Doc. That's right. The hawk went up the clock. <laughs> what? Yep. You think ESPN heard AJ said they love the verse and they're just like, hey, let's fuck with Hawk every yeah. single day if he loves it that much. I don't know what happened, honestly, but this is just what tech is. Yeah. You yep. know, we had a full internet crash. Uh, before we went live today, and we have five fibers coming into this building. That's right. Forgot about that. So maybe they're all. AQ and Jeff were both throttled too. Both of them, their connections was weird. Jeff, I'm blaming AQ for AQs. He yeah. went out to the shipyard, probably forgot to get off the house internet. Yep. Instead of the he shipyard's did. internet, hundred percent. Which is kind of that feels like an AQ thing because he got clear there at yep. the yeah. end. Feels like yeah. he he needs to eat a sandwich. He does. Please. I don't want to be that guy that says, "Hey." You look terrible, especially after he's worked so hard to get to this point. Mm -hmm. But in the trenches tomorrow, he's going to have no legitimacy. Yeah, no. They're going to say, who's this kicker talking about offensive line stuff? Mm -hmm. He looks so fit right now. Crazy. I hate he's it. landing at night. He needs to go to like Red Robin or something, eat a burger, and then they got the bottomless fries. He needs to have about 10 things of fries to kind of re you know reacclimate himself. Maybe we make him put on like a fat suit. That we talked about this we, before. Yes, sumo suits, sumo suits. Remember? And we force him. Do you see his neck? Yeah, I think it's just because we're obviously used to seeing him. You know, three hundred pounds, seventy what? Seventy pounds. Three twenty, three thirty. Yeah. So you know, a lot of o -line, a lot of former o linemen, a lot of former teammates of ours. You know, once they get out of the league, like. They're either going this way pounds. or they go that way. Yeah, the other. Exactly. Well, but Alan Alan Fanica isn't coming up here breaking down a line film. No. You know, Morgan Cox. No, Morgan, mm, Baltimore, really good. Oh, Marshall Yonda. Marshall, Marshall Yonda. Yonda. He slumped up? Yep. Oh, yeah. oh, he weighs Ru like 180. Yeah. Russell Okung, have you seen him? Oh. He's doing yeah, he fast. Yeah, I might maybe. Is that we need to serve a 90 for tomorrow so that people will take you into training. <laughs> God. Boy, if that's the case, then AQ also has to drink two bottles of Jack Daniels. Look at that purple nose up there. I was going to say, talk there. about a purple nose. Jeez, Jeez Louise. I can't mock him. Maybe he just spent a weekend in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my deer? Hey, that's sun. That's sun down there in the south. Man. Oh, it has its fastball. Sun's yeah. different there, too. I actually have a line like from a tank top. 
like a tank top mm-hmm. burn. Oh, yeah. You can actually see that. Tuscaloosa cooked me. Mm-hmm. Got an Apple Watch one, too. But I'll never forget it. Love. No. I loved being down there. Oh, hell Every yeah. second. I really did. I enjoyed that atmosphere. I appreciated McConaughey. I guess it was on the the Today Show, the Good Morning America. Really? Uh, oh, nice. Uh, McConaughey was on one of them. They showed the catch in him. Didn't we talk about the long yeah. ball? The long ball. The long ball. We talked about it. Yeah, it was. that was an amazing weekend. The ratings are in. People watched. People watched. Don't know why. 8.8 million viewers for the game. Most viewed ESPN Saturday game since 2014. Field pass with the Pat McAfee Show on ESPN2. 799,000 viewers. Most watched McAfee Altcast. Peak 10.7 million viewers. I, I believe it's also the highest viewed Altcast since like 2018 or so. Yeah. Yep, yeah. that's what it was. Which is, yeah, with the, the national 2018. There it is, 2018 College Football National Championship. We appreciate you watching with us. I'm, I'm going to let you know. I don't know why. Like, uh, I appreciate it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that you do watch with mm-hmm. us. But some of the things that in that photo is one of the greatest of all time. So a- good. AJ locked in. AJ, you had an eye on that thing. You wanted to see if he really brought it in or not. I was mind blown at the moment that he even fathomed catching up to that ball. Yeah. That seemed to be way out of reach, out of this orbit, and not on target. Xavier Worthy tracked this ball and made oh, an yeah. incredible catch. And now we have that photo forever with Nick Moraldo looking like the neighbor in home improvement over <laughs> AJ Hawks. <Hoffman. laughs> That's right. Wilson. Yep. He looks just like I mean, I, I saw where did you get this? Someone like an AP took it or something? Uh it was today. USA Today via Reuter Sports or something like yep. that. Okay. We need to get the actual version of this. Shout out to the sheriff, too. I think his name was Josh. He was with me all night. He was great. He was great. He was. Awesome. No nonsense. He was, was down was for no the cause. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's been a couple times where the person that's with us is like kind of, I don't say beta, but pretty beta. A little sure. bit. And then other little securities wearing yellow jackets or something that have no idea what's going on who want to flex their power a little bit. And I'm normally the one that has to have a conversation with them and be like, or Zito has to talk to them and be like, no, we're allowed to be here. We're actually on TV in like 10 seconds. It's not a normal thing. Josh was like, hey, get the hell out of the way. Yeah. Thank you. It was awesome. We we're very thankful for him. I think his name was Josh. If it wasn't Josh. I, I believe so as well. Yeah, he was great. Josh was great. The man. You did, gr- you did good work, Josh. That baby Josh. Thank you, Josh. Josh did one of these. Get the. F- <laughs> Thank you. And I was like. Thank you. My yeah. man. Normally, I got to do Ace that. your card. Yeah, Zito, Zito did that as well. Thank you for watching with us. That was without Spectrum, I think, or Spectrum was back? Without, was without Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah. Without it, yeah. All these stats and ratings are coming out without Spectrum. Spectrum's back. I'm excited to see what the numbers were last night. Excited to see what the numbers are for everything now. That what? They said it's the second largest cable provider? Yes. Yeah. Like, I think it makes up like 20% of the viewership. Yeah. Damn. That's a lot. Like 15 yeah. million houses or something didn't have it. Yeah, 15 or 20 is what the estimation was. All right, well, welcome back. Well, we're on YouTube now, so yeah, sure. should have done it earlier. We'll do it tomorrow. Somebody yep. remind yeah. us. All right, yeah. All right, let's see if this goes in. Oh, nice. Oh, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. This is why we redesigned right there. Yes. Boom. I was online. It's almost like it's the same shot. Yeah. Yeah. If this one goes in, we'll take calls in the next hour. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Gomet. Yes! Nice. 1-833-432-3663. 1-833-4-DADO. Take some calls. Wrap up this beautiful show on this Tuesday. Talk about more storylines happening around the NFL. And maybe a surprise guest or two. We shall see. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. Take five. Bye. Bye. 
second nine-year NFL vet, Darius J. Butler, is here, who will be doing his Everything DB or That Good D segment just a little bit later, right? Have we voted on what the name of it is? I think I'm good with everything, DB. I think that's solid. Uh, no, nah, sure? about that good D. Good D. That's that good D. We can even make it like a, a, a banner or whatever. It's just yeah. good. Yeah, long one. What if he Look, does, long O there. What if he does bad D plays, though? Is that good and bad oh. D? Oh, because you're looking for that bad D. Every soft once in a while. D. Got yeah, well, there's a lot of bad D. D every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Every once in a while, there's going to be some bad D. That's just mm-hmm. the way the NFL goes. That's the way society is. I can't wait to learn more about that good D from Darius <laughs> Butler and everything DB later. we got three great plays from the weekend that he wants to spotlight and break down. Maybe we'll become smarter fans. Here we go. Okay. As we watch him talk about what coverages could be, what coverages look like, and what are some tells maybe before a ball is snapped Ooh. that makes these quarterbacks understand what the hell is going on. Let's go to the phones here. 1-833-432-3663. I believe this is our first time going to the phone since we have joined the ESPN world. Certainly never going to do it on ESPN, <laughs> no. but we will continue to do it on YouTube. AJ, how do you think the phones are going to perform today pretty good oh yeah i think they're going to be great today yeah a lot of overreactions we will assume let's go to aj in new york aj what's going on hey, hey Pat, how's it going i'm honored uh to be the first caller that's awesome hey Thank no you. pressure aj we'll remember this forever great name obviously great name and aj yeah, and uh, shout, out, go ahead. shout out to aj hawk um what's your initials for i'm aaron joshua Oh. Aaron James for me, buddy. Ooh, close. That's so cool. close. You guys yeah. are almost twinsies. Kind of. What do you want to talk uh, about, brother? Oh, I was, I'm the season ticket holder for the Jets. Oh. Right at the 50-yard line. Section 314 no, was there with my buddy. Oh. And as you maybe can hear, I don't have my voice right now. But I was wondering what uh, the outlook is with Zach. What do you think? I think we should definitely stick with him with the run game, how elite the defense looks. Um, I still think the division can be in hands. I mean, the Dolphins, like you, didn't want to mention their defense there. We seem to torment Josh Allen, who I went to Buffalo last year, and I was called out by Bill Sand for saying he's a little overrated in my book. Oh, you guys are still oh. – I mean, every time I've seen him three games in a row against the Jets, he just doesn't show up. But that's outside the point, but I just wanted to know what your thoughts are on the – Feeling, I would say, for the Jets this season now. Aaron Joshua, we appreciate the call. Um, Aaron James, you know this, and uh, Darius knows this. Like, when you talk about the quarterback position, obviously you need that person. Now that person has to be a leader not only on the field, but in the locker room, in the meeting room, everywhere, off the field, whenever you're out somewhere else, organizing, you know, dinners or something like that. I think Dan Marino, the story came out. Dan Marino told Tua and Tyreek Hill, hey, you two need to hang out more outside of the building. Like, that is the quarterback's job. They say, like, team chemistry isn't hard to find but it is easy to lose, okay? Ooh, and a great way to find it is if everybody invests. More importantly, your most important players investing, the quarterback investing. So now, Zach Wilson is going to get an opportunity to be all of those things again. Whenever he had all of those duties before, he fumbled. Yes, It yeah. was not good. It was bad. His teammates hated him. When somebody else got put in the game, not only did the fans lose their mind, his fans, his teammates started wearing shirts supporting the other quarterback. Him, as a quarterback, Zach Wilson was asked if he thinks he disappointed or let down the defense, and he said no after hanging a nice 
Five points, a field goal, and a safety in a, in a particular game. And I think what that showed to all of us is not only that he doesn't have self-awareness and he appears to be a little bit of a doofus, but he also probably has no connection with anybody on this team to really get a beat on how he should act or his feelings on maybe disappointing somebody on the defensive side of the ball who's worked their ass off and played really well while he let them down. Somebody who's a friend of that person would naturally feel bad for doing that. So we learned all those things about Zach Wilson. Then we see him with Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and the way Aaron Rodgers operated as soon as he got there. We're going to other guys' dinners. We're going to guys' plays. We're going to Rangers games with teammates. We're going to Knicks games with teammates. We're having people over to the house. We're going to people's houses. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out We're in the locker room. We're chatting with everybody. Zach Wilson literally got to watch like, oh, here's how you build rapport with your team. Here's how you lead as a quarterback in the National Football League. And I think what we saw in the preseason was a guy who had moxie in respect of his peers. And we're like, look at Zach Wilson. Yeah. Whenever he gets the baton from Aaron, whether it's next year or two years, he's going to be ready for it because he's going to like a Harvard when it comes to being an NFL leader. Last night, he did not have any of the moxie that we saw in preseason. He did not really play that well. No. He had a couple conversations on the sideline where the team seemed to be boosting him, and he was receptive, and it was much better than it had been in the past. But he was not the guy that we thought it was going to be from what we saw in the preseason. Now, granted, this offense was not geared for Zach Wilson. It was geared for Aaron Rodgers. Do you think he's ready for the baton to be the guy? And what do you think the Jets fans should expect for the rest of the year from him and Nathaniel Hackett while Zach Wilson has to learn a brand-new offense as well this year? Yeah, I mean, I think last night you kind of got to throw out when it comes to Zach Wilson's performance and what he did. I mean, that was just yep. such a – just a, everyone was kind of shell-shocked with what happened, and that's not – especially how quickly it happened, too. The fourth play of the game, whatever, all of a sudden Zach's like, here we go. Oh, I'm God. looking at – are the starter for the next oh, 17 God. games here, like the next 16? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. Like, it's what a different world for him that's to be thrust into that lineup and then play that game. Obviously, Garrett Wilson helps him out with the beautiful catch for the touchdown, but it can't help Zach hearing rumors that what – the Jets are, are searching yeah. for veteran quarterbacks out there on the free agent market. Who are they talking to? Well, and Darius knows this. I talked to a couple GMs around the NFL, and guys like Carson Wentz, yep. Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. um, Cam Newton, mm-hmm. RG3, Matt Ryan, Ma- Matt Ryan myself, yep. yeah. we're all considered you know, distractions. So it's impossible mm-hmm. to have guys like us as backup quarterbacks in the league mm. because there's a chance that the locker room will kind of gravitate towards them because yeah. they're proven, older, might have friendships already, sure. and it takes away from the starting quarterback. In a locker room, I believe, and it's not the belief of everybody, there's people that think competition's a good thing at every position. I believe you have to have a designated quarterback. Hey, this is the guy. This is the person that we are all trying to win for. Like, this is the way we go. How they go, we go. We must know that and be aware of that as we talk to this person. But then, the follow-up from the GMs is, now that you're potentially the starter though, these guys that are labeled a distraction are all of a sudden on the table again because their type of energy, me, RG3 obviously, and many others, that is the leadership that you want right now because you're getting dropped into a place where you're going to have to make relationships quickly. So what is a distraction in the past if you're going to be a backup is actually an asset if you're going to be a starter. So there's a chance that I get a call, RG3 gets a call maybe, Colin Kaepernick might get a call, Uh Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, he seems to be in there. There's Ben Roethlisberger, Phil Rivers, Chad Kelly. There's a Tom Brady. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's a chance that us distractions at the quarterback position might get the call, but who knows what will be the right piece because you're going to have to learn a brand-new offense, mm -hmm. and you're going to have to have brand-new teammates. And then people start talking about other young quarterbacks that are out there like who had a good preseason. Let's say uh, Zip on the ball Zappy yeah, or sure. DTR or some of the other people. It's like, did you see Zach Wilson in preseason? Yeah, Zach Wilson good. looked really good in preseason too. So if we're just going off of preseason performances, why would you want a new guy? I think the brand-new offense is the conversation starter and ender for the veteran quarterback coming in. Remember, Aaron knew this offense before he even got to the Jets. Yeah. Aaron has known this offense since 2000. When did he get drafted? Uh, 05. Yeah. 2005. So he had 18 years in this West Coast offense that Hackett's dad was helping create the entire thing. I think that's a big piece of the storyline, D-Bud. A uh, huge piece of the storyline. But, Zach, I mean, and I've been talking about it since A-Rod went there, since Aaron went there, like, that was the guy you he wanted to be under. That was the Harvard of quarterback school, like you said. And obviously, you didn't expect the, hand, the keys to be handed over at this point. Mm. Everybody was shell-shocked. I'm sure Zach was, too. I'm sure he just expected yeah. this to be the first display of Aaron's greatness um, in New York and be, going in that quickly. Um, I, I, honestly, I think he handled it well because he didn't play great, but he didn't lose in the game. And that's going to be basically – his task for the rest of the season because you know that's a Super Bowl, that's a championship-level defense. So I think he can play better. I think he can mature. I think he will mature. It was good to see his teammates, Lazard and, and, and yeah. Wilson over there kind of talking him up. Um, and you, you, The Jets, they got to do their due diligence to see what uh, options are out there. Um, but I think Zach will be all right. I mean, if you're moving on from a quarterback or your quarterback gets hurt, Let's not forget, Zach was the second overall pick for a reason. Like, we saw that yeah. Josh Allen throw earlier. Like, that was the throws he was making in pro day and stuff. So, we know he has it. the arm talent. So, now it's just about can he figure it out and just not F it up uh, for the team. Well, yeah, Brees Hall's all the way back. Yeah. yeah. So right? Let's remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's remember. No, all the way, I guess not. 90% back. Pretty yeah. much. Because if not, he would have pulled away from Cuz. Right. right? That's what yeah. Brees Hall. Brees Hall scores. I'm at 83 yards. On yeah. all these ones that he busts open. Brees Hall last year, that was edge touchdown. We assume he will get to that point as this season continues to unfold, as he continues to recover from his knee surgery that he had to have. Man. But this dude's just different. For whatever reason, he can break through, find the holes, and he's explosive every time he touches the ball, it feels like, in the NFL. Get the ball to him. Dalvin Cook didn't have his best game. Who knows if he was just getting kind of his feels out. He will become a guy that will return to form. His weapons will be good. Zach Wilson set up for success. Yeah. I don't necessarily understand why they're looking for a veteran quarterback right now, maybe to back up yeah. back Zach up. Wilson. Mm -hmm. But then that goes back to the distraction conversation on who you can bring in, who do you want to come into your culture. This team is built to go on a run. Do any of us believe that they're going to now? Not really. The books actually took him from 18 to 1 to 35 to 1 yeah. to win the Super Bowl because of Aaron's injury. You want to talk about a needle mover. The sports books go, uh, you bet 100 bucks on the Jets to win, you'll win 1,800 bucks if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. Jets haven't been good for a long time. 1,800 bucks is what I get? Yeah, it's good. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt on Tuesday morning. It goes, you bet 3,500. Good luck. Good luck. Welcome back to it. That is what the book said yeah. overnight. But I believe in Zach Wilson. And I think it's strictly because of what I watched him do this preseason, how comfortable he seemed behind the scenes. I think that was the missing piece. His relationships with people. I think his self-awareness will be uh, raised. Raised? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Riz, yeah, raised. Yeah, raised. raised. Rose, Rose, Rose. No, his no, no, raised. He is risen. Well, he did, but yeah. actually, he just walked out. But 
will be raised. It will be raised. Yeah. I think your self-awareness will be raised, which makes everything better. Your work ethic, mm -hmm. your study habits, your relationships with your teammates. Oh, like, yeah. I have faith in Zach Wilson, and I don't know if I should or not, but I actually think he's going to play good football for them. Well, and that's the thing is, like, you know, in terms of is he ready, like, he – he wasn't. That's why they sold out and to go get Rodgers was because, you know, Salah said as much on hard knocks. Like, mm -hmm. hey, our offense fucking sucked last year, okay? Like, that was the problem. And, like, that was the whole reason is, like, hey, we can't win with this guy. But, you know, you have a whole offseason with Rodgers. Like, we, we ha he is a different guy than what we saw last year. And even last night, like, there were a couple plays, like, a couple throws where he picked up first downs on third down where it's like, Last year, either, and granted, on the Manning cast, you know, a couple of those plays, Peyton sitting there leaning back <laughs> in his chair like, what the fuck is this guy doing, you know? And Peyton buried Zach. He did, he did. But but to D-Butt's point, like, they had no business winning that game, really, yeah. once Rodgers got hurt, and he he put him in a position to actually win. So, so yeah, when, when the defense is that good, it's not like he's going to be asked to go out there and throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. He has a good running game, too, so we'll see. I mean, to, like you said, like, do, do we think they're going to win the Super Bowl now without Rodgers? No, we don't. But, but I think Zach's a better option than I agree. Everybody I agree. that was being thrown out, well, including myself and RG three this morning. And that's what they're saying. Joe Flacco is pounding that drum like, hey, I'm, yeah. re I'm ready What's to come that? back. Let me let me back in the building, please. And he back. could be the backup right to Zach Wilson. For yeah. sure. I think Flacco has the personality. He's already been in there, knows yeah. everybody. Yeah, there. I mean, I really don't know what you guys are talking about. This is going to be a complete fucking shit show. Oh, do you, you don't think he developed at all? <laughs> no, no, no. He he definitely has. But it's. I mean, look at what happened with Jordan Love and. Bro, they just beat the Bills last night. Yeah, yeah, they they did beat the Bills. How many times are the quarterbacks that he's playing going to throw three touchdowns or three interceptions? Maybe a lot with that defense. You should go and look at the the schedule. Like we said before, the Jets have what the third or the second hardest schedule in the entire NFL. And granted, that can change as the season goes. I know that sometimes teams aren't as good as they think they are, or were projected to be. But my God, there is no chance in hell that they. I mean, I'd be surprised if they were five hundred. Jets defense, real deal. It, really good. Is Aaron uh, is Aaron going to be on the sidelines? Do we think? Talking to him potentially a lot. That that's probably a good thing. Him didn't he? Yeah, because he said, "Hey, throw the ball deep to this guy on the left side of the field." Yep. And then he threw the ball deep, and he was there. And then there was a lot of that was him, that wasn't him, that mm -hmm. was me, that wasn't me. Whenever Peyton Manning was out that year, and we won two and fourteen, uh, that was a tough year. But there was one game mm -hmm. where Peyton was on the sideline. Oh yeah. Standing next to Clyde Christensen, who was our offense coordinator at the time, now quarterback consultant at North Carolina with Drake May, where. Clyde Christensen was calling plays, and then all of a sudden, a guy who's six foot six stands right next to him and just starts signaling in <laughs> place. And Clyde Christensen's talking and then looking and okay, and then cross arms, and then Peyton calls the series, and they go right down the field. It's like I don't want to say it's. It feels like for Peyton, it was easier to call plays mm -hmm. and have success than maybe even being out there and having to execute it. Because mm -hmm. he could see the jumbotron. He could see, like, he was watching while the play was happening. You saw him looking at, like, the secondary. How are they responding when maybe in the middle of the play he has to look at something else and has to rely on the photos during commercial. Mm -hmm. He walked right down the field, scored a touchdown. Dak Prescott, right down the field, scored a touchdown. It's like, could you imagine Aaron comes out and is the offense coordinator <laughs> alongside Hackett with Zach Wilson in there, just bang, 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 yeah. boom, bang, and they win? That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. I would appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, that would be a game changer. Well, I, I mean, what would be the only reason that he won it? Just, just rehab, rehab probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not could in, he stand there? Got to be on that cart thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of reasons yeah. not to do it that are definitely safety against getting healthier for you to come back mm -hmm. and play football. But also Nathaniel Hackett probably just 
Uh, I'm the offense coordinator. Uh, so Aaron's just calling plays? Yep, please. Robert Sala going, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Take your fucking headset off and give it to him. Okay, you're a crow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking eagle, all right? Do you know the story about the crow and the eagle? Because I'll tell I, it again. I Get on his fucking back. He's going to take you up. You're going to die of oxygen failure, and that's the way it goes. Who wins? Rodgers wins every fucking time. He is a commander, okay? He's not a follower or whatever the fuck I said in that speech. <laughs> Read in that speech. <laughs> Towards the end, he wasn't reading his speeches. No, he wasn't. Did you see that, AJ? Towards the end, he wasn't reading his speeches. Really? Yeah, yeah. hard knocks. There was like- I, didn't, I didn't notice that. But the crow speech show, the crow jumps on his back, and he, that's what he does. He takes him up to where he can't yeah. breathe. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what if, basically, what if the, the crow gets them before they get all get all the way up there. Well, the eagle just banks on having a hard shell on the back like a turtle because mm-hmm. the crow hops on the back and just starts pecking away. Mm-hmm. Starts pecking away, and the eagle says, "Oh, is that right? Okay." And they just fly up towards the sun like Tom Cruise did in uh, in Maverick, yeah, and just start flying yeah. towards the sun. Oh, and then inevitably, Hangman's coming out the back and shooting yep. that thing out of the sky. That's right. That's happening to the crow, and it's not Hangman, although the oxygen levels are acting like Hangman. Yep. The crow can't breathe at the altitude. Dead. Eagle still soars. Congratulations. Score one for the American bird as opposed to the crow that's just trying to raise hell down there in Athens. That's right. Do you think he's got a new analogy this week when they come and he's like, okay, we're not eagles anymore. Now we're fucking pigeons. We're eating used bubble gum and pennies and spit off the street. And that's what we're going to have to do for the next 16 weeks, okay? That's but, the way it goes. But a pigeon is very smart. Yeah, that's right. You can teach it to race. <laughs> yeah. And fly. Deliver message. Yeah. Adaptable. Yeah. Do you have any more from the pigeon coach? Well, you know, I mean, pigeons, yeah, they're, they're smart. You can train them. Uh, you could win a couple games. But in the end, pigeons are still kind of dipshits. They're the kind of birds that are flying into, you know, plate glass windows and getting their brains blown out. So uh, hopefully we can get, you know, a couple of the carrier pigeons and maybe make a playoff run. If not, we're going to be those pigeons that are, you know, sitting in the street getting run over by 18 wheelers and we're going to win four games. <laughs> Inspiring stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Today, we're not the 18-wheeler yeah. getting trucked pigeons. That's right. No, no. We're Mike Tyson's pigeons, mm-hmm. the ones that are winning races around the Bronx. The ones who are helping chimney sweeps in old-time London clean out their big chimneys. <laughs> Very useful pigeons. What? Man, that was going to be so good for this year, you having that. Oh, oh man. It was going to be so good. Over and done with. Now that yeah. thing's done. Yeah. yeah. It was good, though. Good run. He'll be back next year. All right. Maybe. He doesn't get fired. Buddy, honestly. You think you think he might get fired? No. no I mean, there, I don't think anybody's going to get zero. fired because it's week one and who knows what teams are going to do. But, like, what are you spending a lot of money, bro? A ton of money. Yeah, I talked what, about it. What are you spending yeah, a lot? on, too. Did he take the necklace off eventually? He was up there in chain. the suite, still had it on. After, yeah, yeah I wonder when. I saw him. I took it off. for him because he probably felt good. And then he's like, oh, here we go. And then, like, no. Oh, no. This isn't real. I took it off. He said, I got to humble. We're all kind of mm-hmm. humble tonight. And then Xavier Gibson caught that punt. And as he was running, he was like, where the hell is, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> Put that thing back on. I'm going, how about them winning that game, bro? I know. It no one's crazy. really talking too much about that. But, yeah, they, they won, won that game. They won that game. That's why the story is so big because it's like mm-hmm. that team has been able to just win games with having basically zero offense 
That's how good this defense is. Now, special teams gets a big-time win, obviously, with this rookie making the team on the last episode of Hard Knocks in an emotional moment where he didn't think he was going to make it, and they actually set it up as if he wasn't going to make it. Then they told him how great he was and how incredible his work ethic was and his passion, how lucky they are that he was an undrafted rookie for the New York Jets. And after week one on Monday Night Football, wow. September 11th in New York, you lose Aaron Rodgers, and all of a sudden in overtime, this guy comes out of nowhere, sets up his blocks the timing let me get behind cuz go ahead and get his legs sam martin hey Ooh, sam martin we can't do it <laughs> go, go low sam go low dive his leg sam just act like you got blocked yeah. at least yeah. yeah the double kangaroo punch <laughs> is just not the move here you know what i mean oh no oh he's no. trying to punch the ball out i appreciate him trying to get the rock or maybe even a face mask mm -hmm. but like sam you just got to turn your whole body sideways right uh. there you just got to Oh, buddy. Jeez Louise. A lot of people talk a lot of crap on Sam Martin. What you need to know about Sam Martin, and although that wasn't his best punt, uh, he's been in the league a long time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very successful for a long time. Bombs him. Very handsome. Mm -hmm. Isn't he, Foxy? He's super handsome. Oh, yeah, very handsome. He was great for the Lions at the beginning of his career. Loved him there. Date celebrities. Oh, very, oh, yeah. really? Very under the radar, those guys. Great cool. dude. Fun to hang out with. Cool guy. Yes. Charming. Funny. Yeah. All these things. But he knows what he did at the end of that play last night. Can't oh, yeah. ever happen again on film. He knows that. Maybe. And the people he's friends with right now. Oh. oh, I didn't even think about that. Buddy, his text messages are not good. So Sam knows he can't be doing that for the good of our position, for the good of football as a whole. Yeah. And I assume the Bills are also doing a little, you know, so. Well, wall return was that? Yeah, it was a wall return setup. It was the first return. If you look at the film, I, I broke it down. It was the first return that the Jets had all night where they were able to set up their return, actually. You know, there was a couple of different opportunities. If somebody busted oh. through or not. But, yeah, they bailed the safeties early to build the wall. They had to get into the wall, man. they got to get into the wall. Yeah, but then they bring the mic back to get most dangerous man, and boom, that's him right yeah. there. Asterisk. So instead of going for the block, he comes back and makes that play for them. It was perfectly executed no by the returner, by everybody doing the roundup blocks, by everybody. No penalties either. I mean, that is very difficult to accomplish. Sure, no penalties, but, I mean, there was an asterisk because uh, – Oh, go ahead and go back and pause that. Referee guys. So They're all running behind each other. Yeah, yeah. You can't be. Yeah. This is a quick way to have a. And this is how good ex, uh, oh, yeah. Xavier. Oh. Look at, oh, they're in a straight line. Wow. So yeah, man, they said, pause they right there. Pause right there. So, like, you see, you can basically see the ass of every Jets player is facing that way, right? Mm -hmm. Except for this guy. Except for this guy right here who's doubling the gunner. Okay, so except for this guy who's doubling the gunner. That's his job. He was a safety. Bail. You got here. Everybody's ass is this way, you know? There, you can see them on this side of these guys. So Xavier's job is to make their job easier. So he baits them this way, which gets this whole coverage unit to go this way. Pause. Now, with this much space, look at this block perfectly executed. This was a double team, but if you got him, find somebody else. His eyes are upfield. Then play. And Xavier, ah, stops on a dime. Pause. This is when you know. Ooh. This mm -hmm. is when you know that these guys are thinking, oh, shit. <laughs> this guy is out, already gone just strictly by leverage. These guys have a setup. There's extra work there, extra work there. It's almost perfectly executed. And where the punt was punted to for a left wall return made it even better. Not that that's Sam Martin's fault, but like the Jets called the perfect return. 
had the perfect outcome, the perfect punt, and there was a bunch of great blocks, even though that guy clearly tripped a guy. Mm -hmm. like Yo, that made me so mad. John Did Perry. You? Man. We get it, pal. Interesting <laughs> no, hill to no, die man. on. Why? Just, there's an asterisk Why? on it. Is it? You don't think he's going to make that field goal? What is it? Yeah. You don't think he's going to make a 20-yard field goal with the asterisk there? A little self-awareness by John Perry, but yeah. Just a... Uh, Incredible way to win a game. Unreal. It. it didn't even trip him. Yeah. What was the tight end doing? First oh, game ever. Well, I don't Monday think he block low either. Yeah. yeah prime so there's time. A whole, Football. There's a whole conversation on that. The trip, everybody's talking about the leg. I think you're not allowed to block low on special teams plays yeah. either. So that might have been an actual penalty. But nonetheless, field goals going through. Incredible return. Yep. Sam Martin can't have it. Nope. <laughs> can't have it. Back to the drawing board. I haven't texted him. It's big of you. He knows. He knows. He's miserable. Yeah. That yeah. is. Because you know what one of those does, and I don't want to just talk selfishly, but like obviously it loses you a game, so your teammates are all disappointed. Right. Your coaches are all disappointed. I assume that ball is supposed to go somewhere that wasn't there. That is always the case. Like, hey, you're 15 yards off here. When if they make a tackle, it's like great punt. You know, <laughs> yeah. like there's two different outcomes there. So he's getting blamed. But also like that's a negative net. Uh, towards your stats for the rest of the year. Killed. Like, everything in Sam Martin's life just not good for that return. And all anybody says is, yeah, but you didn't have to look like a little bitch while it's happening. <laughs> yeah. You know, so he's miserable. We think he's going to bounce back. But that was a great return. Great call, Hell too. Yeah. You know who special teams coach is over there? Is it Brent still? Brent Boyer, yeah. Ooh. They have a lot of returns. You start looking up what the Jets have done on special teams over the last few years, they are a good return team. And I think the reason is because their special teams coordinator was like a 13-year NFL wedge buster. Dog. Beast. Like 13? Dog. You should see this guy's head. <laughs> AJ, this guy's head, this yeah. block, cinder. Cinder block this big. Body built, similar to mine, but more jocked. Faster, ran like a 4.5, I think, Gee. out of Arizona, 2.30, 2.25. And, uh, yeah, he's just running headfirst into a double team mm -hmm. for 13 years, 16 times a year. Just how you do it. This is my profession. Weapon. Absolute weapon. Yeah. And then now he's – yeah, there he is. Look at that head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look That's at that. Offensive line okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah, look at that head. Yeah. Barbarian out there. Actual. He's a dog, man. But the guys that played it. You know, because some of these coaches that didn't play, I'm not saying every coach has to play, but some of these coaches have an unrealistic expectation of players to do something. Like, hey, we need you, especially on special teams because of how big, the play, how big the field is. We need you to get from here <laughs> in downtown Indianapolis to you need to get up here to Carmel before the ball lands. <laughs> and it's like, that's not, that's not possible. It's like other teams have done it. It's like, well, other teams have guys that run 4-2. I am... A four six need you to make it, okay? And if you're not the guy, we'll fire you. It's like, Sorry. well, could you not put me in a better position to maybe yeah. succeed here? That would be fantastic. I think it probably happens on defense side of the ball as well. In Absolutely. Certain, like, like on in theory, it makes sense. Yeah. In theory, need you to be here, but in reality, where we are, mm -hmm. that is not an actual thing. And there's some coaches that don't agree. Brant Boyer, former coaches that get into special teams, I think they understand that some of the asks of former special teams players impossible ridiculous like what you're doing right this is not and he's really had success i'm happy for him he uh protege atomic man oh, okay yeah. nice yeah that's sweet yeah it is he was he was the assistant uh to tom whenever he was at the indianapolis Colts. he was also the assistant for the first guy that was in it so he might have been chuck guy chuck pagano actually he might be a chuck pagano guy yeah, oh. in new york for a minute now right how many yeah. years now what seven probably i think probably a while. seven seven eight years so he was there pre-Sala and yeah, came, I saw, kept him. Kept him. Yeah. Sala probably heard 
How long were you running into <laughs> yeah. a wedge? Real wedge oh, buster okay. for 13 fucking years with a head like that. Yeah, I'll take that guy. He's awesome, too. Hanging around him, great energy. Mm -hmm. Weapon. Just hilarious. Great, yeah. great little goatee there, too. Yeah, and he would tell you his ass is probably top five in the country, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This <laughs> ass, <laughs> these pants... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chuck Pagano used to tell the story. Br uh, Brant never told that, but when Brant was playing, I guess, before games, <laughs> he would have a moment with the mirror. And Chuck said, every time I walk by, all I hear him saying is, this ass, these pants, oh, yeah. And then walk out. <laughs> oh, unreal. Yeah, he is. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a hilarious dude, bro. That was back when he was playing, obviously, and running his head into things. He's now an adult with three grown kids and everything like that. <laughs> but he is legend. I'm happy for him. Even though, from the sounds of it, via Schrager and Rossini, the coaching staff in New York is certainly a little, uh, a little down. This morning, yeah, AJ, a little bit down. Over when there. they they showed Sala's face shortly oh. after, yeah, you kind of told it all. Let's go to the phones here. Let's go to um, let's go to uh, mm, mm. you want to talk Raiders or Steelers? Raiders. Let's go to Raider Man in California. Raider, <laughs> yeah. what's going on, pal? Gentlemen, been a while since we talked. Oh yeah, yeah, we've been yearning for this too, Raider Man. We have been yearning for this. What do you want to talk about? All I gotta say is, hey, the Raiders are undefeated. Why are we not mentioning Mad Max Crosby, the Condor, as a clear front runner for Raider defensive player? He's a year? pirate. Sorry, Raider man. AJ is not respecting what's going on. I, if you want to restart, you can. I just what AJ's doing right now, while yeah. you are speaking about this Raiders team that is undefeated, is not good for our show. No. It's Ooh. not good for our program. So we want you to feel welcome, Mr. Raider Man. But there is a couple quick questions. Are you a pirate? That's why you sound the way you sound? Or how did we get to this point, Mr. Raider Man? No, my name's Raider Man, and this is just how I was born. <laughs> so you're not a pirate? No, I'm Raider Man. Well, is a Raider a pirate? Yes. Is that him? I'm a superhero. Oh. oh, I think so. You're a super I got, pirate. I got, I got tight cape and all. So you're a super pirate. You can sure. Okay, I'm happy we okay. figured this out. I didn't want to. You know, <laughs> I think he's got one of those things Kane used to use. You put it up to your neck and you talk like this. Oh, were you a big time smoker? Oh, smoker, yeah. yeah. You a big time smoker? That, I don't think that's what we're doing. AJ, uh, sorry, Raider Man. Who isn't here in these California parts, but... Whoa, you lost whoa, it! Whoa, Raider Man! Raider Man! What happened to oh, no. you? You said uh, <laughs> you took one of those... You took like a throat yeah, thing? Yeah, Is it a lozenger? What, what happened there? The voice is hard to keep on doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, stressful. Sorry, you're a superhero. Yeah. You're a super pirate, Can't man. cry about it. Listen, that. buddy, this is what and, you got to do. Let me tell you, my voice is my arch nemesis. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, well, why'd you sign up for that particular? <laughs> you, you made this thing, right? You could have had it have a different voice. Maybe it was a, maybe it's like that guy uh, with Teller from Penn and Teller. Oh, yeah. Maybe the Super Raider uh, man doesn't I'm, speak. No. I'm, I'm consistent. I'm loyal. Oh, you're it's back. Yeah. yeah you're there are two right. people on this call. Turn to work and do a shoot, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this show oh. is the worst. 
not exactly consistent when he went back no. and forth yeah. between the voices. It's like we broke him. I felt like I felt bad. I know. Yeah, that was a yeah. big fail. Quick, too. You I thought can't we, kill kayfabe on that no matter what. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's how bad I felt, though. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. We yeah, just no, broke the like, super You know part. what? Fuck it. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> 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 I bet his buddies love it. They probably think it's amazing. Oh, Did yeah. Did you see? Is that what he looks like? Is that actually him? If he's walking around with this big thing on his head, I bet you his friends do not love it. Yeah, people sitting behind him. Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? This guy's like a WWE Raw from the 90s holding a sign up yeah. over his head. I'm a billboard. This guy, if this is him, <laughs> he's a lot There's older no than way. it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be this person. All right. Anyways, Raider Man, call back, bub. Come on. You, Good Raider luck, Raider Man. Man. Stick to it, too. Good Lord. Yeah. Jesus. Can't be coming in that strong and then leaving that no. soft. It's just a bad look for Raiders. That has to hurt, though. Oh, yeah. Like that, the way he's talking. Yeah, but like you said, that's on you, Raider <laughs> Man. You chose how Raider Man was going to talk. Yeah, maybe, you know, everything has to evolve. Superheroes have to evolve. True. That's right. Maybe that one gets a lozenge and it just mm -hmm. talks a little bit different. Yeah. Normal. Maybe if not, any, go ahead. Maybe it chose him. He didn't choose it. Maybe. Well, Ooh, well maybe. Maybe. Pat, his father. And his father's father were both yeah. Raider man. So a Raider's a pirate, though, just so we get this back <laughs> yes. on yeah. stage. Yeah. Like a Buccaneer and a yeah. Raider. Bingo. All I was trying to ask is, I, I didn't think it was that big of a question yeah, I, I was like asking. It. Yeah. <laughs> Pirate. I, stumped kinda, him. You stumped him. He, got, he was bumping all over himself. It kind of spiraled us into a bad spot. Yeah. And I, That's when it all went downhill. I want to let everybody know that was not that was not intentional. I was trying to. That was just literally like, yeah. so you're a pirate right Learn now? Learn the origins of Raider Man. Because we can't see it. We can only hear it. Yeah. So I want to draw a picture in my head here. Are you a pirate or not? That's all I was wondering. Raider Man, we need you to call. Actually, Raider Man, figure it out. Yeah. You want to yeah. do this or not? Yeah, Back exactly. to the drawing board. Jesus. <laughs> Figured out. You were the one talking shit on it. You were the reason why we had to do that no, whole I song and dance. I, I, I didn't know. If, I was wondering if this is some kind of bit that I don't know about. What? What, Raider Man? Let's go to like Nick. You guys all were boys with him or something. Okay. <laughs> like so you think happen. one of my friends? Just so I know. Just so. No, you think any of my friends are cool enough to be a Raider Man? I didn't no. say your friends. I said maybe you guys knew this guy. He was a person of the internet that you guys were all uh. fans of. Oh. Kind of like Joe DiNardo. He, what? Whoa. R.I.P. I'm not. Bingo. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm not friends with Joe DiNardo. I fucking wish I was, though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with all this weather. You saw last night at MetLife. They didn't know what was going on. No. They had that kickoff show. Rest in peace, Joe. Rest in oh, peace, Joe. Miss Thank you, Joe. 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 Love you, Joe. They had, you, Joe. For those that don't know, Joe DiNardo ran Doppler in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We grew up. He was never wrong. No. Nope. no said it Have was. you ever heard of a meteorologist or a weatherman batting a thousand? No, you haven't. Until you heard of fucking Joe DiNardo. Mm -hmm. That's what Joe DiNardo did. Okay? We need Joe DiNardo these days, especially with the weather's cooking up. <laughs> so the fact that you ask him, my friends with Joe DiNardo, <sighs> just bringing it up that Joe ain't here. It's not just sad for me that Joe ain't here, that I'm not able. It's sad for society. Do you think last night they would have had Scott Van Pelt in his debut of that countdown show sitting in a suite on four random chairs if Joe DiNardo still existed? Joe DiNardo would have said, hey, look out. There's going to be some rain on the way. Then you saw those clouds at MetLife Stadium oh, going yeah. over top of that. I thought there was what? some sort of movie-like storm coming. Crazy. Joe DiNardo would have told us that was happening. Yep. Joe said it would, and Joe said it did. That is what Joe did. So, no, I'm not friends with Joe DiNardo, AJ. Thanks for asking and reminded me that Joe DiNardo's dead. Mm. We get it, AJ. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to – I don't know. I love when we honor Joe. Yeah. Yep. 
Boom. Right, right there. there. Read it in week. Joe said it <laughs> would. You know what else? Joe wasn't dancing around on TikTok, okay? He was busy studying the weather patterns, trying to get it right. He Nick was hates all this guy. All yeah, he does. Nick hates this dancing weatherman. He started in North Carolina. He got a big promotion up to New York. Nick yep. has hated him all the way through. The only reason why I know this guy exists <laughs> is because Nick does not like this dancing weatherman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Just read the Doppler, dude. But that's boring. Yeah, it's a modern-day morning Ooh, show rats. story, truly. I like them. He's he's doing he got pizzazz. Yeah. He does have. A lot. I would love it. That'd be fun to get the weather from a person that's entertaining. Like it's that. it right. Bingo. Well, I don't know if anybody's uh, getting it right these yeah, days. Yeah. Feels like there's a lot of fake promises on these weather, but how could they know? You know. Well, Joe, because cows are still farting. That's right. Mm. True. Really? I, I thought uh, yeah. they switched that. I thought uh-huh. they did. They figured that out. No, they're just poking holes mean? in their guts now. What's that mean? Uh, now you're part of the problem. That's what I just heard. Yeah, Wake up from your little bubble in Florida. Wow. Welcome to the real world. Yeah. I mean, like, Matt lost. How yeah. do things get so hot? Yep. Uh, you just blindly been listening to Ron DeSantimonious, haven't you? <laughs> What's your problem? Uh, what? Have you? What? What's your problem? I'm just trying to steer this to one thing and one thing. Over. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> Yeah, it, it sounds like you are. And I have no idea what it is, but nope. it sure feels like you're trying to shoehorn something into something. Well, yeah. you'll see later on because boy, oh boy, is there trouble in the White House. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Whoa. Are you eating peaches later? Really? Especially today. AJ. Chocolate chip, chocolate chip. AJ Connor probably just saw some tweet on X yep. from some account. Boner Garage 24. No, no, no. And now all of a sudden, Connor is, uh, he's been glowing over there. I don't know what happened and when it happened, but there has been a little change in you, and I assume this is what you're referring to. Well, there are two things, and one of them I think I'm just going to have to backboard because they're just bigger news right now, and that is the other thing that you will see. And it wasn't from Boner Garage, okay? It's from very reputable sources. Mm. So Internet report? Not an internet report. No, 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 no. Real report. Mm. You'll see. Wait right till you see the meme. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I, there will be memes. Oh, there will be memes like there was blood. But I'm telling you right now, you'll see right after this. What's okay, going. is the world ending? Uh, no. And, okay, cool. That's good. That's yeah, all I need to know. That's all I need to know. And ultimately, this will lead to nothing. But still, cool news. See, that's politics, though. That's mm-hmm. right. That's what it feels like politics. Bingo. Is. But it, but it leads to cooler memes. We might get another hype video of someone looking like a fool. Okay, well, that's politics. Yeah, Every day, some idiot yeah. looks like a fool up there. Mm-hmm. And then all of us that don't pay attention much go, how are these the people that are deciding the things that I <laughs> and my family get to do? And then you remember, oh, yeah, because everything's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then you just move forward and worry about sports and keep it moving. Exactly. But you, your algo is like, hey, con man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Boom, you need to see this. Check it out. Boom, you need to see this. My algo needs to not hear anything we're talking about right now. Keep that out of there. Yeah. How do we feel about X? X is comes in waves. Yeah. The algo. It's not I don't bad. see any of your guys' posts. Neither I've never I. seen any of yours. Yeah. So the best yeah. thing that I do. Do you post? Have you posted? You've posted a couple. No, of but I, I don't see anything that you guys do. Like I'm trying to. Yeah, you got to go search it out if I want to see anything that you guys do, I feel like. Why is that? Why, why is that so? Because you would think with the way these phones operate, like you walk into a store, they're dropping an ad in your thing from sure. the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We. We literally talk to each other every day. Yes. For hours and hours and hours on end. Uh-huh. How come our phone and algorithm can't pick up that we potentially want to see what you guys are posting? Like, you know, I don't understand how that happens. It makes no sense. X kind of stinks. 
What? Kind of stinks. Didn't they really just change no something way. else to it? Yeah, quote tweets. Yeah, now so quote, quote tweets quotes. now are in a different. You have to go up to like the three dots up there and go to like the engagement tab. It's basically, they're just making it more confusing and tougher to do than just like, hey, I can open up my phone and see all this shit right here. Like, that's not the way it's going to be anymore. It's kind of a if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I don't think it was broke, but now everything's getting fixed. So. I suppose we'll see, but I do not love it right now. Yeah, I've been through a lot of iterations of Twitter, and now obviously it has a new name. And I've always said that it's the greatest platform because it is. It was the one that I focused on entirely whenever I got into the social media game because I enjoyed it so much. Made the world so small. Had a chance to chat with a lot of people that you normally wouldn't get to chat with. People got to, you know, like... I got to learn a lot about a lot of people here in Indiana because of Twitter and everything like that. But then you start adding in the element of the news, mm -hmm. hours and hours before anything else will be reported. Yeah. And if you find the right people to follow, you'll be able to really learn everything you need to know as soon as you open this particular app. Now it's like, uh, yeah, you wanted to follow this, but we think you'd actually like this a little bit more. And then there's now there's a thing, and it's just, I guess we've gotten so used to it, where I'll open the app, and I'll see somebody, I forgot that I followed that person because yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen them in yeah. months. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how, what? Didn't I, didn't I choose to see this? I didn't choose to see. And you're showing me all of this guy knocking out this guy, almost killing this yeah, guy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But you can't that. give me any, uh, yeah. who my actual friends are. No. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Well, that's happened for a while, though. I mean, we haven't been able to see each other's stuff for like two, three football seasons now. The knockout stuff definitely sucks, and that quote tweet stuff is just absolutely ridiculous. But that, that's been a problem with Twitter for quite some time. The key is to click on anyone's tweets in here and then keep scrolling down because they have like the more like this. That is how I see everybody's tweets now because I'll see one of yours, I'll click on it, and then below it, it's like discover more similar, and then it's all of our tweets. Because I'm almost at a point where uh, I'm like, hey, you put a tweet out, send it in a group. Mm -hmm. Need to see it. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's a big part of the show, me seeing what Connor's popping off on mm -hmm. XO about, and I can't see any of it. I couldn't even imagine, you know, you, oh. Just figure it out. That's still good for, like, last night, you know, when you're trying to see, like, okay, who's going to have, like, the actual Rodgers news first. And Let's go to the phones. Let's move along. I'm going to get real mad about this. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. It's been a problem for a while. It's a good – it's the best. Yeah. It's the greatest platform. By far. YouTube, really cool. YouTube, mm -hmm. very different, though. YouTube, like, business, entrepreneur, mm -hmm. show, you know, do your thing. So many people have gone to business school through YouTube. YouTube has done a great thing for a lot of people. Yeah. For us, we were only on YouTube pretty much for a large portion of this show's existence. YouTube never considers YouTubers, which, yeah. what was that all about? What was that all what about? What was that all about? Good question. Why did they, why did they never? <sighs> they don't like sports. It's true. That's kind of what it is. Now, it they're, is? Now, it they're get, now they're getting into it. But they, they for that time, for 2019 to, you know, even this year, they didn't like it. So I don't want people to think that we're putting YouTube in there whenever we say that Twitter and X is the greatest platform because they're two completely different. It's not even the same world. But, like, X is the greatest app, and I feel like it's getting ruined. I don't like it. It's all right. I don't like it, D-Butt. Come on, Elon. Me either. Shit. I had to mute some words for the first time ever. Yeah. Because I just seen, keep seeing these people who I have no interest in following. I'm like, all right. Don't see blue face anymore. How about those fights, though? Fights are interesting. Some of the... Okay. <laughs> no. Some of them, some of them, that's probably why... I don't mind. I can scroll past those. I will say, fight on X that brought the world together happened down there in Alabama. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so that was a good, that was thankful for the algorithm force feeding us absolute carnage. Right. You know, everybody on earth was like, here, yes. That's unreal. Here we go. There's a baby face here. There is a heel here. Mm -hmm. Clearly defined teams yep. and go. Bang. One side wins. Ooh. It's the good guys. Yeah. Bad guys end up losing. All the Twitter comes together and go, all right. Yeah. Good work. That was a nice moment. Yeah, that was really nice. But before and after that fight, they were just showing us people getting ruthlessly fucked up. Mm -hmm. yep. Just, hey, welcome to the For You tab here on <laughs> your ex. And by the way, it's going to go to the For You tab every single time. You're going to have to go to the people that you're mm -hmm. following on your homepage. It's going to be For You. And the first five are just going to be people getting dismantled. That's just going to be... We've learned that people will watch. Yes. All we care about is you staying on here as long as possible. So we're going to put train wrecks on here. Yep. We're going to put broken jaws on here. Right. We're going to put everything terrible pretty much in this for you thing for you to stick around. And then everybody was just like, hey, it's pretty negative, pretty negative experience. And Elon's like, I don't think so. People are looking at it more than ever. Right? Yeah, pretty good. It's like, yeah, people are looking at terrible stuff. And then an Alabama one came and Elon was like, see, I knew it would, bring, I I knew it would bring the entire world together. Oh, yeah, this Yeah, one. this was another awesome Oh. Just the that greatest was, straight arm of didn't even get off the phone. Who's she talking to? Didn't even get out the hole oh, real quick. This motherfucker in my gut face. <laughs> See ya. Uh, yeah, what were you saying? Uh, it's amazing. Ta talking to the Steelers. Bro, look at... What's that? Oh, Derek Henry. You think she's getting signed? One more There's time. a possibility. <laughs> you, go one, you go one more. <laughs> what? what? He's what? coming pretty hard today. Really? That's because I know Who? my time's coming. I'm just waiting for that. I'm just enjoying it while I can. I mean, Don't you guys... Do, you guys. I know. I know. I'm not over here pretending like we didn't. At least you're on Monday night this week. Oh, against who? Somebody bad? This, this guy. Who are you playing? Browns. Actually, yeah, somebody bad. Yeah, the Browns. Oh, the Browns. Yeah. They had like third best performance this past weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, that's classic them. Mm -hmm. Cowboys, Niners, Browns. Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, yeah. They gave oh, up. It was 36 34. Yeah. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Browns beat the shit out of the Bears. Oh, yeah. It was a. Not on offense. Yeah. They end up winning by like 30 or something like that. No, it was a 23 Three scores. Yeah, they still killed them. No, no, I know. But it was Browns. in the middle of a torrential downpour. Joey Burrow said the elements were bad. It's like, well. Nobody cared. Browns are the Browns. A lot of buy low spots this week for sure. What's that mean, pal? Just teams that are going to bounce back. Like Giants minus four and a half at Arizona. Sign me up. At Arizona? Come on, Yeah, dude. I like that. I like that, Goop. Yeah. Well, the Colts, the Colts are going to the Texans. We were originally that line's flipped like three times already. Mm -hmm. No, what? Uh, we're back to being favored because we were dogs there by two, just like yesterday. Yesterday. Now yeah. we're back to being favorites by one. It's a good slate. Packers Atlanta is very interesting. That's a great game. Artie Smith, uh, obviously undefeated down there this year. That that mustache is going to be tough. What company's saying is buy low spots. You could probably take the Seahawks. You could take the Bengals. The Giants, uh, you probably even the Chiefs. What about the Rams plus eight? I would yeah. not. Once again, <laughs> I know. I mean, the Raiders plus eight and a half. What? Yeah, is that real? What about that Chiefs minus three if Kelsey and Jones are back. I mean, that number that that Niners opened up at seven against the Rams. I so yeah, by 
low on the Niners, I guess, in that situation because the Rams won. Well, and that's going to be a Niners home game, too, <laughs> if we know anything about when the Niners oh, played so far. Yeah. I Rams like Dolphins-Patriots on Sunday Night Football. That's good news. Ooh, that's exactly why I'm getting my shots in now. Thursday Night Football, uh, Vikings-Eagles, and Monday Night Saints-Panthers. We got some good. And then Browns-Steelers, the second Monday Night Football game. I believe Fowler's calling that game. Nice. With Orlovsky and Lewis Riddick. Should okay. be good. Should be good. Fowler? That particular game on ABC. Uh, Saints and Ooh. Panthers there. Good primetime slate here. We got a good primetime yeah. slate here early. You talk about the Kelsey return. We're, we're all just assuming he's back. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but we're all just assuming he's back. They're only favored by three against the Jacksonville Jaguars team that we watched play against the Colts. Colts hung in there. Mm-hmm. Now Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley were able to do some magical things. I think there's more news coming out of the Travis Kelsey camp. Mm-hmm. I don't know about necessarily the bone bruise or not, but we do know that it is about – Nearly two months after Travis Kelsey tried to give Taylor Swift his number, a source tells the messenger that the duo has indeed linked up. Whoa! That's right, boys! That's right! That's right, world! The the lady that sells out every stadium in the world ten times. The lady who wears a cardigan and sometimes feels like she's 22. 22! The lady who plays for three and a half hours in the rain and Bill Belichick says, she's pretty tough, man. Yeah. Lady JJ Watson, we should give her an award too. Said, you know what? The man of my dreams that I'm gonna marry, this isn't just date like no. others in the past. Uh-uh. Is an NFL guy. Shout out to our league. Let's go. Shout out to our league. Go, Cal. Way to go, Travis. Thank you, pal. Keep it going. She's gonna love his fashion, AJ. She's gonna love the way he dresses. Who's Trev? What's that, pal? The hmm. meme there. It's a little wrong. Love you, Trev. Yeah, who put Trev? Jeez. Oh, that's the that's the celebrity. That's what yeah, she hard called. to believe the messenger now. These fucking liars. He they haven't linked up. <laughs> yeah, he's on the he's on the Taylor Swift side of the camp. That's what yeah. she calls him. Yeah, that's her nickname. Yeah, yeah. Trev. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the E yeah. is for extra, like the love she has for him. Yeah. So oh. you need to <laughs> shut up. Okay. okay. I, I would love it. I enjoy Taylor Swift. I'm just saying. I feel like this smells like bullshit. No. No. Mm-hmm. Nah, there's what no. Link, what does linked up mean? You know. They did this one right here. Boom. Boom. And then they even did oh. this one. Yep. Yeah. Holy hands? Yeah. That's how you the do it. or whatever? That's a part of the handshake. And exactly. then they went backhand. Oh. Times. Exactly. And it was like, wait, how'd you know that? We're meant to be. I know. I took it. And all of a sudden, she's singing a song about Travis Kelsey. Exactly. That's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so pumped for Trav. Next album's yeah. going to be huge. Congratulations, man. Might go for 200 when you come back. It's a power couple for sure. Yeah, I think his bone bruise is okay. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well right. said, my never friend. Right. Yeah, that was a layup. But you know, <laughs> we don't. You don't. You know, sometimes you just gotta kick it back out to the perimeter. So. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Very happy for the new couple. Uh-huh. Yep, exactly. If it's real, exactly. Hope it is. Trev and Taylor are gonna take over the world, and uh, we're here for it. Now, I do fear from the little that I know about Taylor Swift through my wife, who is a Swifty, mm-hmm. I've learned. Um, all of her songs, okay? Bingo. She's like Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know how that Utah coach came yeah. in mm-hmm. uh, and said to Michael Jordan, good luck tomorrow. We're so thankful we're getting to play against the greatest of all time. Uh, do you want me to buy your meal? Mm-hmm. And then Michael said, oh, okay, well, he said, that's all I needed, that guy to talk to me that way, buy my meal, I hate him. And he just, bam, went on to kill him. Mm-hmm. You know, like that type of stuff. Like, Taylor 
you know, these men, it seems like, just from listening to the songs, I do not know her. I'm just listening to yeah, tunes yeah. Right. that are being sang oh, yeah. in a diary fashion. So her songs are like a diary. Basically. Trav, you better treat her right. Yeah, yeah. you better. Trav. Trev, oh, yeah. that breakup album, Trevor, awesome. they are breaking up. No, that's the thing. I hope it never happens. He's an Ohio guy. His family still together. You look at his brother still married. Travis is looking for love. He has been for a long time. That's right. And Trev, what we're saying to you is, treat her right. Yeah, because yeah. if not, there's a hot 15 coming. That's not 15 minutes. It's 15 songs exactly about this football man. Right. Oh my, last forever. The pressure on him. You hold the fucking door open, Trev. Yep. Exactly. Everywhere. Okay? Every single place you go to, you do that. You make sure you chew with your mouth closed. Yep. Yes. Okay? Yes. We're talking about talking to the parents every single time you see them. Everything. You need mm -hmm. to let this. You need to be a knight in shining armor. You're representing all football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Trev. Need you here. We appreciate you, buddy. You're the right man for the job. Right, man. Good, Good job, Travis. Travis. She's going to get Arrowhead Stadium, too, by the way. She probably already did, yeah. but could you imagine I'm saying him coming out for the fight oh. for your ride <laughs> to <laughs> ball? And then, DJ, and then Taylor comes in with a feeling tiny, tiny too. And like, oh, the whole place goes crazy. I don't know enough about Taylor, but I do know she's a fucking beast. Yep. That's yeah. all I know. She's an absolute beast. They have some great, easy power couple names, too. Trav and Tay? Yeah. Easy. Trav Tay? You know, quiffed. Boom. Right there. Boom. Got it. You want to come up with something too quick. Done. It's over. She's Quip. definitely first, though, right? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. So I, I did the K for Kelsey, and then the, the rest of it is all. So you just made a majority her. Exactly. But start with the K. So just because you're sexist, you want... No, because K comes before T and S. Oh, you're talking about alphabetical order now. Bingo. Okay, so we're not thinking about anything other than ways to get out of looking like a sexist. That's right. Okay. Love that. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking maybe... Yeah. T Tavis? T squared. T squared, yeah. Double T. Tavis? Uh, Taylor Swift, Davis? NFL player, had been quietly hanging out. Wow. Whoa. Travis Kelsey's been hanging Whoa. out with Taylor Swift, low key. Oh, yeah. Touring every night. Didn't see if a show every night, like in different countries well, now. Well, they've been FaceTiming, huh? People do that whenever they're, uh, you know, chit chatting with each other across the country. Well, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's this well. about? What's this about? What happened? Is this Easy. how he got the bone bruise? <laughs> yeah. No, he hyperextended his leg in practice. Now, was he, his legs a little. Uh, wibbly because of what was taking place Whoa. the night before. Oh, some Maybe. sea legs <laughs> from, from the face time. Maybe he had a little Taylor Swift sea legs. Yeah. We don't know. Good for him. We're proud of the couple. Yeah. We're He's proud of the couple. He's a pirate. That must have been a crazy FaceTime if you're saying What's some that? sea legs post FaceTime. Whoa. Well, I guess that happens. I don't know. I just Look literally, literally just learned that very recently. <laughs> for, oh, no. This one's for Tavis. Okay. Okay. For Tavis! Oh, now they're breaking up. Oh, it's my fault. Don't pull it in the album. Don't pull it in the album. All right, to wrap up today, we're going to make fans smarter. We're going to become more intelligent ourselves. Our football IQ is actually about to yodely, 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 yodely through the roof because we're going to go ahead and dissect a part of the game that doesn't get a lot of time or attention but is vastly important to the overall outcome. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to look at the secondaries from around the NFL with everything DB with Darius Butler. Yeah, hey, baby, D-Bud. Oh, let's go, let's go. First one of the year. Hey, you got the cheater right here. Tyreek Hill in the slot. This is a big moment in the game. Fourth quarter, 4.37 left on the clock, third and 10. So we talked about <laughs> the 
the Chargers giving up the most yardage in man coverage mm. all week uh, long. But this is actually a situation where they're going to go zone. I think, I don't know if you guys remember last year, we talked about it earlier actually, against the Ravens earlier. And it was like, hey, they were getting too fancy, too mm-hmm. much. Hey, just get a safety over the top of 10. First things first, right? <laughs> they did not. On this one, it's third and 10 right here. Tell you fourth quarter. You see Tyreek in the slot. They're going to have a late motion. And on defense, they're actually going to go double buzz. So both of these safeties here are going to come down and kind of buzz and kind of be two robbers around the sticks area, around like the 10-yard area. Mm. And Derwin James, who's roaming in the middle, he's going to go and be the deep middle field player. And he does not get over top of Tyreek Hill. So you'll see Tyreek Hill once again right here in the slot. And you can run the tape. Or I can run the tape. Bum. Whoa, remote. Oh, yeah, remote. we got the Cowboy, yeah. baby. Wow. Remote guy. You see Derwin right here in the middle hanging out. You see him? He's going to be the deep defender. The other two safeties will drop down around the sticks. You got Tyreek Hill. Beep, beep. He's Jeez. even. He's leaving. Uh, Tua does a, does a great job manipulating the pocket. I mean, he is so fast. Like, no, nobody can run with him. Obviously, he's called a cheater for a reason. You'll see Tua manipulating the pocket, step up, make an accurate throw on the money, on the move. This is what Tua been doing. Since he's been there uh, with Mike McDaniel, healthy, full control of the offense. And once again, I think this is the biggest step he's made this year, hitting Tyreek Hill in stride. Derwin James is trying to disguise there, obviously. Trying to disguise. Trying to disguise, but you cannot let your disguise be your liability. You got to get not only to the deep part of the middle field, how it's drawn up, but you got to know where 10 is at all times mm-hmm. and get over top of him. Why Once do they again, choose to like do too much against a team like Tyreek? Like when, when in the de- defensive meeting for. The Chargers are like, hey, we're going to try and disguise stuff so that Tyreek Hill can run wide open. So it's third and 10. And usually third and 10, this is a great question, first of all. Usually third and 10, third and long, that's when D coordinators love to kind of open up their exotics. You know, that's oh. when that's, that's when you don't. Oh, exotics. exotics. That's You're what, talking about the Amoeba. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying, AJ? Smacking the moth. So, so that's where you. That's not where you want to be as an offense. You don't want to be in third and long. You want to be in third and four, third and five. That way you know what you're getting on defense. You're going to get some cover one. You're going to get probably some low hole help. But once you get in third and ten, that's when you do a bunch of different things. And usually it's either going to be max coverage or max pressures. guy like Wink Martindale, he's probably going to send six, seven, four from the same side. Mm. In this situation, Staley decided to go max coverage, only three-man rushing. You drop those safeties into a double buzz, keep some man coverage, and then that deep field safety once again. On paper, it looks great. Yeah, this time we'll do it, Coach. It's going to look good on Saturday. But then once you get out there in the field with Tyree Hill out there, everything changes. Uh, speaking of practice, going to the real field, Bryce Young, first action, right? We always talk about how veteran players, veteran safeties especially, take advantage of young players. And this is a situation right here where Jesse Bates – the big money, free agent safety coming over from Cincinnati does just that. So right here, coverage-wise, we're going to have cover two down here. That's showing the disguise. Uh, A.J. Terrell is off, so it's almost looking like a quarter's coverage, but it's going to go to a cover two down at the bottom of the screen. Up top, that linebacker, that nickel defender, and that corner up there will be in man coverage. And then Jesse Bates will kind of be that free guy uh, who's kind of reading the quarterback. And once uh, Bryce Young takes the initial picture after taking the snap, he's going to see 27 kind of open his hips and go to the half, anticipates that Jesse Bates has done the same thing on the backside, but he did not. This is uh, the veteran safety setting up the rookie quarterback, and this was his first 
of two interceptions against Bryce Young. Now, this is one of the things where, as a young quarterback, these are things you see. This is something you're going to put in your back pocket, you learn from. But guys anticipate and do things a lot differently on this level, especially when you talk about Jesse Bates, who's been one of the best safeties uh, in the league for some years now. How did Bryce Young do, you think? I think he did all right. I think um, we expect. I mean, we just watched him throw. Yeah, no, yeah I know. Yeah, we, tough, we expect struggle from, from young quarterbacks. We saw Anthony Richardson, say, Anthony Richardson play. We saw a lot of good things. We saw some bad things. That's what you're going to see with Alt, saw Burrow, Josh Allen. All these guys struggle. It's a big step up. I think uh, Stroud, um, Bryce Young, and, and, and uh, Anthony Richardson all uh, passed the eye test, I think, for week one. Uh, but once again, you're going to have great players making great plays. And after the snap, you'll see his eyes go right there, and they kind of never find Bates, mm. and Bates finds him. So, I mean, that's, yeah, you can't have that. Yeah, you can't have it. So that's not like, once again, on Saturday, Jesse Bates is just supposed to be that deep post defender. And this is him kind of, you know, taking those X's and O's and just making a great play. You can, you can tell Bates he knew. He knew the whole time where he wanted to go with this ball. And the second interception he got on him, it was man coverage on the third and six, coming out the middle of the field, picked off a similar route coming across the middle of the field um, as well. That's a danger zone. What do you want to say, AJ? D, but I'm wondering if you're facing, uh, say, a rookie quarterback, you're going to play more zone or more man against him? Oh, you know what? what a, I would like to switch it up. Kind of like here. This was, so this is a combo coverage. So they gave him zone yep. on the left and gave him man on the right because you want him – to kind of second guess themselves. You don't want them to get back to that top of the drop and have conviction with what they see. Uh, you don't want them to see the same things over and over. So I like them mixing it up on the back end. But if it's me, it depends on my personnel. If I got some good man guys, I always want to force quarterbacks to make accurate throws and tight windows consistently. I feel like that's where you're going to set yourself up. Uh, for the most success defensively. Well, especially whenever you got Tyreek Hill on the other side. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, you got to go. We got to have a body on him. But even if you do go zone playoff, and if you're responsible for the deep part of the field, be deep as the deepest man. Um, <laughs> Jordan Whitehead, we talked about him. Hey, congrats. $250,000 hey, bonus. Unreal. Quarter mil after your first Monday night game. Every DB dreams of pulling a hat trick Pretty and cool. doing it on Monday night football. Um, he's been a, he's been a big-time player, in my mm -hmm. opinion. If you remember that Tampa Bay run of that Super Bowl, he was very uh, crucial to that Tampa Bay oh, secondary. Yeah. yeah, huge. Yeah, making huge plays, huge hits. And at that following year, he got hurt, actually, before they lost to the Rams. And I think he was a big reason why him being out. But this is his third interception. The first one, we saw the overthrow. The second one, he was uh, a very heady play. He was covered two, deep half of the field. The receiver went away. He looked back at Diggs and uh, kind of made a contested Diggs. Tried to turn it to a DB. Mm -hmm. A little tougher out there, Diggs. Oh, <laughs> right. He tried to turn it to a DB, made a tough catch. And then this was the third one in the fourth quarter. Uh, third and two. So this is quarters up top. You can see Whitehead right there highlighted. This is quarters up top. I believe that's Sauce Gardner up there. So you're going to have uh -huh. kind of level. Uh -huh. What's that? Sauce? What about him? Uh, yeah. Kind of like we see these quarterbacks. I think it's one of those things. You raise your hand, you think Sauce going to be all right? Yeah, right. Uh, I, 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 uh, yeah. We raise our hand. I think everybody right. would say. Let's uh, the bus, fire him again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think he'll be uh, all right. But, um, you know, not not a great night, especially on primetime. Is but, his sauce good? Do we know? Has anybody tried it? Oh, so What's good. What's that? His sauce. Yeah, oh, sauce is saucy. He has saucy. Yeah, he has a sauce. Yeah, it's saucy. Yeah, it's good. What kind? It's good, like though. Yeah, it's good saucy. Oh, it's a ranch or barbecue? Uh, it's hot. It's hot spice. Just one flavor or is it different options? It's, just, it's sauce. It's sauce. Pat, Pat knows, yeah. 
It was so good. I had. It. Remember, we had it the other day. Yeah, we did. We said, really? me, what do you guys got? It was and good. A little spice to it. A little bite. Yeah. It did. It, it, yeah, it had a little yeah. kick to it. it was, That's right. Well, oh. Is it sauce is sauce? And they said, the sauce is sauce is sauce. I said, it's mm-hmm. oh, saucy. Okay. They said, it's very saucy. I said, give me sauce and sauce. Sense, actually. Oh. And it was so yep. good. I, I remember going, damn, this sauce, <laughs> sauce is sauce, the sauce of all sauces. Okay. Absolutely. And I think that is really what we need to take away from it. Do I remember what it tastes like? No, because sauce is sauce is not like any other sauce. It's a much different sauce. Yep. And whenever you're talking about sauce is sauce compared to like maybe a basic ass sauce sure. or some other sauce that are out there, mm-hmm. you gotta know that this one's gonna be a little bit better. Yep. Mm. Josh Allen, oh, there we a go. A little okay. bit of a bite. Yeah. That's a lot of sauces That's there. Sauce. Only one of those is sauce is sauce. That's right. It was one right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Third and two, sauce up there. Uh, we're going to have levels route. So two out, <laughs> low outbreaker. Josh Allen is going to see Sauce jump it. Of course. And then he's going to go to, he's going to try to go to the deep one. And Jordan Whitehead does a great job getting off this hash and making this play. Um, you know, Allen has some bad picks. I actually don't think this was his worst one. Oh, okay. I so he had this, the punt one and this one, not bad. Yeah, All right. I mean, I would say not bad. This is still kind of inside. You want, when you're throwing outbreakers, you want to throw it to a point where Either my guy's going to get it or nobody gets it, but that's a great play uh, defensively by that safety. Not only to catch it, but to have the wherewithal to slide and get yourself um, in bounce um, there on the back end as well. To, I mean, this didn't finish the game. Obviously, they had another drive later on where he just said, hey, all right, I'm throwing the ball to Stephon Diggs every yeah. time. We're going to get Smart. the field goal range. Should have done um, it here. Too. I think Stephon Diggs actually came up to yep. him and said, they had the shot of him going up to him and saying, hey, <laughs> mm-hmm. We're good. Just throw me the ball. Yep. And he did. And it worked. And Garrett Wilson, though, right? That was after they flipped him away from Sauce's side, though, right? Yeah, they motioned him across the entire the guy, the guy with the sauce? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy with the sauce. The sauce's guy. Sauce's sauce? Oh, you're mm-hmm. talking about Sauce's yeah. sauce. The, the founder of Sauce's sauce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they flipped him. That's it. Bomb. Mm. Great so, play. Under top off nice the hat trick. Three picks for him. Bates had a Woo! couple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Here we go. Good work Let's in the go. secondary. And we appreciate you, Darius. That was fantastic. What's that? It's a good start by some of the defenses. Yeah, anytime people hate the game and say, wow, there's no action, there's no points, mm-hmm. there's no good football happening, that means on the other side, the defense is probably playing pretty well yeah. and nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. We appreciate you spotlighting. Yes, so there we go, All right, well, it's time for us to get out of here, isn't it? I think so. Today's been a good day. It's good a devastating day. day. None of us are happy about what took place last night no. with Aaron. At all. You know, we're all bummed about it. Obviously, we have no idea what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. But this isn't about Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. No, no it not. isn't. No. That's, Can't why I That's why I haven't. That was a real delicate thing to figure out. Oh, by the tough. Way. AJ, that was real delicate. I had to be real delicate with that. Because it's yeah. like certainly heartbreaking what happened to Aaron. Like Weird feeling last night mm-hmm. while watching that game. Like, oddly weird feeling watching And I called Greeny at one point as soon as it happened, and this was still when I thought it was going to get, like his ankle was going to get taped and yeah. it was like spraining and he was going to come back. I didn't think it was anywhere near as serious as obviously it became. This was like shortly afterwards. I called Greeny. I FaceTime him just as like, I literally call him just to go like, Greeny, what the fuck? Like, why are you guys like this, dude? Why are you spraying my guy's ankle? Literally four plays yeah. into this thing. And he goes, what the fuck happened, McAfee? And I'm like, Greeny, you tell me. I have no idea. And then he starts, you know, uh, guessing on what he thinks. Maybe it's the calf. Like, he was super optimistic mm, yeah. and yeah. positive. High ankle sprain. And then as soon as the internet started saying, hey, this is an Achilles, this is an Achilles, I got a text later from Greeny, and it was just like, 
Worst night of all time. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe it. Worst night of all time. He's having a sleepover at his crib. I didn't get a chance to make it with the wife, but I've seen many other people there. He had a WWE title belt on. Yeah. yeah. He did. I mean, he was so backwards hat. Yeah. Uh-huh. He had people over at the house to he watch did. the Jets. He's never got to do that. No. Our team's good. This is fun. I normally have to wake up very early for my job the next day, and our team's probably going to lose. It's going to be devastating. Mm-hmm. I normally watch alone. I'm going to have my friends over. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch a game. I'm going to get all dressed up. I'm going to have this title belt. Yep. Wife, Stacey, why don't you document this? This is this is the best night of my life. Yeah. Four plays in, wow. dude. Four. This is right before. This is play two when they got a penalty. Yep. They got a penalty to get a first down. So pumped. So happy. You always have this moment, Greeny. That's mm-hmm. right. You always have that moment. Remember right it. Don't ever forget it. Jeez Louise. Tough. I thought of him right away. Right away. I went to Greeny. He was trending above Peyton Manning last night <laughs> on X, and I sent him a picture of that. He did not respond. I don't know if he was just already done. But they, did they win. sleep over? They won. I assume it was a good night. Yeah. Cookies and milk late night. Yeah, you right. win, you stay. <laughs> Kidding me? Santa, I saw Santonio sitting next to him. He, I, he's a big fan of cookies and milk. He'll probably dunk some chocolate chip cookies. Santonio. I don't think Santonio Holmes was there. Santonio Holmes? <laughs> I thought I saw him over there. I thought I saw him over there. Whoa. Santonio Holmes? Someone told me he was over there. He was all over there. He couldn't see the back row. Wow. Better pipe down your Ohio showing, buddy. Yeah. Oh. Hey, some random black guy was yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> Santonio. Jets. Was Antonio Brown was over They told there? me Santonio was there. Who's there? Not in that picture. I've never seen this picture. Uh, Antonio, okay. former, former Jet, right? He was. He was. I don't know. Yeah, of course, he's a former Jet. Might have been over. I do not go back know. to the other. Hey, go back to his video, fellas. Go back to his video quick. Hey, fella, he, he wasn't there, pal. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't there. And I'm just, just so you, you know, that's D butt, not Denzel Washington <laughs> on the stage. Saint yeah. Antonio. I mean, that's not a. Who's who's in the green oh shirt? Oh my God, that's Dominique Foxworth. You Jeez. are. A go pick. back to the other picture. No, no, oh, now no, go back no, to the no, other one. I thought I saw something else. I said. Okay. <laughs> San Antonio's Fine. with Orlando Bloom in the background. Yeah, for sure. What? Ooh. Oh, oh right I get it. I got you, Tone. Great callback. Yeah, really good. Oh, oh. bang. So I'm saying, I talked to some GMs, me, RG3, yep. Carson Wentz, what? Colin Kaepernick. Too We're, much of a distraction. They say we'd be a distraction, but now they need a distraction. So yeah. I'm here, Douglas. You seen it? Yeah. I get off some vitamins that I'm on to pass the test. Give me four or five weeks. Pick exactly. up the phone. You guys build up that offensive line a little bit over the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Well, you can bring AQ. How about RG3 throwing himself into oh, this? Oh, this is interesting. What did he say? What did he say? So literally what I said earlier was what he said. I just added my own name into it. And uh, it was, uh, he said, I talked to GMs and Neek knows this, which the gentleman for are also known as Santonio Holmes right. and AJ. I thought who I thought was Santonio. I saw Santonio another pick in the back. Okay. okay. You just showed me the video. You said it's too late. Hawk. But anyways, RG three goes, Neek knows this and they cut the Neek and you see Neek going, Ooh, I wonder where he's going here. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, uh, RG three goes, I've talked to some GMs around the NFL and they say, you know, guys like Carson Wentz and Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton, myself are distractions. So they don't want to bring in a distraction whenever they have a starting quarterback because you never know who the team is going to want to gravitate to. But now that they need a starting quarterback and it's not a backup role, it's like the distraction is perfect. And he almost like threw, he yeah. threw himself back in there. Yeah. I didn't know anybody was actually thinking about RG3 coming back. I, I Colin Kaepernick, I understand that there is still uh, – now, if he's able to come back and play football eight years removed from the NFL and able to play NFL football and has kept himself in shape enough to do it, that should be a modern Marvel story. Sure. And I can't wait. 
to hear it. But all the names, Cam Newton's getting thrown out there, Carson Wentz getting out there, Phil Rivers even getting thrown out there because yep. he was talking about last year. Mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger was chatting with the Niners allegedly last year. Um, be, uh, Matt, Matty Ice. Matt Ryan is still currently mm -hmm. available allegedly. So, like, these names are all in there. RG3 entering his name into that was awesome. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I didn't know that was the thing. Can he play? Do we oh. know? I didn't even know RG3 was still in consideration for being back in the NFL quarterback. He made that announcement this morning. What if his ass goes back and, you know, just like he raced that eagle, right? Oh, was that yeah. an eagle? Hawk. Oh, a yeah. hawk. Okay. And then he ran his front yard. You remember he sprinting his front uh -huh. yard? Mm -hmm. The GM said, it looks like you still play. Looks like you're ready to go. Yeah. RG3 thinks he can still play. He goes from Monday Night Countdown. To start in the NFL when nobody even knew he was even thinking about going back. What a story. Let's yeah. do it. Be awesome. Let's go, Robert Griffin III. Let's do At it. least by week four. You know, get there by then and then let's see what happens with the rest of the season. The internet was very uh intrigued yeah. by on his side. Uh, you welcoming. Mean? They said yeah, sign him. Yeah. No. I wouldn't say that. No. I don't I saw him run out with Baylor. He was flying with all the students. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Jumped off the boat. Look. Got great height. Yeah, what did he do? He did a... He did a frog he did splash. A frog yeah. splash. Yeah. Yeah. He did Rob Van Dam, yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Mm -hmm. Ripped his pants. Ass looked good, though. Looked yeah. like he was working out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Looked like he is in great shape. Doing squats. Track guy. Always going to be fast. Mm -hmm. But I had no idea RG3 was potentially returning to the NFL until we said it this morning. And the internet, I think, didn't know either. It was like, <laughs> what is this? What do we have here? Yeah. Well, that's what sinks those GMs when... when you know, they told him that he he, he was kind of befuddled damn near because he didn't. How's he a distraction? Because he's funny and he makes good videos on the Internet. Fun what's fact. what's distracting about that? Handsome. Fun fact. Yep. Charming. Charming. Yep. What you said about Kaepernick. Kaepernick's actually started four more games since 2016 uh, than Robert Griffin. What? Right. So he would have to be, which he is in incredible shape. Also, he's breaking down film every day on ESPN. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do wonder with some of these guys, like maybe some team just says, yeah, all right, we'll let it happen. And then is that, if it doesn't go well, will guys just automatically understand that, oh, it's done? Or is it the situation you think? For instance, like there was a time I think Kaepernick was going to get signed a couple years ago where I was like pumped about it. I'm yeah. like, let's go. Like if this guy is able to stay in shape for five years mm – -hmm. I would like to be able to see that take place. But then if it doesn't go well, like, will he acknowledge it and he, the people that are so adamantly behind Colin Kaepernick acknowledge it as well? You know, like Carson Wentz. Like, do you think he's acknowledged that it has not gone well the last couple of years? Or do you think he is saying it's the places I've been fault and he still has the utmost faith in himself? Like, those are the conversations. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Do you think Matt Ryan – is like, yeah, it was the Colts situation. Wasn't yeah. me. Like, do you think that's how he's thinking about it? Maybe. Maybe Matt. I think a little bit. I think, think it could be a little bit of both. Like, hey, I may not be the player I once was, but in the right, situ right situation, the right system, I could still put up some numbers. Like oh, yeah. Cam Newton in New England. Yeah. Was not good. No. No, but with, with Cam and Carson, it was multiple places where they weren't good. Like when Cam went back to Carolina, it wasn't good. And when Carson went to Washington, it wasn't good. Like at least for Matty Ice, it's like, yes, I was in one other situation. Oof. Coach got fired. Uh, players were gambling on the team. Like you can at least look back on that and understand that a little more than, you know, the Cam Newton situation. Carson, though, Carson. he could at least, I bet he looks and, and says, you know, I was at the Colts at that franchise and they tried to do it with another guy and it didn't work with him. And then I was with the commanders, so the Colts and the commanders. 
basically the same franchise. It's tough to win there. Because if you don't have confidence in the quarterback position, like does Colin Kaepernick still have the confidence? Oh, yeah. You think? You got to have, I mean, as a athlete, if you want to get back in there, you got to have some sort of saying, like, delusional. Some point, you know, how, how, he has to, confidence. right? Because he's the one making the calls. The team's not calling. That, that's a one direction call right now. The report was that his yes. agent is calling the Jets, not the Jets calling him. You think he's still. I know people who have been out of the league for seven years and are still working out, trying to. Like, not like these high-profile names, but like, you know, tight ends or special teams guys. So, yeah, you got to, if you still feel like you're in shape or when you watch the game, oh, I can still play. Or I work out with this guy. And uh, you got to have a somewhat delusional level of confidence. Listen, I've never had a lack of confidence in my life in pretty much anything. I kicked a couple balls, what was that, like two years ago? And I was like, yep, I ain't got it anymore. Mm -hmm. I was 34. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I ain't got it anymore. We are done with this. This ship has sailed, buddy. We are out of there. But then there's some guys out of the league for eight years. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I can still do it. It's like, how do you know? That's incredible. Yeah. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Good for you with your mental toughness. Because at that position, too, quarterback, got to have it. Yeah. And if the situation you're going into, you're not. it's not going to be all glitz and glamour either. There's going to be some nightmares. So I think Zach Wilson's the right choice. Yeah. Just personally. For sure. I think Zach Wilson's the right choice. Could be completely wrong. And I think his Jets team... Still sneaks into playoffs. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, we, South, we've been South talking. Powell we've been talking all. I think they sneak into the playoffs. We've been talking all offseason how there are eight to nine teams that can go. And now we've seen them. Go to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, so for we've one seen time. For one week. I and, I mean, are you putting them in over the Chargers? I think their defense is going to win them games. Absolutely. But their offense yep. is going to lose them games. Brees. If Brees Hall. <laughs> Brees Hall. I think if he is alive. I think the Bills had the. Yeah, bottom. I think they would smack the Chargers. Bills Ooh. have a bot. Smack the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. Uh, you just took a big bat. You no just hopped right in the first take machine right there. That was awesome. I really, I do not believe in the Chargers. At I think all. Brandon Staley sucks. Whoa! He's horrible. Every Jeez. Well, that's not crazy because everyone thinks that. I mean, defensive True. guru, the guy can't fucking, you know, coach his way out of a wet paper bag. Herbert's unbelievable, but they have how many all like all first Whoa. team all pros on defense and oh, they just geez. we're live in the Chargers facility I was just Well, I'm sorry coach Staley, but you know this guy is a once in a lifetime freaking quarterback and every single year it's hey these guys are going to go to the Super Bowl and they just choke and choke and choke and choke and I'd love that not to be the case but this year is a different year for the Chargers. Okay, they ran into a buzzsaw, Miami Dolphins. Hell yeah. Week one, you think they thought Dude. that there was a chance that that team would be so finely tuned that they'd be able to connect on a fade to Tyreek Hill where it literally was a, a centimeter over a shoulder pad where somebody couldn't get it? They didn't expect that. No. They were doubting. They, they had a great showing. If they weren't playing the Dolphins, if they were playing one of these other teams, sure. they would have won by 35. Maybe, but I they still – you know, had a 27-point lead in the first round of the playoffs and choked that away. How would they know that? A new team, Tyler guy. Kills. New year. Yeah, sure. Right, we got a leadership Same coach, council. though. Leadership council is probably meeting right now. With this show on. And they said, that's what people were saying about us. I even can't. they said it yesterday. It's nothing crazy. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> believe you think the Jets are going to go to the playoffs. I do, bro. I cannot believe Think about that. how many games they won last year. Yes, they won 7-10. Seven, seven. Seven and ten. They, and that's exactly what they'll do and again. they got better on defense. Yeah. Sure. Uh, absolutely. And they have good defense. Better on offense. Go, we, yeah. Can you pull up their schedule, please? Because I know for a fact there aren't six more games on that schedule that you're going to take them to win. This wow. This for a, a fact. This is a new one, by wow. the way. Mm -hmm. If I make one of these mm -hmm. into the cornhole board yep. over there, they're going to make the playoffs, and we'll give 10 people $500 who retweet this tweet on X 
and say something nice to somebody. It's for the Jets this year. Does it bounce off the mat count? Oh, yeah. In the hole is in the hole. Ooh, okay. Off the ball, too. Oh, it's way over there. Oh, oh my gosh. That's going to be our best. Throw. That was down. That's, that's going to be our best. It's going to be tough to get better than that. Dang. Oh, no. Off the ball? I... Oh, that's got some good bounce, though. Uh... Mm. Yeah, it'll go in off that. Ooh. Oh, mm. oh Neil's well, too much traction on there. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. oh. My. All right, so I guess they're not making it. Well, that's a shame. It didn't get pulled up, but do you want to hear him? Sure. Cowboys. Oh, All right, it's going to be tough. Yep, here you go. Plus eight and a half is a good look. For We're not Jets, talking so. spreads. We're yeah, just maybe not bad cover, though. I like that one there. New England, tough. Kansas City, tough. Denver, tough. Philly, tough. New York, tough. Chargers, <laughs> tough. Vegas, it's the NFL, bro. Yeah. What are yeah. we talking about? Oh, no, no. But, I mean, every single one of those yeah. teams. I mean, sure, Atlanta, Houston, maybe. No. Washington, Cleveland. Did you have them beat Buffalo, Con man? What did you, did you think they're going to beat Buffalo? In Buffalo? Not right here. No, did you Did you think they were going to win this game last night, especially without Aaron? No, absolutely not. Okay. Bingo. So what are we even doing? Okay. I mean, okay. They do have four the turnovers, number, right? Though. So maybe maybe Dallas and Dak turn it over four times. Maybe Mac. Maybe maybe they turn it over. If they get four turnovers every game, then yes, they're going to go to the <laughs> I playoffs. See eight. I see eight games they can win. Mm, they get better. That doesn't make them in the playoffs, though, in the AFC. Eight more? No, it doesn't. Might. I think that makes playoffs. They'll find them in there. And I think Zach Wilson changed through the four months. Didn't look like it last night. Need to get a little bit more... Remember, he's talking shit to Aaron in the meeting. Some of that moxie back. He's running and shaking people yeah. and they're laughing. Ha, ha, and he's doing this, not looking yeah. uncomfortable. Last night's tough. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you don't expect <laughs> that, that to happen to me. Do, do the NFL a favor and bring in Carl Wentz for entertainment value? I don't know why they would do that. But if it does happen, I hope it works out for Wentz. Because mm -hmm. it was ugly here in Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be great with the New York media, too. Better off bringing Michael Vick back. Wow, see, that's a name that hasn't been brought up. That'd be sweet. And so, I think that is somebody that we would all be very... Yeah, bingo. He's been working. He has no idea that Rodgers got hurt last night. He's on a fucking weekend-long mallard hunt that hasn't ended yet. Oh, right here, actually. I think he's tilling some land here. Working out some on trees. Yeah. Looks good. He's in shape. All right, let's get to a break uh, for about 20 hours or so. See everybody tomorrow. How about it? Uh, we can't thank you enough. We'll have updates, I assume, on everything tomorrow. We'll have great guests tomorrow. We got Eli Manning, I think, stopping oh, by tomorrow. Yeah. I believe... Um, there was somebody else I saw in there as well. AQ Shipley will be here live. Yep. Yeah. Yes. He can't be. No. Yeah. How yeah, much did he weigh? We're going to have to sit him down. 220? Oh. I don't know, bro. That's tough. Like, what's he doing? Going to have to have a conversation. No. Is he trying? For real, what, what is he doing? Like, is this a whole new lifestyle he's just adopting? So his diet that he's doing is like meat, nuts. local honey, nuts, and fruits. It's like a weird... Huh. It's a very weird thing. Mm -hmm. He sent it to me. He was like, because, you know, I, he is impressive how fit he looks. Yeah. And how much weight he's lost and how committed he is to it. I'm like, man, what are you doing? You know, maybe I'll get into it. And then he sent me it over. I'm like, damn, you're like really working it. <laughs> like, you got to do a lot of prep. He's got to do a lot. He loves cooking, though. So it's like his thing. And I think he's happier and feels like he has more energy than ever. Okay. So, you know, like we're happy for him. Yeah, pumped. We are happy. His for body's got to feel good, right? Not carrying that extra weight joints you would assume mm -hmm. also with like your exhaustion your energy level is probably much better when you're not just sure. carrying around a extra 150 pound weight vest yeah, especially you know? out there no. arizona life with the kids probably better so we're happy for him yeah, yeah. ruins credibility in the trenches yeah, kill the show <laughs> true
can't wait for us to say tomorrow. Tough to take you seriously. Right yeah. Don't believe it. Why don't you show us how it works? <laughs> and we'll get uh, Gumpy out here. Gumpy. Hell yeah. Have Gumpy bull rush him. <laughs> AQ still has that strength, though, we assume. Maybe. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know, dude. Someone's going to have to try Not him. in those biker shorts. Who's going to try him? You can yeah, try him? Good luck, Tony. I said someone. I wouldn't try him. I would not try that. He, I, believe me, I did try him at the draft, and you saw Yeah, that was old That was 70 pounds ago. Yeah, true. I thought he looked good then. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. thought he looked like a, like a stallion. Giant cabs. I'm sure his cabs are still 80 pounds a piece, aren't they? I feel like Bruce should be the one that does it. Yeah, Bruce should. Yeah, you got it, Bruce. Oh, yeah. speaking of Bruce, uh, let's get a couple oh. men's here uh, oh, yeah. before we get out of here. Yes. Uh, Let's get some corrections with an incredible segment called Well Actually. Go ahead, Brucey boy. Uh, yep, Connor said Hawkeye went to West Virginia. Well, actually, Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, was born in Iowa and dropped out of high school. Okay. Never attending West Virginia. Okay. <laughs> so the guy I hate is from Iowa. Yeah, the Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, and he is Hawkeye. It wouldn't make sense. That makes sense. But what do you think he did? He just grew up outside just... Yeah, in some backyard in... Some hazy town, just beep, 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 beep. We don't claim Hawkeye either, so. He's a chemistry player. He's a team guy. Remember, we like him. He's a good team guy. He's a glue guy. Doesn't have really any skill or talent. Would get killed by everybody they fight, but he's a glue guy. He's one of Kirk's dogs. He's a dog. He's not. He he dropped out of high school. Yeah, but he still roots for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, he'd be a better offense coordinator than what you guys got. Well, I'm not disputing that. So why don't you like him a little bit, maybe? Well, we'll see. I don't know where he's at from in the state. He might be a fucking Cyclone guy. Well, with the way he operates, maybe. His name's Hawkeye. Yeah, Yeah, but it's the Hawkeye Hawkeye. state. That's why. Mm. Yeah, but he roots for the Hawkeyes. He's not going to be called Hawkeye. He's probably gambling on games, too, if I had to guess. I don't doubt it. That's what Iowa does. That's right, baby. It's hard not to bring that up, talking about the Iowa State game like a hundred times. Mm. All these dudes were doing the same stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> Every person on the field was all gambling through their parents' uh, uh, sportsbooks account, mm-hmm. and Kirk would have to go, "Yep, that is yep. correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that is correct." Every single one. That was a real problem over there. Yeah, I think it's a real problem everywhere, and I don't know why the why Iowa decided to like really kind of go after him. But I think it was me and Deba that were mm-hmm. talking about. I was like, "What? <laughs> out of how many colleges there are in the U.S. who play D1 football?" What seventy five to eighty percent of them have at least one or two guys who have bet on games. Uh, the team, yeah, yeah, we'd assume. Yeah, yeah with a hundred and some guys on every roster, bingo. That's a lot of people. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. especially with like a couple of the guys who got caught, like just transferred, went somewhere else before it came out that they it was like uh, Iowa football players. Well, they're actually at Oklahoma State now, so I think they're kind of they had to go to a state where it wasn't legal. Yeah, Is Oklahoma legal. No, I don't think it was. So. It might not have been Oklahoma State, but like they, they were basically. No, but I'm ab- saying that's a funny thing. If the NCAA is like, all right, you gamble on games, the only way you can get back, you got to move to a state where it isn't legal. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> You're absolved of all sins. That would be. Uh, how are they going to stop that? It's I impossible. Know. I don't think they can. No. They're just going to have to punish people. I just. You can't bet on your own sport. Like that should just be the. Yeah. Can't bet on your own sport. Can't do it. Won't do it. Because that's how integrity actually gets jeopardized. One thing leads to another. Bad decisions made. Somebody sneaks in, starts good cop, bad cop on the shoulder. That's how bad shit starts if you're betting on the sport that you play. They can regulate all that. All these apps. Everything about everything. They could turn off. And they could turn off NCAA football, I'd assume, on these apps, yeah. in these states, in these buildings for these people. That's how much they know about you and how good the tech is. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go. With that being said, Hawkeyes from Iowa, yeah. we learned. Not, he didn't go to school in West Virginia. Hell yeah. What's another one, Brucey boy? Uh, another one, um, you said a Raider is a pirate. It's actually a bit of a square rectangle situation okay. um, where, Absolutely. you know, 
well, actually, all pirates are raiders, but raiders can also be land-based like a Viking. Oh. You just got to be on a boat approaching land, robbing land. Pirate, you're robbing other See. boats. Because not every... Every every square is a rectangle. Every pirate, but no rectangle is a square. Yes, yeah. got it. Yeah, every pirate's a raider, but not every raider is a pirate. Okay. Okay. And with thunder, there will always be lightning. Mm -hmm. Yep. And but thunder. with lightning, there isn't always thunder. Mm -hmm. And thunder always happens when it's raining. <laughs> Yeah. Players only <laughs> love you when they're playing. <laughs> well, actually, you're right. Anything else, Brucey boy? Um, yep, it was pretty unanimous that Kadarius Tony will bounce back and ball out. Well, actually, Tony has the highest drop rate in the NFL, 11% since <laughs> Okay. Entry. That's a Giants fan. All right. All right. Hey, at least he caught Sunday Night Football. Ah, there it is. Thank you, Bruce. Nice. Good work. Yes, all right, I let's get that. the hell out of here. We will see you all tomorrow. AJ, good show, pal. That baby Boy, Hawker. Big thanks to Dr. David Chow, who got quoted on ESPN's Twitter feed. Nice. nice. Congrats, Doc. That's a big That's boy, doctor. Hey. Uh, way to go, Doc. Happy for you. Jeff Darlington joined us. Tomorrow we get some big names. It should be great as we look ahead to not only the NFL weekend, but the college football slate mm -hmm. is incredible as yeah. well. Yeah. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Goodbye.